Well, is ever giving you your information. It's taking you for a long ride. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And welcome back to WTF and Von Adil. I'm Spicy Ryan, and I'm going to finger you beneath the water like a hard-boiled egg after I crack you with... Uh, the Fox Danger is probably not going to do that and be fairly vanilla the whole time. Not everyone can be Chocolate Fox. And today, we are going to talk about the August 2022 update. A uh, shit ton of Imperium plus two has landed, not even the plus three yet, and everyone is losing their marbles one way or another because they don't know how to evaluate gear and auction house shit fest. And we're going to evaluate gear, not that anyone else hasn't, plenty of people have, but we seem to have unique takes on it somehow. I don't know how, but apparently we do. It doesn't seem that, that hard to miss, I mean. Uh, apparently, you would think so. You would think so, Fox, but it, it happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't ever feel like I do anything revolutionary, but man, sometimes it just ends up being, and it's just mind blowing. Neither do I. And then sometimes I feel like I'm on a different planet. Sometimes when I play this game. Yeah, dude. And we don't have any emails this week because we've not gotten any emails, but we have a unique comment, and we also have the return of a segment that we have not had in quite a hot minute. But oh, yeah. first, Fox, I want to ask you, how you doing? Uh, I am doing pretty good. I'm pretty much just in a holding pattern for about a month or so until I can move back out to uh, to a school and uh, get that all taken care of again. Um, I shouldn't have to move again until like next summer, so it should be I should not have to, any like weird interruptions or anything. For if I even see you between nice. now and next summer, Mister, I'm not going to subscribe. Oh right. Uh, well, actually, um, I hope it's not right. No, everything worked out, and there's going to be no interruption at all. Actually, I'm just oh. going to be around. Yeah, because even a couple days ago that wasn't the news, so I'm actually very pleased and surprised to hear that. So that's that's great. Yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't, and I was definitely surprised how things did end up working out. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a very specific situation go down that uh, that caused that to uh, to work out okay. And I can take the hint, but I'll take the good news nonetheless. Yeah, man. And uh, so so that all, so everything there looks good. Um, I might be moving earlier in September to go out there, so I don't know. There might be an interruption day or two there while I just move stuff. Um, oh, we get to hear the return of the car again? Uh, no, actually. Uh, I actually got hooked up with a screaming deal. So um, <laughs> normally uh, normally just they would just have like the, the apartment set up um, where you go. Because uh, I'm not living in dorms. I live in apartments generally uh, with them. And instead of going to the apartments, because uh, they were actually at capacity, uh, I got moved over to a townhouse instead, and I'm going to get to rent a townhouse at the same rate I would have for the apartment. So oh, that's, shit. It's friggin' sweet. Yeah. So you won't have to drive over any basketball courts? Nope. You won't have a bowl of mashed potatoes, which might be to some dismay here, because the, I, the potatoes are probably roommate. the most popular guest. I will still have a roommate, so who knows? Maybe I will have mashed potatoes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Maybe it's a cool roommate that will actually speak dirty. to you and clean up the salmonella from the bottom of the fridge this time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they just have like some manner of cleanliness and I'll be okay with it. Some manner. They don't have to talk to me. I don't care about You won't that. have to keep your plates in your room? Yeah, hopefully not. Keep everything in my room shit. But yeah, that, I'm looking forward to that though. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, in game, I've just kind of been doing whatever. I've almost finished all of my Black Mage artifact gear uh, to plus three. Um, I had it all at plus two before, except for the body, which was plus three for the longest time. I decided to, to finish a lot of the rest of it so that I would have uh, better enfeebling sets because you guys still want to do that even with all this cool gear coming out. Um, I did it all as Black Mage Sub Samurai. Uh, I can very easily clear all of the objectives in Omen and it's a really fun play style. I can't wait for the Black Mage episode where 
I can talk about like alternate things you can do on Black Mage because it's uh, it's all really cool. Uh, today I spent some time. I need to get uh, master levels on Red Mage because I I really hate that my Red Mage has felt so behind, even though I was technically a Red Mage main for fifteen years. <laughs> you usually defer um, to Abject or someone else to run it. Usually though, so yeah, I don't get hurt feelings when I get to be on the job that I love, so it's fine. Um, other people do, so I tend to defer it to them. Uh, but I have an excellent Red Mage. I've just kind of neglected it way longer than I should have. So I actually went out to Nest today. And I was solo cleaving like five to ten mobs at a time using Valeneral and uh, Aeolian Edge. And things were pretty smooth doing it that way. So it looks like that's how I'll probably be getting my uh, Master of the Points on Red Mage. Um, yeah, aside from that, it's uh, pretty much just the the standard old thing. Uh, I haven't really done too much out of the, out of the ordinary, man. Uh, how have you been doing? Oh, I've been here and there. Or I've been everywhere, yeah. Today, I'm having something plain, but something delicious. A uh, Kostritzer Schwarzbier. Uh, Schwarzbier, it's not a Schwarzer. Uh, just a black lager from Germany. That's uh, with my poor... I mean, I had to have Basing tutor me on how to actually speak proper German. You know, Because being from Belgium, he is German. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep pounding that in there like a plunger in the fucking toilet. Just, that's our thing, was you just keep telling him he's not Belgian, he's German. Uh, <laughs> wait, I thought he was French. Well, <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, we just got canceled. Speak. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. Oh boy! So, so, speaking of French, we had been reaching out to get some guests on the show. We wanted to do a summoner episode, and we had had various users just voluntarily somewhat voluntarily like hey i want to do some episode who can reach out for guests and everyone's like i'll start sending messages or someone's like i've already sent one to that guy like well i'm sending one to that guy too and we have like multiple wow. people messaging i'm like okay have, have fun guys do whatever i'd be because they what want to summon episodes <laughs> a bunch of heroes is right they want to summon an episode as much as we do and so speaking of french papessa was sent an email and we have not heard back from papessa as soon as as far as i know but they apparently haven't been around much i haven't seen them post either not that they post much in the first place but we did get a response back from Purgatory. And how am I doing? Let's see how I'm doing to this response. So here's what Purgatory wrote back. <clears throat> Yo, man. Appreciate you thinking of me. Slight smile. Unfortunately, no comma. I haven't had my head in FFXI land recently and probably wouldn't be a good fit for it. Something about Spicy's voice grates me, and I don't think I could survive multiple hours of it. I'll pass. Cheers. Exclamation mark. Oh, so this is another guy that doesn't like you for various reasons? Yeah, well, at least this time it was a valid reason. My voice is annoying to him. Oh, okay. I, I, I could see it, I, I guess. it's not. I don't think it's the worst thing since, you know, Elvis Presley. You know. It is tough when you sound like Fran Drescher. Oh, God, don't know. No, did I do that? No, <laughs> no, did I do that? Uh, uh, That's too bad. He's a... Uh... He would have been a good insight on Summoner and stuff. Yeah, he would have been. Uh, I'm sorry that I have the voice of Nails on Chalkboard, so. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Eh, who cares? Maybe we'll just end up winging it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, because Papessa hasn't said anything. And I, I mean, I think Karak come on for it because, uh, I guess I'll go she back and forth between game and Karak in real life and stuff. So we did a master level party recently, a couple days ago, instead of because free campaign's going, and that means the queue is bullshit. So it was like a 16-page wait because we got together a little too late. If we got together like half an hour earlier, it probably would have been 
like a seven or eight page weight, which is very manageable. But 16, we just did it, and Basing said, fuck that. And I said, want to do something else, Basing? And he's like, yeah, let's go do master levels or something. So we went and did master levels, and it was Hundi was on Corsair. I was on Black Mage. Basing was on Black Mage. Carrot came on Summoner. Uh, Knee came on Honker Mage, uh, White Mage, because that's what he had. And um, someone else came on. No, Knee came on Geo, and we didn't have a White Mage. So it was Black, Black. Core, uh, Geo. Some kind of tank. Black, black, core, Geo. That's four. Oh, uh, Akadin came on Runefencer. Oh, so that was go. five. And then the sixth was... What was the sixth? Why could I not? It was not... It wasn't a bard or anything. It was not bard. We had... We didn't have cap taste. It didn't matter. I feel like a fucking moron now for not knowing where our sixth fucking player was. And it's everyone in our static, so I know all the players we had. Summoner, Black Mage, Black Mage, Core, Core, Geo, Runefencer. That's six people. Okay. Yeah, that's all I just six. I just can't count because my voice is grading and my brain is grading. Oh, okay. So, so we have only Haska two, which is fine. We have two Black Mages and a uh, Corsair doing damage. The other uh, Geo is sub White Mage healing, and Carrot is sub White Mage healing. So it's working out very nicely, actually. What? Oh, you were sub Scholar. I'm sorry. That's do do you want to come here? Do you want to? Do you want? You want to do this for a second? No, you just want to yell across it's the house. That's fine. <laughs> she was. Would you change your sub if that, if you went next time on Summoner instead of Sub Scholar? No, I'd probably go Sub Scholar too. Fox said he'd go Sub Scholar too. Someone's got to give Storm. You were doing storms and stuff, so yeah. Okay, yeah. They, okay. Or the Geo could Sub Scholar. Basically, as long as somebody subs White Mage, you're good. Yeah, she said she don't do much healing. Because if we got hate, we're gonna die anyway. And the and the geo's healing, so that yeah, was uh, that was topless carrot here to give her her two her two cents. Oh, thanks, topless carrot. Thanks, topless carrot. She's a peeled carrot. Um, there you go. Just a nice visual wow. for everyone. So th- how it basically worked out was we were getting storm one from the summoner. We're getting acumen and malaise from the geo. We're using Sam's role and Corsair's role from the Corsair. And the Black Mage is using Cult Acumen. And even without Katvanga, you're getting over 1,000 TP in one cast. So with Katvanga and Shiva Storm and, and Ramaz out, or Thunderspark was doing 8% damage to the mobs, which was nice, and paralyzing them. And later yeah. on in the fight, when hate can get shifty at the last minute, and you can lose hate and people die, uh, Stunga from Ramaz was, and the Paralyzed was, was keeping people alive. You can even Apogee Stunga and have like a really long period. Yeah, Apogee Stunga would even work as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd do that. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. I, I figured she was, yeah. I, I can kind of see how she was playing it. Man, if she's not available, I'll come out on Summoner. I would play it exactly how she did. Oh, yeah. And it, and it worked great. I have to hear your grating voice enough as it is. <laughs> grating voice. <laughs> I feel degraded. You should. Yeah, feels bad, man. So wow. that actually worked really well. We were without even we didn't need to cap haste because the Black Mages don't need it. The Corsair didn't really need it. And we're casting Aeroja to give the Alone Edge a boost. And we're just using Cataclysm with Storm 1. We're, we were just raping everything. It was great. I was able to pull. The, the Rune Fence was able to pull because Black Mage can, of course, pull us. Both Black Mages could trade off with Mono Wall every time. It doesn't matter. And you can just pull both sides of the zone at once, bring back a million mobs. The Ramaz covering them. It's doing damage. The, the Bustrom Summoner are great. You're getting Storm Like It worked out so much better. I didn't. Like, we had the stupid Phalanx from Diabolos. Diabolos. 
and it was fine. It's like 17 damage off, which is a lot better than nothing when you have that many mobs. But I was curious, too. I don't know if there's been any testing. Does Phalanx Plus Gear work with Diabolus's? I was about to say that you should do that because, yes, it does work. It does work? Oh, because yeah, that's, so, that's like an extra 25 to a 17. It actually makes it a good Phalanx. Yeah, it, it's it's huge. Like, you, your your initial Phalanx is going to be like half as potent as what you're normally going to get from like a Scholar or a Red Mage. Uh, but that's fine because a lion's share of, of your Phalanx Plus is also going to come from uh, your gear, so... Just put that on before, and you're good. I'm a Dark Matter now. I've gotten a bunch of Phalanx pieces. I just got plus four on my Merlinic Hood now. So I have a four, a four. Uh, you took my you took my Augment. A two on hands is what I've been trading between the mules now. I'm trying to get that two up. A three on legs and a five on feet. So I'm after after I fucked up my head and like lost my three that was on there. I I've managed to get plus one today. I felt so fucking bad. You know, Fox. I managed to fuck up my head without having a Dark Matter campaign. So there you go. So that was that. Oh. I mean, we we were just killing. It was it was nice. It was I just felt really good to not take a white major scholar because the the contribution from a summoner and having the geo heal instead of doing damage because the summoner can do damage and help in other meaningful ways with buffs felt a lot better than because when it comes to summoner, it's not no going to be summoner. Wants to come as a white mage anyway. Yeah, when when it comes to summoner, you get them. They just sit there with Shiva out in AFK, or maybe you might get one doing cataclysm because summoner could do cataclysm as well. But the TP gain feels kind of bad. With only Haska 2 and no cold acumen and stuff. So the summer is better off healing and, and, and doing storms and shit. So because you don't get cataclysm sub scholar. So I would I would forego that on, on Summoner. But yeah. I But it just it felt like a out of we've done commas before of having Scholar, we've had Red Mage, we've had White Mage because it's all we could get. And we had other things we had before. We've had Bart. What are you waving for? Oh, okay. Ah uh, yes. Title Roar. That was helpful. That uh, title Roar is very helpful. AoE title roar yeah. and soothing current from leviathan it, it felt like summoner really covered the entire range like cure four is doing over like about a thousand with with yeah. tidal roar it was just you don't even you don't even need oh no that was i cure conduit too but tidal roar is yeah well yeah i know it's attack down but i we're going back and forth between a lot of buffs here <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm conflating the two leviathan debuffs and buffs so yes tidal roar is attack down i think it's like 25 percent. it's very helpful it's aoe and uh the this the curing conduit was the it's yeah, like summoner, 15 or 20 percent cure potency received Summer is an extremely undervalued healer because you don't need to have the raw cure power of a white mage most of the time. Like most of the time on white mage, I'm healing with like cure two. And we had a mishap. So, oh, sorry. You were, you were no, I, that that's basically it. I'm guessing your mishap ended in Altana's favor, right? Yep, that's what I was about to say. We had a mishap with yeah. our our rune fencer was casting sheep song for some reason, and Bantata fell off, and he got killed in his mid cast set. And I'm like, don't ever cast sheep song in the first place because that's <laughs> you, got too, you got too many mobs to ever cast sheep song around there, and he died, and then therefore we all died really quickly. But since we all had Altana's favor, we just got right back up, and Altana's favor doesn't wear off. So we've had times where we raise words off someone in the party. And it's like, oh no, and there's no. But now Altana's favor just stays on the entire time. And we wiped and everyone immediately got up and we started immediately recovering. And it, it felt really good to have Altana's favor because 45 yeah. minutes, you're usually there longer than that. We have wild card too. And it's just Altana's favor is on the entire time. So, And I would like to see the testing for it. But um, if you notice when you got up your re-raise from Altana's favor does not have a timer. Yeah. And since there's no timer, it's also you lose zero EP versus re-raise three. You do lose some yeah. EP. Yeah. Well, I mean, just even a duration timer. Like yeah. You just, there's, still have it. there's no timer on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Altana's favorite yeah, is very Yeah, Tidal Roar is huge. Because um, usually, you know, usually we end up using even... Because um, I like using Samurai's Roll a lot more than Gallant's Roll. And when you have Tidal Roar, you don't need the Gallant's Roll. Or just don't need a Bard in the first place. Because you don't have to cap 
haste with what's going on here because you have the Sam's roll and you have enough haste in the first place. The core can still cap the light with dual wield. The black mages don't need it because they're spamming different AOE spells. Yeah. And if you're not getting it from anywhere else, like Chinook from uh, from Siren is huge too for AOE Aquavale. Yeah, we were also getting AOE Aquavale from, yeah. from Siren, which was nice because it lasts like 14 minutes. Yeah, it's super good. And just like the, it doesn't give you as many interrupts, but yeah, it lasts fucking forever. So and just you the don't favor really in general is nice too. Even though like shiny. yeah, shining ruby two is an extra defense and shell. Not that you need a shell, but it's an extra five percent protect defense. Yeah, it's just a lot of things on there are just very undervalued for some. It fit in the party really well in a way that you wouldn't even think to include summoner. So we're gonna do a summoner episode eventually. We're planning on doing a black mage episode this month. You and I talked recently a few days ago, and it's gonna be yeah. sometime in the next two three weeks, I think, because I've done her Velgamir. g came out shout out to g with like three eyes in the link shell came out just randomly i was in uh, constant abyssia and he came out and just i'm here to help and i'm like i didn't ask you to come out he's like i know you didn't and i'm like you don't have to sit here and help me i didn't it's, it's fine you can go and he's like i know and i'm like and he's still fighting stuff and i'm like no you really you can just it's fine thank you anyway i appreciate it and he's and he didn't say <laughs> anything back and i'm like eh, fuck it i guess i'll invite him and he stayed and helped me from a bunch of fangs so that was nice of him. So right. thank you. I, have, I need six more, and I can I can finish off my Velgamir. Nice. Which would yeah, be nice be... to have because you and I were talking about um, black it's good mage for Hasso. death. Yeah, yeah. Underbuff death specifically is, is why I want Velgamir. Yeah, underbuff in general, but underbuff death was the reason was for death or just yeah. swapping. Which I'm not big on swapping weapons on black mage because of a cold acumen, but that's that's really situational. I can't make a across the board comment on that. Yeah, when I do it, I do it manually, and it's usually situational. I do have a mode where I can toggle in my Lua, so I could like swap normally, but I typically won't do that unless I'm doing some sort of blasphemous thing, like healing on Black Mage or something. Where healing on Black Black Mage gets pretty yeah. good healing gear, actually. Uh, you get a lot of conserve MP, which is nice. Yeah, um, um, the Vanya's gear it. has a bunch of cure potency in conserve MP. Like the head and the feet specifically are like 17% in the head or some nonsense in the feet. I mean, the feet's conserve MP, but I would probably just save the splot and, uh, and go for the the feet from so, Sinister Rain. You actually want to wear the feet on, on Black Mage because they have 20 healing skill and you can augment them with 20 more healing skill. Oh, it's healing skill. Okay. Yeah, it's like 40 healing skill. Which I think I can save the slot because you get healing skill as well on the feet. And there's actually Conserve MP on those feet. For in a, fact, uh, I, I have a Rosal set of Vanya. Rosalita, whatever fuck her name is in Sinister Rain. I have a set of Vanya with everywhere you can get healing skill plus on it uh, for stuff like Kursna and stuff like that. Carrot wishes to remind me that we call that uh, mob artichoke bitch <laughs> because she has two artichokes for hair, and when they die, the artichokes shrink. Wow. And uh, we did some Sinister Room recently because Basie needed the Fanatics gloves. He tossed them and didn't know he needed them, and he needs them oh, now. No. And uh, we can report that there are boob physics on Arcella when she dies. Char Carrot checked. She got down there in Ataru and wow. said, let me check if there's boob physics on Arcella. And there are boob physics. You have a theory? Actually, you is so if you didn't hear that, Carrot's theory is that after TOAU expansion, some intern or some member of the team during that time, time decided to add boob physics to certain mobs, such as Lamia and uh, Arciella carried over that boob physics. Lion's boobs don't move. Lion's boobs don't move, and, and she's, she's pre-TOAU. Yeah. yeah. But Arciella's boobs move. You know that dude probably pitched that at a meeting, too. Carrot's going down the rabbit hole of an Easter egg, and Fox says it came from someone in the meeting. But otherwise, that's my Black Mage. Uh, and that, but today, Carrot and I went to a park, which wasn't really a park. So we went to a brewery off the side of a highway. It's like a few minutes off the side of the highway, which is not really a highway. It's like a one lane, but it's, it's a thing. And you go from 
like dense population strip malls, a stadium, like like everything was developed everywhere. There's nothing, and you go off the road, and you take like one side road that has a few people on it. Then you take another side road, and there's just no one around, and there's just farms. Dueling banjos. <laughs> you might as well have been. We didn't hear country roads, but so we're we're on our way to the brewery. We're almost there, and it's only it's like a few miles away from all civilization. So you like. Like, you hear the cars in the distance, but you just don't see anything but, like, farmland and trees. I sent some pictures over the Discord. And on the way there, what pops in front of us around a curve? But, like, like a Model T. Like, I'm not kidding. It's, like, one of these 1920s cars with, like, the really small tires. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we get stuck behind this one, like, Model T car. And we're going to turn to, to make a turn. And, like, the car stalls out in the middle of the road in the intersection. <laughs> it's going, like, wow. 20 miles max. Yeah, it was, like, maybe 35 miles an hour max. Like, this is, like, super old. Like, Henry Ford was, was like, not even close to old when this car was made. <laughs> and it had all the anti-Semitism you'd now. So. And, and we're just like, what the, what the fuck is this? And then we go to the brewery, which was nice because it just bordered. Can you not play stuff over there? What are you doing? Oh, it's an ambulance? I thought you were playing a YouTube video. Okay, so don't mind the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I will refrain from my 10 hours of ambulance music. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, she put that on loop? <laughs> yeah, it's an ASMR. It's posted by B for Beard in the subreddit. It's the ASMR Final Fantasy ambulance noise. <laughs> so, so we go and we have some beers and it's it's nice and we're, and, and you know, sent some pictures of just you know, it's like a golden bridge. It's someone's farm, but there's a brewery in the middle of it, which is like a fenced-in building, and it's like really tiny. But they got like a golden retriever there. Is a hammock. You got all like there's like they're growing Christmas trees. They're growing different crops. Everything that they make for the beer is grown there. So it's like a farm-to-table brewery, and it's just like okay, this is the thing. And it's like nothing around here is anything like it in Jersey. You get so you get the there's there's farm areas you like that are right behind everything else. So everything's hidden. And then we go to find this park and. It's not a park, really. It, it, it's a state park. There's there's a sign, but we're talking like that makes it official. We're, we're talking like a post in the ground. We drove past it and even though we passed it, we're like, what the fuck? And we drove around it again. I'm like, oh, guess here's the entrance. And it's like it's like a small fence next to someone's house. And there's like their property is here in this park area. They like own like there's like fields there that they have p- crops growing in. And I'm like, I guess this is the park. <laughs> And then we're like we're like walking on what can be considered a trail, but it's more like some mower came down it, and it's just a mowed path on someone's property. And we're just like wandering around, like where do we even go? Like this is an obscure park. There are no other cars. There are no other people. We're in a state park, and no one is around. Like the dogs are coming on people's properties to bark at us on the edge of their property. And I'm like, well, let's just keep walking. And I'm carrying a little bag of like a cutting board, cheese, salami. Beer, uh, bread, olive loaf and bread. And we're like walking around just trying to find a spot, but it's just like open fields. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's a lake. So and we you just, can't find the spot. No, there's, there's, we had to find a spot. So like, like we had to like leave the path and walk through the brush. And when we finally walked through the brush, there was like a, a steep slope uh, next to a, like a small lake. And we just kind of climbed down the slope for a second. And we sat there and had our, our picnic. In, in, in like next to the brush on like a steep slope where it leveled off enough to sit. I sent a picture of that to the Discord. And so we're just sitting there having a grand old time. There's no one around. We're just sitting there on a slope. You can't even see us from the, the, the quote unquote trail. 
not, like, there's nothing paved. There's no signs. There's like a post in the ground every like like two thousand two thousand feet or something. And we're just like, well, I guess this is the park, and I guess we're gonna sit here. Like, like online, I read it was an obscure park no one goes to, and then you can have a good old time sitting there enjoying yourself. And I'm like, they did not lie because not only can you not find this place, and not only is no one in existence here, but you wouldn't even know that it's a thing. It's like attached to everyone's backyards. It goes to like a trail, and like I think we're in a park, but we're next to everyone's house, and it just breaks off into like this this lake and field and stuff, and nothing is around. I go, well, I guess we'll stay here then. And it was good. I'd go back there again. It was a nice hike. You could walk around the area. Because eventually it goes up just in the straight woodlands with no one's houses around. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's the place. But we went to the, the other part that wasn't. So we had a good time today. And we came back to this podcast and everything. So that's me. Uh, I don't have anything else for me to report besides I joined a terrible ambuscade. And I had to leave it. because <laughs> For the new ambuscade? No, I have not done the new one yet. We'll talk about that in this episode, of course. But We have just, a video from Zala in the... Yes, yes, I did watch it before we started this. But I, you know, you would think that if I joined an ambuscade for VD and everyone's geared, it wouldn't be so poor. But when you join it and you find out someone's trio boxing and they can't kill the Don while you hold and kill the other mobs on Pup, and it turns into like a shit fest, you're like, yeah, I'm out, guys. See, this is ridiculous. Because like the discrepancy between when we do it and just steamroll it and someone trying to trio box who's doing nothing is doing that. And, and it just like becomes from like the dead weight becomes so evident and I you mean... can't kill it. I made a point the other day, actually, to that uh, to that other group that I'm just like observing. It's like, hey, you know, your chances of completing anything what properly go go way down. I'm actually messing with this uh, with this part of my my school bag that broke off. Oh, I thought you had monkeypox. Um, you were scratching. No, I don't have monkeypox. I'd have to go outside for that. Touch some glass. <laughs> well, so, you got to go outside um, for your Baja bliss. So. That's true. So anyway. Like, yeah, I made a, I made a point of it. It's like, hey, you know, every time like you add another character to box like that splits your attention again even if you're botting so like your your odds of actually completing the content properly go way the fuck down over just like playing with real people the difference is so you'll notice that's always the case yeah the the, the difference is ridiculous yeah absolutely like it doesn't matter how low geared your bots are they're just gonna be bad usually they can be uh best in slot as they call they can be bis quick but you're gonna be shit slow yeah, or they just won't do anything, or they'll be stupid as they stand there and die. As grating yeah. as my voice is, it's not nearly as grating as the experience of playing with a trio box or an ambuscade because it fucking sucks. Yeah, they were, mean, they were the bard. Might as well just get three more accounts and just like do us all favor and play by themselves. They were the war. They were the bard, and they were like the healer as well. And it was just no. Yeah, the the healer one's the sketchiest part because they can't make true triage decisions. Yeah, that's the worst. Is the absolute worst. Cure please is never going to be a replacement for a real person. It's yeah, not it's even not. close. It may be good enough to AFK and Sinister Rain, but it is not, not close enough for everything else. Gross, man. Yeah, so I on the, you know, since you were talking about Amoscade and like I did say something about Zala's video, like I am looking forward to doing Amoscade this month because I want to see if we can do it even faster than we were doing it before. As um, in Zola's method of deleting the summoner? I, I think I have enough death penalty cores in my group to do it that way. So hopefully. So it seemed like he had a Rune Fencer sub Dark Knight or something to sleep. Yes. How is it landing sleep? I guess you have enough gear now to land it. Yeah, like all your gear has at least a 40 magic act on it. I the, I noticed on uh, on White Mage over the last like year of Ambuscades, I go I, I go White Mage a lot. Um that mobs really just don't have that much magic evasion that we think. Well, they especially cuz this this is like 4-year-old Ambuscade, 3-year-old Ambuscade. So, 3 years ago, the magic accuracy didn't exist in these pieces kind of the way it does now. I honestly don't know why the Rune Fencer is sub dark anyway. Honestly, the Rune Fencer can probably just be some scholar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, they wanted it for stun. Give weather. Stun and bind, maybe? 
You can give Void Storm and then all of your... Because they reduced the resistance to binding gravity this update, right? On the on the, the uh, main summoner guy. I didn't look at the patch, actually. Uh, if all they did was reduce things, and that means it's going to be even easier than before. Um, really, all you have to do is just catch the summoner in the backfield, bind it. First thing you should do is bind it and then stand near it so it can't summon. And then just immunobreak sleep. And then once sleep is on, it's game over because then you just drop gravity on it and it's, it's done. So as long as your melees aren't stupid and they wait for you to do that and or deal with whatever ad it summons first, you should be fine. And yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, Zala's method uses quick draw. It just abuses the shit out of it along with random deals to do crazy ass amount of damage. So the um, the, the intense ambush is undergone the final adjustments. The visual effects will display when the Bozetto Rama activates a special ability when using astral, uh, astral passage. The Bozetto Doppelganger will find it more difficult to flee when afflicted with weight or bind. I don't know what that means. And Blizzard of Doppelganger now resists uh, all forms of damage, uh, which is an unchanged amount from last time. But last time people just quick draw cored them, like five cores, and they just killed them. Uh, but you can't do that this time. They, yeah, now you 21-gun salute with uh, Leaden Salute. Yeah. Yeah, you just, uh, you, just, you just blast the crap out of it, and the Rune Fencer drops a rake, and, and it, just, it just deletes it. It's funny. So in Zola's video, they kill the Ramah, and then one more avatar, and then they sleep the Doppelganger when it's running away. And yep. and then they get rake on it, and then all three cores at the same time time out a lot and salute and just kill it, and three weapons goes instantly, and then the fight's over in like two minutes. Yeah, basically they get all their TP from the quick draws. Yep, and then they just let and salute it at three k yeah, to make it, make it clear they kill everything because the avatars don't resist, so they just all quick draw and rain, one random deals each time, and they just quick draw the death <laughs> instantly. Yeah. It just like an instant death of quick draw volleys because you got six yeah, quick draws I'm, going off. I'm pretty sure it's a rune fencer and five corsairs. It seems that way. Yeah, which is an absurd amount of damage. Uh, the way we did it before is uh, we would actually run in with like a paladin or a rune, and we'd fight the uh, remove normally. Um, you would want a thief or a paladin or, or something to take the uh, the shock spikes from the start of the fight. And as long as you have someone running around in the backfield, we usually use the bard with Mazurka because they could move the fastest um, on their own and do like the less damage out of everybody. That uh, we had them run around in the backfield to uh, get as close to someone as possible to try to prevent them from summoning even that first avatar. Uh, we actually succeeded in that, like on like two runs out of the many, many we did last time. Um, so it can happen, just don't ever count on it. And then uh, you can actually make it so he doesn't summon anything. Um, if you don't kill the summoner fast enough, be prepared to to disengage and kneel or heal uh, if it uses Odin during Astral Flow. And that's pretty much it. Just make sure you kill the summoner last uh, when there's no more avatars, or they will all just start bursting out one hour, and it's terrible. And from the yells I saw of typical people like Ronstadt or something who's back and can't handle anything, it was just... <laughs> it was just basically, does anyone know how to beat the Amoskate to like making groups and yelling and failing, and people in the Discord had joined him for whatever reason. And he was saying stuff like, uh, do you have... Laden salute core gotta make it clap if you want to win <laughs> and then they like lose and he starts yelling for different people and then he starts yelling how do you do this because i guess he lost even more and uh, people are still going to have trouble with it i guess somehow but it's not it's really not difficult the hardest part will be finding corsairs i guess because you could just always do this the long method of killing all the avatars and dealing with everything but that's you know the rune might be sub dark for weapon bash hmm to stop remove from doing the, the shock spike but then again, the, the cores never engage, though, so maybe that was the issue everyone's been having, is they, they think they have to melee for TP, even though that's not how, that's not how quick draw works. Because if people were taking, like, Paladin into the spell, and I think you could just take a Thief and just melee, that. but I mean, it just... So, you need a tank anyway if you're going to fight it traditionally, because when it does Conduit Volt Strike, people yes. will die. Um, even your tanks will die if they don't block appropriately. 
Uh, so if you're a rune fencer, you want to pop the Tuta to make sure that you're parrying. Otherwise, you'll get stunned and then he will kill you. And then same for Paladin. You want to make sure you cap your block right on your shield or you'll get stunned. You'll still get stunned. So um, Volt Strike is just Sometimes. purely physical, right? There's no hybrid component. So, like I was going to say if one for all helps or not. No, no. So so if you block or parry it, you won't get stunned. Yeah, I know that. But you eventually yeah. get one of the hits to go through and stun you on Rune. It's just going to happen because there's a number of hits to go through. You can't parry them all. Yeah, Paladin can guarantee that you won't get hit by it. But last time that would happen after several volleys, and I would, as long as I was getting a heal or something, I mean, well, if you have cores, it's not going to happen. So it's really going to depend on how fast the cores can all quick draw it, too, because if they don't, if they don't if they're act cheese. together, then you have a chance to die. Like, I, what I want to stress is you, you don't have to do the, the, the one-minute run that, that Zola had. Like, you, do, you don't need to cheese it like that. Like, you can fight it normally, maybe fight one extra avatar, maybe two. And it's not a hard ambuscade. Yeah, it's just when people it overthink it. It's fine. Yeah, when people overthink it and they try to only cheese it and then fuck up and fail the cheese and think that that's the only way you can complete the ambuscade, like that's straight up a Zern thinking and that's bad. That is the typical thing. Just thinking, do the mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Just do the mechanics. Don't try to shortcut it if you don't if you aren't quite there yet. It's not some sort of like badger shame. At least you're getting points instead of like home pointing at it. And if you are doing traditionally, you do want to have someone dedicated to run around with that summoner, so. Yeah. Maybe if you're going to do it traditionally, take a red mage. And have a them. red mage is is ideal. Like yeah. I, I like having a red mage in the run. If I were to do the run myself, I would probably only have uh, four cores: a red mage and probably a paladin or a rune. Because it only looked like it took three laden salutes to kill that Rama. So having four cores yeah. still sounds like more than enough versus five. So a red mage, a tank, and and four cores sounds perfectly fine. They can also wild card for TP too. Oh yeah. So if I mean, you, have, you have resets, you can't reset other people's wild card with wild card, but you may not have yours get reset at all. Like it may not take your timer at all; it may just reset itself. So yeah. Between four of them, with everyone having random deal and, and resetting, like you shouldn't need to. If someone wild cards, you should be able. Unless things are horrible for some reason, you should be able to have enough to keep rotating between players having wild card up. You don't have to actually go reset yeah. or anything. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Otherwise, they released Sortie, but it, we can't go into it yet still. It's been one so week since we did it. It's been close yeah. to a week almost. I mean, when this episode's out, it would have been almost a week because it's going to be Sunday, Monday it comes out, and Tuesdays when this came out. So it's going to be a week, and they haven't. And I doubt they're working on the weekend because this is SE. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I, I'm glad I'm not going to miss like the start of Sortie, too. Yeah, I, I really want to be part of the brewing process on trying to figure it out. Like, I really like when new content comes out so I can actually, like, think about how to like approach it and everything and you know find unique setups for it and stuff like that so and that is try to get ahead of all the meta garbage that's going to happen that is our favorite to do so but yeah. um it sounds like they just they just shoved it in out of rakaznar you uh, the one skirmish on that didn't uh, reforge into an alluvian and it sounds like they just remade that with chess like once again if for those who weren't around a million fucking years ago when adeline was new like fox and people yeah. actually did that skirmish when it had the most relevant content, which feels like a million years ago when you look at the stats of that gear versus even <laughs> right. the stats of uh, Esha gear, which is old. Like, Herculean is old, and no one even, people don't think about Herculean. They get a bad taste in their mouth when they think about Herculean. And comparing Herculean to this, the gear from that skirmish seems like it was, like, a whole different... Like, like it could be... Might as well be, like, level 20 levels above it. Like, item level doesn't even exist at that point, even though it's the same item yeah. level. It's not even the same ballpark. Pre-augments. There's, like, no accuracy. Like, you're having a double attack, too, on a piece. Like, it was, it was just ridiculous. Oh, man, I got DT, too. This is great. Some, some wild times. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the gear we're talking about. They didn't make that into an Alluvian zone. So, that's the one they reuse. And it, when you would do that back in the day, you would upgrade your, your gear there. To like uh, skirmish gear plus one before Alluvian existed, because they re they like invalidated all of skirmish immediately for some odd reason, 
and you would have to get a key item sometimes. It was a chance to get the key item from a box when you do the run. It was like a vial of transmelage or something. And you would have a chance to get the at the end of the run in the box. And if you didn't, you like do the whole run all over again. And if you you if you like shortchanged the run, you had a chance at it. But if you did the whole run, you had like a really good chance at it. So it was a. But it just sounds like once again you open a box and get a key item again. So it sounds like they just I, remade original skirmish from the from the sounds of their. That's their what games. I thought was going to happen. Uh, but what what I what I don't like is how they worded it though, uh, for how you do the reentry stuff. Because like the actual like notes themselves, it says that you get one after it, you get Every a, a new item after at least 20 hours have passed. But then it also has that other clause where it's like, oh, well, your plate charges um, with one fifth of the the time that has elapsed since last time. And so every so five I, days you get a free run. So that's what I was thinking is, is that you get a free run every five days. So like some people were saying it's like a hundred, uh, it's a hundred hours between runs. And I was like, there's no way they're going to make it like that. Well, they even made the, it. The backup so of the queue would be ridiculous. They said uh, after entering sortie, there's an update notes here. After entering sortie a second time, your Ruspix plate, the Ruspix is the name of the goblin. So of course it's going to be a bullshit name. Ruspix plate. Yeah. Uh, will charge up with energy, accumulating time equal to one fifth of the time that exceeded your 20 hours. So it is a hundred hours, but it, it, that's, that's five days. So. Yeah, I, what I thought it was was an extra bonus entry. It, it is. You can go in and then cash in your, your rust okay. plate and get another key item. I just think it's worded really poorly for that. And I, I can't wait till the thing actually comes out so we can find out what is actually correct. I'm prepared to be wrong. I'm prepared for it to be terrible like some people think. But yeah, apparently that's like some sort of thing going around is people think it's going to take 100 hours. And I just well, don't it does take, it does take 100 hours, but that's really just four days and uh, four hours. It's, that's exactly what it well, is. Right. But I mean, it's 100 hours per entry, though, is what people. Oh, oh yeah. No, that, that's per bonus entry. So this yeah, is exactly. this is the equivalent of Odyssey. If Odyssey gave you a free run once a week, you get a free yeah. run every every four pretty much days. OK. And that made sense to me as well. I, I again, I really want to see what, what happens when it actually comes out. I just think the, the notes are worded really poorly. On yeah. That, so for everyone complaining that we can't store key items, this is a leg up on Odyssey, which gives you one every 20. Regardless, this is the chance to get. I'm sure you can keep an item and then he has another one charged, too. So you can still do the two items if you hold one. And his plate sounds like a separate item you get. So you, you can still do what you do with Odyssey, but you get a free extra run now. So for everyone complaining, you get your free extra run. Stop complaining, which doesn't stop people from complaining because the first complaint again was, uh, oh, they delayed Odyssey. Sorry for the noise. My, my the rest of it sounds a lot like Odyssey, too. Like how it there's does. chests in there. And I like how there's two different currencies, it sounds like. Like you got to pick up the gems, but you also have to pick up what's effectively going to be the segments. It sounds so. like they released like like uh, Ambus, not Ambuscade, um, Omen has cards and stuff. It sounds like that kind of system, except two currencies drop here now. Yeah. I think one of them is going to be a physical currency that sits in your inventory, and one of them is going to be a currency that sits in currencies. Yeah, like a key like item. Segments does. Yeah. I think you get a key item from opening the box again. I think they even made some note of it that treasure chests will appear once again. The conditions you yield gout. So like, you like it sounds like um, you just spend like uh, the segments again. Like it sounds like yeah. Galma Fury, Galma Fry, Galma Fry, which is a weird fucking word. Your Galma Fry <laughs> it accumulates. Um, from well no i think you get i think you get both and it's just like odyssey in the sense that you can spend segments on stuff like wings but you shouldn't you know i that's what that's the way it sounded to me yeah. was that uh you were going to get drops for like a physical item and you're also going to drops for a currency yeah, vanquishing item. foes and sorted will yield you gallum fry yeah uh the currency and that's the currency item. and then sapphires will also be required for foraging that will drop from mobs particularly so sapphires and, the sapphires, like cars, and then the gallum yeah. fry is like segments and you got to use both like when yeah. you when you were doing alluvian skirmish, you had to get the augmenting items that drop from 
the mobs in there, like the chests, and also you got uh, obsidian fragments or whatever from killing mobs. It took obsidian fragments every augment. So it's gonna be So it's it yeah. sounds like it sounds like they, they took the uh the skirmish revamp to like the extreme. They basically just like took the old mechanics and called them something different and just basically made the same content yeah. again. And as I said before, with uh people were like, Oh, since it was delayed, how about for starters making it up to us? Like they're owed something now. We could store three right. key items now. How about that? It's like, no, you don't get to do that, no. Yeah, it's because all that's gonna happen is when the, when the weekend comes Every person that scored up three key items or four four key items all week long, like with Omen, is all going to flood at the same time of the event, and you don't get to do that. You just don't. You don't get to clog up the time because everyone wants to play at the same time. So why should it all be clogged up so everyone can't play at the same time? That's just bad design. People need to be told no so that things keep moving along fluidly so everyone can enjoy. That's how it is. Stop stop being selfish, yeah. everyone in auction house. For real. Yeah, the, the queues are going to be terrible for like at least the first month. Part of me is kind of glad that some people are kind of like down on the on the new sets of armor because it's they're the ones who are going to like not go in and, and, you know, swarm it immediately. And I'm glad. But at the same time, like the armor is definitely undervalued. And we're, of course, going to get to that. But yeah, and, yeah and, the and queues people, are going to be awful. You get people that complain like, oh, why do I have to care about this Sarah server? I'm on Carbuncle. It's dead as dreams. I don't have to wait for any queue. Why should I have to care about a Sarah? Well, first of all, on Asura, even during this free campaign right now with like almost 4,000 fucking people on Asura, which is ridiculous. Uh, when, like during the free numbers. campaign and a card campaign, I can go to Omen at random times. Like I can come on from work and, and go to Omen or something and there's a zero page wait. And yeah, like, I had two pages all day today. Yeah, yeah. And then at other times, if it gets around like uh, 9, 10 Eastern at night then it's a ridiculous wait, like 15, even sometimes on a weekend, like 20 pages at that time. So at certain time periods, you can't go in at all. And for most of the day, every day of the week, you can go in with no wait whatsoever. So it's not an Asura issue, which, I mean, technically it still is, but it's, it's an issue of peak times, and you have to constrict those peak times because the valleys are just as low as any other server on Asura. The valleys are a zero wait, just like other servers, and you get that pretty frequently. But even then... If the top two, three servers, because Bahamut has queues too, it happens the same time frame like Asura would. Uh, if the top two, three servers outweigh the population of all the bottom servers, then the bottom servers don't count. And we don't design around you because the top two servers making up the bulk of the population, the outsized proportion that you have to cater to, because that's where your actual player base is, not in your, your desolate tumbleweed land. That's what you designed for, because that's what matters, not your podunk town. No one cares about your small server. That's bad design to focus on a small server and pretend like that's the actual thing, the standard to meet there. So everyone that complains about, oh, I'm not a server, it doesn't matter because the popular servers are the ones that have to be designed according, accordingly for, and the small servers don't count. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, let, let me cannibalize my biggest server because someone on Carbuncle doesn't want to, uh, feels they should the have only person infinite on key items to do whatever they want. Yeah, the the one guy that's on that server is is upset. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Quetzalcoatl and there's no one around me but but bots and tumbleweeds and uh, I think I should be able to store I do like a, seven million key items because I don't feel like waiting. I do a see all and I'm the only one online. <laughs> Carrot left Quetz. She she and her whole link shell came here and that's how I met her. She was originally on Quetz and she said it was dead like six years, seven years ago. Yeah, I believe it. But at the same time, I think Bahamut's been increasing in population. Even as Asura has been increasing in population, and I. Tell people not like on all like on the other discords I'm in the 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 Reddit Discord and stuff which aren't great don't use them. Uh, people constantly come in and ask, "Oh, what server should I join?" And I keep telling them go to Baham and Odin, and I keep telling everyone. And I'm guarantee that in the 119 guide saying not to come to a server has had an effect on increasing Baham's population because someone like Lucifer is there and he says it's been increasing. 
and uh, some of the, the Surin garbage has been coming over there. But also, Asura's population continues to increase. When I first made that guide, we didn't have 3,600 people on Asura, and, and the numbers are ridiculous for Asura now. So the game's population, at least from my standpoint, from the limited uh, viewpoint that I have, seems to still be increasing, which goes along with what has been said in the past about, I think there was some 20th anniversary game dev thing where someone... It, it, I don't have it on hand, obviously, is why I'm trying to find the right words. But they basically yeah. said that the game's population is not decreasing. It's actually slightly increasing. And that, that makes sense, too. So. Oh, yeah, from that interview uh, a couple months back. Yeah, yeah, that's the, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it still seems to be increasing, which is weird. I, I guess we fulfill as a game now some weird niche, which we do because there's no other game like this. It's not replaceable, which is what's funny when people post. Like, what games like this game? I can, it's like nothing. There's nothing like this game. You can't try anything else. Yeah, the depth of equipment use is insane. The no, like the number one draw to this game is the number one thing people hate for some reason. Uh, it's the number one thing they try to bypass. <laughs> yeah, they try to bypass it. Yeah. It's like, that's why you play this game is for the, the depth of it, equipment use and the customization of your character. And with the update, too, what was really nice was BG's been fucking buzzing, man. So after the, the Abyssia stuff all got done, which is nice, I'm still building out some of the infrastructure to fix up zones for the pages. I made a fishing template, made it all pretty, and working on stuff like that. But after the update, no coordination, no word whatsoever. Uh, about six different people, all of their own accord, sort of filling in everything on BG on the sets, uh, the item pages, the, the Voracious Resurgence mission that came out. People were filling that stuff in. And it's just like on day zero, everything was basically there immediately. And I, I was so impressed that I had to go make a post on the main, uh, make it, make a did you know That's news good. section on the main page, like thanking all these random people for, for just filling out BG instantly. Yeah, it's good they did that. Uh, I actually thought either you or Funk would go in and, uh, and do the entire set. So I wasn't sure. Nope. Uh, that was uh, Nevisico, Nevisco, Nevisco uh, was the one doing that. But also there were some other people that were like Patroclus. And random people were doing that. Okay, that's cool. So otherwise, uh, this update was the Ambuscade. The Sortie is coming. We'll have an episode on Sortie sometime probably this month. So maybe they release Sortie and we... I, I, guess, I think we want to wait a little more. So maybe we'll do... I don't know. We'll figure the episode order out. But I think Sortie is going to have to come a bit after because we want to try different we things out. We have to see out. it launch. Yeah, yeah, we have to... Yeah, we don't just want to do it a few days after it's come out. That's not a... Not We've a done a single run of sortie, and let me tell you how you expert. We've done three runs, content. and here's my opinion. We're good at it now. I think it's pretty neat, and like, like for next several months and episodes, we're talking about. So we made that episode really early, but all these other things, we like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This that shit's going to be so subject to change. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the topic of conversation over the course of several podcasts. So I don't really care about doing a specific sortie episode, but rather like a reflection or evolution in how we approach it. Yeah, I could see that. I think it's probably going to be uh, the better way of doing it. But otherwise, right. we have... Uh, do you want to read this comment we have here, Fox? Yeah, I suppose we could do the comment and then probably the question we weren't asked what we're going to answer anyway. We also have uh, Thread of the Week. The oh, and we also have Thread of the Week? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so let me link you Thread of the Week. Well, I know the, the question kind of leans into the meat of what we were going to discuss today, but... Uh, yeah, was... well, the question leans into the meat, so the question we will do last. But let, let's start off here, Fox, while I get you the link to the thread of the week I have not told yeah, you let about me, yet. Let me get this comment. So this was a nice YouTube comment we got two episodes ago, episode 88, which was for those who were not familiar because of our episode uh, numbering scheme. Uh, that was the remaining open to ideas where we opened up with the cold opening of the Puppet Pals. Fox doesn't know what the cold opening was, so I'm telling him because it was the Puppet Pals. I did the Puppet yeah. Pal intro, but the cold open was the clip from Dexter's Laboratory of Puppet Pals. 
So this was the comment from Dravo Monstricardo. So Ricky Ricardo here leaves this comment that Fox is going to read. Uh, he writes, and I quote, I laughed so hard at the intro that during sex, I burst out and concerned my GF only to fi- make her fart back my cream. Ellipses. Awkward. <laughs> uh, Ellipses. Thanks for your... I, I, I hope the cream so. farting was sufficient to your taste because that is the level that we around is cream farting. Yeah. You know what they say, ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream and farting your cream. So like... Oh, you have questions? I mean, so so this guy was clearly listening to us while getting his freak on. So... Missy Elliott over here. With, with your grating voice, you know, obviously causing pain, does that mean <laughs> this guy is like into BDSM? I'm like taking some leaps Maybe here. he's just in the farting. Uh, I mean, that's... Could be. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think I would listen to us uh, while we're doing that because first off, you know, it'd be kind of like weird listening to myself, but you never know, I guess. Oh, that's the... Uh, that's, that's the thread the of the week. Thread. Yeah, that's the worst thread, but it's, we're being positive here. I, I think the worst thing was being compared to Ronstadt in the second sentence. That was, that was the hurtful part. Oh man, this guy blacklisted Carrot too? That's great. <laughs> not, not this, not he, this he, he said Carrot is a guy. cunt, end quote. Oh, okay. Carrot <laughs> sitting here, she goes, he ain't wrong. I mean, she probably could be. Uh, I've never <laughs> yeah, had a negative interaction with Carrot, but sure. She's really friendly and, and shy and sensitive until she's the cunt. Oh, she's okay. Nodding. Yeah, yeah. So you can be. I didn't realize it was thing. binary. <laughs> binary. If not friendly and nice and sensitive, cunt. There you go. Else if cunt. Well, again, uh, thanks for the thanks for the comment. That's hopefully yes. as funny as the opening. Um, I don't know what opening we're choosing for this one. It's, it's going to, like last time, I didn't know we were going to pick Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. We, yeah, I picked it. Thank you, Carrot. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know that was going to be it until the very end. And I go, you know what? We're going we're gonna to have the cream rise to the top here. So this episode's going to find its way. Maybe there's a, a, something about cream again that's not Macho Man Randy Savage. It could have just as easily been when Randy Savage went on... Um, what was that show? Oh, no one cares. Hold on. I like. Okay, so I'm already reading the the worst start of the week and Arsenio I, I like Hall. This. He goes on Arsenio Hall because it's so hard to remember Arsenio Hall show and is starts this... going. You ever cry? And he's like, Oh yeah, the Macho Man's cried before, and I'll cry again. <laughs> it's about getting That's back up weird. after you've been hurt. Hmm. So sometimes you just cry about the macho man Spicy Ryan's voice, but you gotta get back up. And if you don't, then oh, you're just weak. So, yes, Fox, so the thread of the week that we're getting into now is the very special uh, Spicy Ryan is a GM thread that was closed on Auction House and I think was locked prematurely before its potential could be reached. And most people also (laughs) agreed with that point, whether it was All-Star or... I think it peaked by the... uh... All-Star was going to make more Spicy Ryan facts at the end. They got it in right before the lock, and they couldn't make another one into the lock. They were upset. They were going to say, yeah. Spicy Ryan fact, he can tie his own shoes with his feet. Wow. His, their other fact was that Spicy Ryan can run so fast, they can hit themselves in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. So tough. basically, basically, there's this guy who was in the BG Discord. So here's the premise of this. It isn't linked in this. And they've been a real 
shall we say, um, cunt. <laughs> they have been. They really were. They've been an absolute cunt for a couple months to me. They, they, pop, they pop up like every once a week in the middle of a conversation and quote something from a week ago and start saying that I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible, like they just go off on me. And then they vanish for another week and pop back up. So this time it was on game. They slapped me after blacklisting me. So all I did was send them, I turned to them and sent them a tell that said slash bow and it went to their blacklist and they start freaking out. They go, they, like before this threat happened, they came in a week before this threat into the BG discord saying spicy Ryan's a cop. That's why he hasn't been banned because he's a GM. He's a cop. And he starts like going off about me being a cop or something and then vanishes for a week. And he came back again. And this time he popped up when he starts saying that I'm a GM, I'm a horrible, da, 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 you know, basically everything short of kill yourself. And he starts using these acronyms I have to look up, ACAB. I call cops pigs, but apparently trendy people say ACAB or, uh, you know, 1213 for you awesome tattoo people, I guess. And I had to look it up. I'm like, all cops are bastards. That's, that's a pretty fucking lame, watered down. What is this guy? And, and he keeps going off. So I time him out just for 10 minutes. So he can't send a message for 10 minutes. And he freaks the fuck out and starts sending me PMs on Discord. Yeah, that's what Nazis do. That's what they do. I'm going to let everyone know what you are. <laughs> and he starts going on. He makes this thread and everything. And it just starts going off here that I'm a GM. And that's why I haven't been banned for player harassment. And then I've outed myself and blown my cover. Wow. And what ensues is the greatest shitpost thread of the year, perhaps. I mean, it's really not. I'm just being, you know, hyperbolic because it's, it's so stupid. It, it has to be thread of the, of the week because it's so stupid. Not because it's great. It's just so stupid that this guy has been going on for a week saying I'm a GM and takes it so seriously that he has to make a new account on Auction House randomly and find a Captain America avatar with Thor's hammer in his hand and make all of his posts in this thread only just to tell everyone that I'm a GM and include screenshots of it. He, he kept screenshots for this time, apparently. <laughs> and he blacked out the other part of his blacklist so people wouldn't see, but left Ronstadt visible because apparently he dislikes Ronstadt so much that he blacked everyone else out except Ronstadt, Carrot, and I. <laughs> so. It's like, there's so much art this guy is trying to pour into something that's like just going to get forgotten in a week. Talk about like the ultimate in free time. Also, his blacklist isn't even that robust. It's got like, like five. Look, look how big that scroll bar is. Yeah, it doesn't even hit the bottom. So just think you're you're one of the privileged few. Uh, uh, Surge again goes here to the Scott Packens auto gen uh, complete generator, uh, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently someone called it out as the like last time when I read that ridiculous post that was apparently that generator. Oh, that's how he did it. Okay. Yeah, and it's in here again. And so this guy's name is Ein Mithra. And I sent him a tell once that apparently got blacked by their blacklist, but he doesn't know that because I'm, I'm a GM and I can just do whatever I want. And I sent him a tell once outside the modcast that got blocked because I didn't know I was blacklisted. And instead of Ein Mithra, I said, why not Kein Mantra? Which <laughs> would mean for you German people, not a mantra. It's Kein Mantra instead of Ein Mithra, which isn't correct because Ein would be the incorrect gender to apply to a Mithra. It'd be Ein a Mithra. But that's fine. Who cares? We're just going to use Ein for some reason. Same guy talking about Nazis. I'm getting suspicious now. But nonetheless. So, <laughs> no, like, who hates Nazis? He hates Nazis and cops, but his name's Ein Mithra, and it's not even the correct gender. Oh, gender tags. Uh, so, this week we have 
Before Ein Mithra starts ripping tendons and ligaments with his typical knee-jerk reaction to my letters, he should realize that letting him arrest and detain his adversaries indefinitely without charge, without trial, and without access to legal counsel would definitely lead to some sort of end-of-day scenario. Note that some of the facts I plan to use in this letter were provided to me by a highly educated person who managed to escape Ein Mithra's distasteful, deplorable indoctrination, and is consequently believable. As I've said before, Ein Mithra is, has a glib proficiency with words and very sensitive nostrils. And it, <laughs> very sensitive nostrils. And it goes on and on and on as a ridiculous auto-generate, but it's, it's, oh. you know, this is just a shitpost thread. So I am not a GM, if anyone needed to be told that. And that is extra time. <laughs> Carrot posted this thread. She goes, oh, good, I got blacklisted by association. What a perk to being married to an apparent GM. What was kind of interesting in this thread was Patroclus. No, I mean, he did edit the BG, but I have no association with Patroclus. And I'm actually reading his giant post. Right his now. giant post is actually the best part of the thread here because it, it's really, he talks about the Barbra Streisand effect of me and everything. And these people actually exactly what I believe their personalities are. And he gets it spot on. And as soon as he gets it spot on, the same person who's using a, a sock account here, the Get Help Nerd, whoever that is, who doesn't like me. Uh, isn't so ridiculous as the OP to not realize that that's the case, and he realizes it. So rather than admit that he's actually part of his own uh, anger because he's so upset about me for the various reasons that Patroclus is post here, that uh, he's only feeding into what's making him upset in the first place, and because he can't, you know, lower his ego to a level enough plane to admit that that's the case, he just he just calls for a lock of the thread immediately as a response. He's like, oh, quit lock the thread then, because he doesn't want to admit that he's actually part of his own problem. You know. Something like this actually happened to me um, the other day. I, I sent you messages about it. I was in another Discord, and uh, people were mentioning like the new gear sets or whatever. And some dude posted a link to it, and I posted a link to uh, Funkworks' uh, you know updated list for data mine that take that took place during the because uh, it all uh, comes from Funkworks' data thing. mine. Yeah, it doesn't come exactly. from the source. That's where it comes from. So yeah, basically, um, he, he the dude had linked like another like bg page for stuff and i, I posted that one because it, it from the way the dude had, had phrased it it sounded like uh, people were going to be too lazy to to look up the info so here's here it is here and it was only the post for the heathen set so i was like okay well here's where everything is which so patrickless made the uh the set page on that info bg actually because that's the one i saw him make yeah thanks dude um yeah so basically yeah that, that went down and, and the guy's like like i said and he was like being a real like like twat about I'm always being pompous. Yeah, like he he didn't he didn't explain that the that he was getting this because all of the sets were listed or whatever. I was like, okay, fella, that's cool. And uh, basically, I, I just said that uh, that normally, you know, because I know Spicy, usually he would say like if, if something had updated or if we were going to talk about something later or something like that. Like I, I I usually know when these things get made. It wasn't because him. like you'll you'll usually tell me. Yeah, but it wasn't you. And I was like, cool, all this got set up. And then, like, the moment I mentioned your name, like, he, like, fell off of sanity. And it just, it just immediately became, like, the, the, like, the greatest douche waffle in the world. So I basically attacked his self-esteem for about 10 minutes, and then he, like, rage quit uh, the Discord. But, yeah, the guy, the guy was, like, severely imbalanced. I don't understand how these, how all these people could be, like, so imbalanced about you, man. Because, honestly, like talking to you and stuff sure you can say some things that are dumb sometimes but like you can't hurt anybody like like no. ha, how 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 have these people been touched by you dude well i don't get it i believe it's when the cream was farted that they were they were deep yeah touched. for real no, i don't know I, people need to get over it so what makes me 
different in this scenario from someone like Martell or Vellner or other popular people that are, are liked is that they don't rock any boats. They don't say anything hurtful, possibly, and they, they have nothing but a positive persona and image. And I don't have, you know, have any pretense of not being a human being. And I also don't want things to be comfortable. I want people to not say what I take. You know, I, like if, if I acted the way that they do, and we're just this outgoing, friendly guy, which I, I mean, I'm friendly enough, I think, but I, I'm not this, uh, I'm not your buddy. I'm not your friend. Anyone listening here, unless you know I'm your friend, like I'm Frox's friend, I'm not your friend. I'm not your buddy. We don't know each other. We don't have anything to do with each other. We may enjoy. And that's normal. Yeah, that's that's a normal thing. Putting distance between yourself, as reality stipulates, because that's just the nature of of actuality in this case, is it, a healthy thing to understand boundaries. Because drawing clear boundaries is actually a very healthy and important thing. But I don't want everything I say to be taken and put on a pedestal. Um, like with Martell lately, anytime I talk about Ochain. And how you, it really should not be used in the vast majority, if any, situation that people are running into. Every single time I say that, I get, yeah, but Martell and the Paladin Guide says you should use it. And I'm like, please, stop. And they just take everything that is said by those people and put it on a pedestal. They don't question it. They just take it, and it's, it's, it's indisputable. It's, it's almost like fucking Moses came down with the goddamn tablet of O-Chain. <laughs> and it's just like O-Chain shall be used because it is an imperial no it, O-Chain's rather frankly shit it's got no defense it's fucking crap you can't defense without you can't block it without it just stop it stop with the O-Chain already if you're using O-Chain in most situations you're a bad paladin you don't know what you're doing fuck it off it is becoming less and less relevant that is for sure it is almost not relevant whatsoever and even when I said that in our discord Martel kind of gets uncomfortable about that he's like yeah it's not as good anymore but then at the same time he's it's kind of like yeah but I still want to use it like like it's it's gone like like it's gone from a position of reasonable use and being a good paladin to um, personal gambler's fallacy. Yeah, Carrot says sunk cost. It's gambler's fallacy. Uh, it's important to me because I put so much effort into it and use it for all these years. Yeah. It's special. It's, you know, it's sentimental and that's clouding the judgment here. Stop using things for sentimental reasons. Start thinking about them. So I don't want to be put in a pedestal in this way. And I also want to rock the boat. I'm not people's friends. I'm not trying to be your friends. I want to agitate people and keep things from being comfortable because otherwise you get this bullshit. Uh, everyone follows the person in front of them reality. And like, there's a, there's a lot of various things that come together to do this, but I don't want to be on a pedestal. I don't want to be the good guy. I'm not the good guy. And and so I say things that I know will upset people because, frankly, that's what I honestly feel. I'm not going to, like, keep this ridiculous persona up of being the friendly guy who doesn't say. Because a lot of times people need to be calling their shit and no one does it. Some people liked it about me. Some people don't. And and I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I'm this or that or the other thing that may be good or bad or the other thing. I'm not. I'm just me. That's it. If you like me, that's fine. Otherwise, uh, I purposely don't want to be liked by these people. I purposely keep a negative image up even when I don't have to. It, it suits me just fine. And it, and it accomplishes my aims. Uh, better than other people, I think, because I get to motivate people to do things one way or the other, because it's a more uh, effective motivator in this community to be a mixed personality, a mixed bag, not personality, a mixed bag of people's sentiments and reactions that like, oh, I like his guide, but like, I think that's a healthier way of existing rather than being a star. I don't want to be a star. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't want that either. I've actually gone on several times and I'm, I'm glad I fly under the radar. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. I just want people to play better. Yeah, because like, when you get to that position of being a Martell, you now have this gravity of the situation where, like, you don't want to say certain things because you can be construed in a certain manner. You don't want to, like, what you say is now gospel, essentially. So you have to be careful about what you say. And, you, like, someone like Martell, he doesn't say much. He talks about the and stuff like that, but he doesn't say much. 
because maybe he doesn't want to say stuff. I mean, I don't want to speculate, but just at the same time, when he does, it has like this gravity it shouldn't have. Because people don't want to do any thinking about it. They just take like, oh, this guy knows everything. He's an expert. Therefore, what he says is, is you know, carte blanche, perfect. So. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And we get things wrong. I especially get things wrong. Even in the middle, I couldn't remember the fucking, you know, Arsenio <laughs> Hall. Like, I can't remember like random details all the time. I got so many different things in my head. So, I mean, people get things wrong all the time in this game. So you don't want to take anyone as the wiki. The wiki's there because people are not as good as the wiki will ever be. Yeah, and usually when I pick any part of the wiki, it's because someone like threw some sort of like weird opinion in there instead of like just the facts themselves, and that's when I have to kind of scrutinize it a bit. But that's really rare. I, I I can't remember the last time I did it, but I think I did it on podcast. It was like a couple weeks back, maybe. Like somebody had written something, and I was like, man, that is just full of opinion. It, 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 I think it had something to do with like one of the magic damages or something like that. There was actually a recent editing of the uh, Knuckles page. The uh, Knuckles, it's two A's. I don't know if I'm saying Knuckles, Knuckles correctly. The yeah, Knuckle. Yeah, it's like some weird. Shut up, Carrot. Keep reading, dudes. Just laughing at me. And on the wiki, it said the hardest content in the game. And I'm like, and it was a race of the page because obviously Delve is not the hardest content in the game. I don't know who fucking wrote that. And it was so obscure, no one even noticed it on that family page of those people that was made like when Adeline first came out. But you don't write the hardest content in the game on a page because the, the game changes. You don't write the hardest content. Yeah, it's only stuff like, like a guide. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Like you'll, you'll see like the, the writer's opinion get shoved in there and I don't know why they do that because a wiki is just supposed to be like a statement of facts and the discussion page is supposed to be about opinions that you sign, of course. And, yeah. Uh, stand by your opinion. That's why I, I watch the list of things that get changed because it's not so ridiculous that I can't watch it. So I watch them and look for these things. That way I can, I can make sure that I can try and filter those things off. That's, that's what I do. So I, I like doing the things people don't know I do because a lot of the things people take for granted and credit to whatever, they don't know that it's actually for me. So I prefer it to be that way in a sense, too. Yeah, sure. At any rate, though, so uh, basically Patrick Lewis's post here is that, you know, uh, the barber strikes in effect. You don't like someone because you think they're beneath being worthy of, of the attention. Therefore, you get mad when they get attention. Therefore, you say things about them that gives them more attention and, and cause more of a, a feedback loop. Yep. <laughs> and that is basically his post. It, it's a lot more in-depth and intellectual. And it, 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 it goes at people calling me autistic for whatever reason. I don't whatever. <laughs> And he actually goes into a whole thing about that, and it was actually very well. He uses neurodivergent and stuff. He actually has a very thoughtful, intelligent post there, which is the whole silver lining of the Good. spicy is a GM thread, I think, which makes it the thread of the week. Because this, yeah, thread, this post like, basically, anytime you see somebody try to flash their blacklist about someone and then proceed to talk about them in a forum, like you should just immediately just walk out of the forum because that that person. This this was too tantalizing to walk away from, you know. I mean, sort of. I, I thought the whole thing is pretty dumb, honestly. Like, the dude assumes you're a GM through some sort of fake ignorance because he wants attention, doesn't actually believe that to begin with. I'm a cop and a GM. Yeah. The, the, guy, the guy is obviously just writing stuff from the position of, hey, I don't actually believe this, but I'm going to try to be a troll for some reason. And then you get to see two pages of people who fell into that trap and didn't just ignore the thread completely. And you, and you get people... That's the way I... I see it. Make up weird facts like they, they put in here that I throw fits and rage quit BG five or six times. That's just not true. <laughs> we even had an episode that, that about BG with Funkworks in here, episode four. And it talks about me leaving the wiki for a second because I got banned from it after I didn't leave the wiki. I was still working on the wiki before that happened. I, didn't, I never rage quit ever. So we actually directly talked about that on the show, episode four. So Funkworks is here for that. It's not like I didn't attest to what actually happened. 
and it was somewhat of a misunderstanding and somewhat of, of me pissing people off. So I never rage quit. I was I was banned over disagreements of of you know direction between other people. There it wasn't it wasn't actually any rage quitting or, or fighting. It was just people getting tired of my shit. So yeah, there you go. My my grating voice in Discord wore him down. So I just think it's stupid to bring you up because the person bringing you up is not is not interesting enough on their own. So they have to like use you to do it. Yeah, that that's what I, I think. Patrick that's the saddest was about it, basically. Yeah, it's the saddest fucking thing ever. So I don't know. Like I look at the I look at those and it's, it has nothing to do with me being a friend of yours. Like I look at that and I'm just like it could be anybody. And I'm just like I just feel really fucking bad for that guy because he has to like bring someone else up in order to get any attention himself that he's clearly lacking in in life so so about that mental health episode. i don't know <laughs> yeah right it but, seems to always circle back to it but, <laughs> just just be comfortable with yourself enough to not have to piggyback on the shoulders of someone else to make you more interesting i guess i don't know but i, I so this is all about me but it's not about me because I, yeah i mean it happens with other folks too yeah so i i not that i'm not i can admit that i'm not the most intelligent person by far i'm not an educated individual i i just you know, I try to call things as I see them, and I try to back up my opinions. I don't just... You have you know, the word of the day toilet paper. I don't have the, yeah, the word of the day toilet paper. I read the, the fortune cookies and Snapple caps of the world, and I'm now an enlightened individual. He's done I, it. Confucius says. I canceled my subscription to the Wall Street Journal because democracy dies in the Bezos. So, wow. So, but I, I want... If someone's mad at me and they say these things, I would like to be the mirror. Not personally, not me. I would like to... It feels good to be a catalyst of people to actually see a reflection for once that they're not seeing. But unfortunately, the catalyst of me is being focused on rather than the actual lesson that can be learned. So I'm not a pretentious enough to say I'm a lesson to be learned. But if I upset someone, I want them to evaluate that for a second. And that never happened to just focus on me because they're upset. So I would like for things to be a retrospective reflection of people's feelings and thoughts and ideas and that doesn't happen unfortunately so but but the podcast at least is successful in some manner of that so thankful mostly to you fox because you're you're the well i think it can't not be successful because it can't fail since we don't have any stakes in it so it's it's kind of like its own self-defended thing which is great but let's get off of me because we spent way too much time on me honestly not as as not. you bring up the worst story of the week that happens to be about you. Yeah, well, it, it, was, it uh, was... Okay, I'm just keeping it legit, you know? Yes, yes, that's a fair point. Like, but it was... it was Patroclus's post was what set me over. Because at first, I thought yeah. I couldn't use this uh, thread. I'm like, that'd be just completely narcissistic and ridiculous to even use this thread. That'd be dumb. And then I saw bit. his post, and I'm like, you know what? That's actually a really good post. I want people to go read that post, and I think about what he said. That, that was the only post in the thread that I had actually stopped to read while you were talking about it. Yes, and I, I think that overall that that was the important part of this third of the week honestly so turning a negative into a positive if you think about what he put there it's not about me it's about everyone else over me self-reflection yeah it's a self-reflection deal and you really have to stop and think for a second and i would like people to do that in any capacity like when karen and i are sitting there having our salami and and beer and stuff by the lake with some delicious french brie uh it's just we're sitting there talking and and just having reflection and thinking about like that's a healthy thing to do and it's very relaxing and enjoyable and after a shitty week for both of us it's just nice to get out to someone's farm or something and sit there and someone's farm and and drink beer and 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 just you know i I pet a golden retriever that was laying there today it's like someone's dog just comes up to me because we're on a farm and i'm like hey puppy and just you know just sit there by you know a river or a pond or something no one's by and just sit there and talk and like that's 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 the good stuff like you should play this game and have fun but you should also do things like that in tandem 
Like when we were doing our CP party, it was my most enjoyable master level party I'd had with our static because we just had a really good time talking and, and, and saying shit like, uh, quoting Chappelle, like, come here, buddy, that big, bright red ass. And just, <laughs> just having a good time. Just, it was nothing. That like, sounds like a Nahi thing for some reason. That, that was Nahi. Yeah, of course yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know him, but you met him long enough to know. Yeah. That Nahi, and that Nahi makes right. all the Chappelle quotes and all the questions about black people. As a Vietnamese American. So, so like, we didn't, I didn't even care. Like, how long we were there didn't matter. Time kind of faded away, didn't matter. I didn't care we were killing moms, we were killing moms anyway. We were just all talking and laughing and having a good time. And that's what the game is really about, honestly, a lot of the time. And that's what's missed when people sit there and pay for bot parties and this and that. So, please just think about more than the game or listening to other people or just anything like that. Any, please, if there's one thing you can do, despite me, please do that. Think about how much you hate me, but think about why you hate me. There you go. Because in the words of Limp Biscuit, I know why you want to hate me. Because hate is all the world has really seen lately. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's get into the actual uh, sets here because we have a lot of talking to do about these sets of gear. It shouldn't take that long, actually, but it will, of course, because it always does. I yeah. mean. I, I pulled up, I, like, I have the master list, and I pulled up tabs of the ones that I think are going to be, like, the most important sets. But I, I didn't really, uh, although, I, you know, I say that, but I also didn't gravitate towards any of the DD sets because I don't think they're really going to be fully realized till plus three. Um, I, unfortunately, with sets like Warrior or something, it's just going to be people copying whatever people post. They're not going to be. Yeah. So, so we just start, up, like, each job, and, like, we're going to glance over Warrior really quickly. We don't have too much to say about it because it's DD gear, but, like, the Warrior legs having the extra fencer and stuff is really nice, and that's going to be everyone's favorite because of niggling, da, 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 but it's also a nice piece of gear. I mean, we could do it in game order, or we can do it in alphabetical order. It just depends on how you want to do it. Uh, game order, because that's the order of sets on the Reforged Armor page plus two on BG. Because if you click the, the light blue, yep. aqua blue text there, that links you to the set on the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So we got the boy. Yeah, we got boy set. It's your boy, skinny penis. So one thing I'm going to say about any piece of gear in here and trying to evaluate it, uh, you'll see some pieces with um, weapon skill damage eight. I don't know if Warrior has it on here, but since it's a DD, I figure I get this out of the way now. Um, you're probably not going to wear that weapon skill damage eight piece of gear if you have Naomi. Uh, Naomi is generally going to be better in most situations, but you know your mileage will vary, and you definitely want to like, of course, still compare the stats. Um, one thing with a lot of the armor that we're going to look at here is it has higher attack in general than most anything else you have. In fact, a lot of the times it'll have higher attack than even the Odyssey gear augmented. R25. It competes with Relic gear too. Sometimes Relic has higher attack. Yeah. Like Thief's Relic has higher attack by a decent margin. So keep that in mind. Like you may want a uh, a normal weapon skill set where Naomi would be better, but then you may want an like attack focus set where you need just as much attack in every slot as possible. In which case you might actually value, you know, 8% weapon skill damage more for the sake of the overall set. Uh, I'm not saying that that's always going to be the case, and it is on a case-by-case -case basis that you would evaluate this. For the most part, though, unless it's for like a hybrid weapon skill or a magic-based weapon skill, the 8% weapon skill damage in, in any of these sets is probably not going to be better than what you're already using with damage, though. So just kind of keep that in mind. And I think they're going to be 10% at plus 3. I think that's reasonable, and I think yeah. that's fair. So a lot of it's going to come down to, like Dragoon Head. We haven't gotten to these. We're going to jump around at random times. Dragoon Head... 
uh, is the pull arm skill, uh, you know, and pet absorption head. So, but it also has weapon skill damage on it. So at at plus two, if you have Nayame rank twenty plus, it's it's going to be a better choice. I assume when plus three comes out, you're going to get more strength, uh, probably like maybe five strength, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's enough. And more attack. I can see getting five or ten more attack. So you'd have like 73 attack, which is, I think it's going to be about 10 attack, if not five. So you'd have 68 attack, which is still really high. Uh, higher than uh, Naomi V gets, I believe. I think that's like 30, and it gets like 55 or 60. Maybe 65. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's going to be a little higher. You don't get more than 65 than Naomi V. Yeah. Um, and then be, for that exact same reason, also, uh, as you're evaluating like weapon skill damage and the attack, um, if you ever see like pieces that have both physical damage limit and like a multi attack on it, uh, pay special attention to those as well, despite what people may say. That'd be warrior um, legs in this case. Yeah, like in this case, it's warrior it's legs. Yeah. Yeah. So like it has physical damage limit seven, double attack seven. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know if it's if that it's just it, those two stat blocks alone are better than uh, Sakpata's. It's going to be but great don't for decimation. Discredit it. Yeah, exactly. That's De- FTP replication. Decimation, oh, okay. resolution, um, anything that you're doing for that. Uh, upheaval, it'll probably be pretty good for. Yeah, even um, though even though a lot of people is not FTP replicating, it's still going to be nice it, to have the. the it, phys- it won't have to be. Yeah, yeah if you're doing with the Chango, it's still nice. Yeah, so like just just keep that in mind. Like right now, it's attack 65, 63. Um, I think you're going to have sixty five attack on uh, Sakpata's gear. So these might not even compare as of right now. Um, but at, just think about what they'll be at plus three though. So when trying to go through and deciding if you need to uh, if you need to do sortie at all for any of this stuff. Don't just do it at the last minute when plus three comes out. You might want to get these things upgraded now and then also upgrade them again later so it's less of an ordeal. Uh, that's how I'm planning to approach it myself. Yeah, like Just because it's not instantly apparently better, store it. Upgrade it and store it because there's some of these pieces like boy legs that will probably stand out for a use. Um, if not now, then at plus three. The hands are the weapon skill damage for warrior, but they also are the restraint hands and the axe skill hands. So yeah. that's, that's interesting. And one thing that I've seen where because right now we're doing what um, a lot of people have already done where like you go evaluate the sets and we say, well, you know what we think about how good they are and all that crap. It's the pieces, um, though, not the sets. Right. And you don't want to look at it as a set. That's absolutely true. And then one thing you don't want to gloss over either that I've seen constantly glossed over is the pieces that have skill on them uh, because skill is accuracy and attack as well. So it already has a lot of accuracy and attack on the piece, and then it has more because it has more axe skill. And so that's really relevant. don't sleep on that. Yeah. And it's 0.9, so it's not 26, but it's going to be a tw- well, let's get the Yeah, it's going to be roughly around. it's going to be roughly plus 20 attack, 20 accuracy. So this is uh, accuracy 72, attack 72 hands that also have weapons. Yeah, and it's 23, so, 23 attack and accuracy. Yeah, and sure, skill. 23. But this is axe, so so something like axe, I feel, got a nice upgrade. Of course, the fencer is nice for nailing and everything, but something like axe got a nice upgrade here because you have axe skill on restraint and weapon skill damage hands and fencer and physical damage limit and double attack on legs. And that really helps benefit axe even more than there he was. So... We talk about Farsh and stuff, and we did the Warrior episode, and I yeah. think Farsh is underrated, and I think a lot of people that play Warrior don't care about it because it's not. But having Magic Weapon Skull aside and, and using, or even using the Ambu Axe for Decimation, which is nice, just having Axe Skill hands with Weapon Skill damage and other pieces of Fencer and, and Multi-Attack and Physical Damage Limit yeah. benefits something like that more, and it was already a useful thing in the first place than it does. I mean, it helps Nagling, of course, but it's just not. It, it just gets a little bit more to Axe, which I think is really fair. Yeah. 
Some people are going to be confused why single hand axe is on the hands, but also those people are only using Nagling or maybe Chongo because they bought it. Not to um, sit here and put people down, but that's <laughs> the truth. That's how it is. And it is putting people down because people fucking suck. Thank you. Yeah. I also like uh, Boy Lorica as, a, as an alternative to Hirondi body. Um, you don't have any crit rate on there, but it does have store TP and damage taken in hefty quantities. So And that's higher magic evasion. Yeah, and sure, you get great axe skill as well, which is fantastic. Woo-hoo. And then Boy Feet, they were already good for Empyrean stuff, and they're still going to be great for Empyrean The retaliation stuff. going up on them is nice, too. And damage taken, yeah. So one of the main things that also gets overlooked when everyone evaluates this stuff is people are like, oh, big deal, we get DT on these pieces. Well, the amount of DT we're getting is pretty is pretty important because these are high DT pieces. It's not just like the 4 to 6% that you're used to seeing. Yeah, how about legs 12? Like DT um, 12% on Thief legs is ridiculous, but we'll talk about Thief yeah. legs later because they're actually disappointing. I thought they were going to be good, but they're disappointing. <laughs> I was upset yeah, but, when I thought they but were But you great. see a lot of that, though, and um, it's almost like people just don't realize the sacrifices that maybe you had to make before. Because like the Empyrean Aftermath set on Warrior for like an Ukon is fantastic because I use it for Farsha. But I only have boy feet plus one, and I definitely noticed the lack of DT on them. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so just when you when you see these upgrades, sure, they might do more damage or whatever, but don't be blinded by the parse. Um, you got to remember that dead people don't do any damage, and a lot of this stuff needs to be evaluated from the mindset of, hey, is this better for keeping me alive while I do that damage? And having haste 6% on feet for a warrior is pretty high, actually. And those boy feet have yeah. 6% haste. That's abnormally high for heavy DD haste. So the Empyrean sets overall uh, typically have weird haste values and weird they slots. They do, because Thief has a problem with haste on legs and their set. That's what, I, <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the disappointing part I was going to get at later when we get to Thief. Yeah, but then you get to like Paladin has 5% haste hands. So Warrior's yeah, legs have more haste than Thief's legs. Yeah, that's weird. That's fucked up. That's it, fucked it up. It should be exactly switched. It's, it's a problem. But yeah, Warrior does some damage, but you know, it's I, I don't want to spend a lot of time here. Yeah, I mean, but even if a piece isn't a stronger DD piece, which is what most people look at, having crit damage on a retaliation and DT feet piece is nice because sometimes it's not about doing more damage, it's about when you have a DT set doing optimal amounts of damage. And I'm not saying the feet are an optimal amount of damage swap for DT. I don't have Warrior enough to be able to make those calls, but pieces like this are something you look out for to see how can I move my sets around with these disproportionately high DT pieces I didn't have before. Because keep in mind, other sets have PDT or MDT, but they don't have DT, which is also breath damage, and it's both mm-hmm. at the same time. A lot of things are just purely PDT, and PDT is easy to cap now to the point where you have to kind of look for breath damage and magic damage taken so you can bounce set out because... When you sit there and wear full gluttys or something on a job that's only physical damage taken or have a back piece that gets you capped that's PDT-10, it really... Uh, you could even get to the point where you change your back piece and Objolus Needle to DT-5 to make your set more rounded because other pieces have come out to be able to do that and cover breath damage taken because when it comes to the fetters and Odyssey, that's breath damage. Certain moves are breath damage. Not too common, though, but the fetters are the big problem and everyone's sets really don't cover breath damage. So having pieces like this... It may be like, oh, I'm already capped on physical damage taken. It's fine, but these cap that as well or let you move pieces of gear around too. So it's not just moving pieces of gear around. It's also covering breath damage. We can finally do that more effectively now, even if these pieces are weaker pieces sometimes than we have. So it's not always one or the other thing. It can be several different ways of using these pieces of gear. Yeah. Plus retaliation is not counter. You are getting hit for damage when you retaliate. Yes. Yeah. So in DT, there makes sense. Um, so Monk. Yes. 
Uh, I this is one of the ones where I wasn't impressed by the majority of the set. But I mean, we needed the body I, anyway, so it doesn't matter what having defense and HP yes. and the body was the most essential. It doesn't matter what happened, the body was that everyone accuracy wanted. attack. Yeah, magic yeah, evasion on the body. There, there were a lot of things that made the BQ Cyclist plus one a liability in content where you had to where you would swap into it for impetus and just get annihilated. It was an absolute liability because now yeah. it has gained uh, a good evasion. amount. It's gained twenty HP. It's gained like. 50 defense no it's gained it's gained 20 defense but all these things add up too but it's got more strength more that more magic evasion went up from 59 to yeah. 99 which may not sound like a lot but 40 in one slot's a big increase the magic defense bonus went up uh by three which all these pieces they all the only things add up when you're fighting uh uh and guy and you're on monk you want to have higher magic defense bonus and more magic evasion so that you don't get killed because yeah. that's the one thing you can't do is die, because otherwise you lose the fight. It's not about doing yeah. more damage in that case. The martial yeah, arts did go up by one, uh, unfortunately. And having, you know, having any amount more attack, especially in sets where you're going to be doing victory smite and stuff, like that just pushes the weapons go further. So having uh, I, I, this piece is great, even even if people don't like it, because it conflicts with everything you know about Monk. Having um, weapon skill damage in the body is actually really disappointing. This happens a lot of yeah. times in these pieces where things are swished around. The hands have physical damage limit on Monk, but those hands are tactical guard and hand-to-hand yeah. skill. So having DT on the hands with tactical guard is really cool, but instead they put physical damage limit on hands you're not TPing in. Where if they put physical damage on the body, everyone would be over the moon, but they didn't do that several times in several different sets all the way around. I don't know why, but Monk is an example of why is weapon skill damage in the body? That's their choice. That's weird. These but... hands are actually very good weapon skill hands for Monk. They're extremely good. For? For when you're attack cap. Yeah. So, well... so this comes with physical damage limit 7. It also comes with 16 hand-to-hand skill and 52 attack. Now, hand-to-hand is a little bit different than your other skills. Um, not only is this giving you more accuracy in attack, but it's base also damage. improving the base damage of your weapon. Yeah. So these things are actually pretty decent. You are giving up the ability to triple attack in this slot because Mpaka hands is, is pretty decent for it. So it's like Kenetsuba or basically any of your triple attack options. Uh, Tatanashi, like you can go down whatever road you want to go down to justify whatever triple attack you want to wear in the slot. But Mpaka. I like the consistency of physical damage limit, especially when it's surrounded by triple attack everywhere else, because this job does not get a lot of physical damage limit that isn't malignant gear or the Mpaka legs. So you want to keep that in mind when looking at this gear when when it comes to doing damage. It is it is just annoying though that something like tactical guard does not mesh with anything else on this set. <laughs> right. And it's, it seems like they intentionally made things that didn't mesh to to I mean, I could see if the body had physical damage limit seven, it would really drastically improve monk's output in, in capped situations and make it stronger. They're afraid of creating a lack of balance from making some pieces that are already like the body was already being used now as it is, and few pieces were already being used as they were. So to create something that's dramatically stronger by adding P you know, PDL plus seven is pretty high compared to what we've gotten already. So I, I could see them being afraid of lacking balance that way, but still just the weapon skill damage is just kind of annoying. I was really hoping on this piece to either see guard skill. Well, actually, I found out later well, that the guard skill actually doesn't matter too much. Yeah, um, that's but, just having damage taken would have been great. Or counter. Yeah, or counter. Damage taken or counter or something, something defensive so you could wear this while you're doing like a counter tank build. I know you want to keep a certain amount of offensive stats, but even having 5% haste in the sand slot is good. There's and no counter to any of these pieces of gear. Yeah, the only thing you're getting close to that with is the, is the head, and the head is for perfect counter. It raises the base damage of your weapon and gives you damage taken. 
which doesn't really make a lot of sense because if you have perfect counter up, you don't really need damage taken unless you're like getting hit with magic. That's damage. Blow 13, but even that's kind of anemic. You don't need that. Yeah, that's not the monk. That's not a monk, yeah. yeah. The, but at uh, least the, the legs and feet have kick attacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of. The feet do the not feet have, have kick attacks. They have, oh, kick attacks attack plus 60. My bad. Yeah. But the footwork's so, nice because you're already using footwork. Yeah, so yeah, you 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 macro that in as a as a JA piece. That's basically or uh, yeah, job ability piece. And please, uh, you're, change not, your you're not doing anything else when you use footwork. Please change your weapon because a lot of monks don't change their weapon with footwork, and they don't do. The they use Verithrogna with. Uh, yeah, they use Verithrogna yeah. with footwork, and it's really. It's I I so I one of the groups I joined on Puppet Master. I was out parsing the Verithrogna R15 monk with everything because they weren't changing during footwork, and I was just pounding away, and they were not because they were using Verithrogna with Tornado Kick. And yep. you're losing a lot by not using God Hands. TP bonus and more damage is pretty important. Yep. So yeah, I outparse them on pup without the pup's damage, which was sad. So BQ Gators, um, they're a macro piece only still. Uh, damage taken nine would have been nice if we were ever incentivized to use it. Uh, kick attacks attack plus 60 doesn't mean anything. We use the Shikuyu Sunate still because it gives uh, attack plus 100. Um, or actually, I think the the other feet, the artifact feet are actually better for that. I, so I forget. The legs have the most potential because they, the gave, awesome. they gave three pieces of damage taken to Monk's gear, which is, I don't think any other jobs off the bat that I can think oh, of got do. more than two pieces of DT gear. Black Mage. Uh, well, okay, okay. Black Mage we'll is special. There. Oh, God, Black Mage. Oh, I'm man. so I'm so excited for the Black Mage episode we do. Black I'm Mage. So excited the Black Mage set is so good for Black Mage. I'm so really the potential of Black Mage is just not being touched on. Being able to nuke now, we're, we're, gonna, get, we're gonna get the Black Mage. We're gonna get the Black Mage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting too, I'm getting giddy. Fox. Thirteen fucking DT in the legs Dude. for a TP piece. The, oh. This thing has store DP nine. Carrots, it gives you twenty five percent more kicks and thirteen and on on a haste seven piece. Like like the the monk scored with the legs. Like the legs are fantastic. Hey, if you want any piece of a set that's really good and you can live without, no matter what, you've won the whole update. Because if you had one piece of gear that's dramatically great, like these legs on Monk, like like the body's nice to have an upgrade, but compared to the legs, the legs are the absolute win here. They're insane, yeah. Uh, plus three, they're going to be crazy. They're probably going to be like damage taking fifteen. I can see, the, I can see the plus threes being kick attacks thirty, uh, sword TP yeah. ten, and damage taken fifteen. I can see that being the, and I can see all like the magic evasion getting ten more for like one nineteen instead of one hundred nine. And haste seven is an important slot uh, for monk. Sometimes you'll see them use malignant tights, which have nine haste. Uh, but sometimes you get caught in other sets, uh, other pieces. Because I, I believe the uh, relic legs are another one that gets used because of the kick attacks, and they do not have quite as much haste. And I don't believe that the uh, the Tatnashi pieces have uh, as much haste either. I don't think they do either. Yeah. So those are just other options used. Um, you know, I don't know which one is the favorable version. Uh, so I have several sets. Uh, but having seven percent the best in slot version. Okay, let's get this straight here. Yeah, that that phrase is garbage. So, yeah, seven seven haste is nice. It helps round out sets, especially since you don't wear haste on the belt with a monk because you're using moonbow. So. Uh, the pants haste on Tatanashi High Dante plus one is five percent. Yeah, that's low. That that's bad. That could, yeah, could and, be bad. You don't know because the monk, the belt on well, monk has haste. You usually don't have a problem with haste. It doesn't actually. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, no. yeah, Black Belt did, but this one's just triple attack. This one doesn't, yeah. Yeah, hold on. And, uh, I remember being exactly at 23% haste in a lot of sets I tried to brew uh, for a while on Monk, and this these these legs here would have been very nice to have uh, for a lot of that. 
That actually gets uh, completely ignored because that issue is something Thief runs into as well, surprisingly enough. Uh, yeah, pe- people seem haste. to forget that uh, that you need to be a 25% gear haste because every once in a while I'll see a set for a job out there and they won't be abusing like job ability haste or dual wield properly. And they'll still be at like 23% haste and think it's okay. I, I don't get it. So you'll still see that, and you really want to pay attention to how much haste is actually on your gear. Yeah, so something like um, like Adam Arbonne, for how much gets made of him, was like 8% haste on a head. Other heads don't have that much haste compared to that. Yeah. So we've taken haste cap for granted so long because around the Esha time, all the gear really got you the haste cap for light armor jobs all the time. It was heavy DDs that had trouble. And now they're coming back around to releasing better but lower haste piece gears you had like actually really configure your sets and pay attention to haste again because now it's actually a problem where you're making sets that are worse even though the pieces are better yeah yeah but that's it for monk exciting legs body just got better it's a piece you're going to use anyway so you might as well make a better version and then other stuff is like macro pieces so and and carrot said that my excitement over black mage was very cringe so if i if i was very uh, embarrassing oh, there. I, I apologize for being a cringe lord. <laughs> a cringe lord. Um, I just made it up as it work. Yeah, it kind of works. So now we have the Ever set, which now we get even more Divine Veil. Yeah. But fast cast. Okay. Okay, so I really like the Ever set. That fast cast going ahead. It didn't have it before at all, and I got 10%. I don't like the head. The, the wow. head is the only piece that I feel is completely replaceable, but it does help people who don't have Yag Rush, yeah, so say, I take that for granted. If you don't have Yag Rush, it's actually very yeah. nice to have a you know one in one in four chance of AoEing or Erase or Nas. It's actually very helpful now. Someone yeah, like, I don't, like Table is going to appreciate that head. I believe that. I, like, I don't believe that my Yag Rush is actually needed in most things. Like I actually heal on Scholar more often than White Mage because of that. Um, so anyone who doesn't have a Yag Rush and like, isn't going to take it for granted like me will probably enjoy the fact that, yeah, one out of four times, you're probably going to do an AOE status race, which is nice. Uh, you can't rely on it though. And I like being able to rely on things for white mage. So oh, it's dude, just nice. And look at these fantastic. hands and legs. Oh man. And these feet. Oh, yeah. Man, what's going on here? Oh, this is great. Yeah. The, the hands and legs, especially because just having DT in a carrying set is so important now. Yeah. So the, so the legs are the insane piece, just like with Monk. Um, oh man, these legs are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. Divine Benison plus three so, converts seven percent of cure amount to healing uh, to MP damage and DT uh, yes. healing magic casting time is fourteen percent and DT twelve in legs. That's ridiculous. You're already using these already. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So White Mage has no issue on heals capping fast cast. It just does it with almost any combination of gear. So just wear your highest MP set for that. Healing magic casting time is exciting. The DT in a cure set is super important. It is, it, despite what the, the propaganda you have over Shenetic Ring, the reason that I switched off of Janison Ring was not because of that. I switched off of it because I needed more DT in my cure sets on White Mage, and the ring was the most impactful slot to slide into Defending Ring. These legs are incredibly important for damage taken 12 because it's not physical damage taken or anything like that. It's, it's, it's pure breath damage and stuff. And there's a lot of times when shit hits the fan, a White Mage has to be a hero and basically tank the entire fight that they're not supposed to be tanking how about and these legs help them do that how about when you're fighting zevioso or something and you get a hate yeah. reset and the white mage eventually gets hit in the fight and they get caught with like a uh what's the it's like the like the the, the, the lacerating mandible or whatever the fuck the move is the, the critical damage from the b and they get caught yeah. in their mid cast set which happens i've seen it happen with a shark or something yeah, i've seen it happen ex- when the white mage gets hit from an aoe in their in their set and if you can tell the white mage has no most white mages do not have dt in their cure sets yeah they were they were the fucking chaos gear and and they just get killed and having dt 12 on legs is the greatest because someone like table 
made the switch after that happening to him several times in our groups and losing fights because of it. Like the Grasshopper, because we didn't have anyone tanking, it would come kill him, and he didn't have any DT. He got like hit with a triple attack while casting and killed because there was no DT in it. He starts. He's been curing ever since in like a Lorica Torque. Because I believe it. yeah, because you need DT. He caps DT and PDT at least in his in his curing set, and he has not really died since. And the White Mage. Really, a lot of these pieces, too, it's not just about having the greatest TP set and weapon skill set, because now in our weapon skill sets, we have Naomi and these other pieces that are coming out with DT on them, where you're actually safe, or even Gluttys if you're using, like, Star Diver with Gluttys body or something, even though it's only PDT. You're a lot safer than you used to be in TP and DT and weapon skill sets. It's casting and other sets that aren't that, like, uh, Rune Fencer got a huge win from having Emity and DT in this set, but, but like... Curing sets, buffing sets, things like that that are mid-cast now are your most vulnerable points. And covering those weaknesses uh, is the difference between winning and losing some fights because it's not about squeezing every amount out to make it like the best possible enhancing set. It's about just living through things and not dying to AoEs and stuff like that. And that, that's the more important part now because we don't need the extra potency always. We just need to live. Yeah. And the... Uh... The other thing White Mage is constantly doing is throwing out status cures because, like, the reason you bring a White Mage over a Scholar or something like that is because you need a heavy focus on removing status effects because it just does it better than any other job in the game, just hands down. And having Divine Caress plus four on a piece where you're also having damage taken minus ten um, is fantastic because you are throwing out a lot of status cures all the time, so you're always you're always basically exposing the uh, the the inefficiencies in your armor because uh, you're coming out of DT sets. And Divine Caress is now at the point where, like, I think you're you're up to like six or or, or like seven preventions of the status effect. If yeah, the you, hands if you are plus four now, so yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, also listed here, it sh- it shows that it has Enmity minus eleven twice, which is kind of weird. But I'm uh, sure that's I just can a fix typo. that right away. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably just a typo. That's that's so, a that's a typo. I was. Even though I really, really like the Eber set overall, I was really disappointed with it because I wanted a nuking set for White Mage. But I I will take safety over the over some sort of weird like nuking vanity any day of the week. It's it's great. Auspice plus seventeen is fantastic. Um any any sometimes people's uh, subtle blow builds are off by only a couple points and, and a white mage being able to make up for that is is invaluable, especially on like embo strats and stuff. So Okay, I fixed that on the wiki. It's great. That's good. Um, Not much else, though. It's White Mage. So. But, but having one extra enmity, having the extra cure potency of these various pieces, just the Divine Caress going up another one, which is ridiculous. I mean, all these things, the Magic Evasion on the legs being 147 now is really high. Just the, all these things in general are great for White Mage. And yeah. the, the difference between having a good White Mage and a bad White Mage will be even more evident now by having this set or not. So, Yeah, basically with White Mage, it's uh, just the stuff you would use anyway, just way, way better. Yeah, White Mage has now become pretty much like a stone wall in its own right because yeah. its defense has gotten higher which is nice it's not high enough for certain things but just the dt it has now that it never had in the past just white mage stonewalling stuff is definitely a thing when the when the party needs you you don't want to be the white mage with with not cap dt in your idol set without capping dt in your casting set you don't want to be that white mage you do not Some, want to be that white sometimes mage Sometimes I actually joke that White Mage having all the negative enmity on all their sets is kind of a bad thing because White Mage is approaching the the point where it could be a tank if uh, yeah. it, it actually had that because it has that native flash. It has holy um, that actually has quite a bit of enmity with it. I've talked in the um, past before about four. even during Esha era, like Carrot being on White Mage, she was like a god because this was an era where magic evasion was on mage gear and not light armor gear. 
And when we would wipe to like Cory or something when it was brand new, Carrot would stand there on White Mage, tanking it, not getting enfeebled by certain things because of Bar Spell and its Magic Evasion sets, carrying himself with Cure Skin. Everyone's dead, and Carrot is surviving with Force Seals and stuff. Just like the White Mage alone is just standing there laughing at the mob while it cares and tries to raise people to recover. And I've seen her recover entire fights that we would have lost by standing there stonewalling the mob years ago, before before she was even my fiance. I was so impressed with her white maging ability. It just, it just got me there. But just, it's like white mage has gotten even better from that point. So having an active white mage that wears the right sets to get out there instead of being like, I, you have pick up white mages all the time. You see it. They're like a wet fucking noodle. They stand there. They don't do anything. The fight goes I south. I don't understand and they just, when they die. Yeah, yeah. They just die and they just land, like stand there. People, like people, it's just, I get so confused because having a good white mage and having a bad white mage, it makes me want to play white mage. Because it's so cool to be the guy in this case who determines who lives and who dies. And if the fight can be successful because you're a good white mage who's like a fucking brick wall. Or you're like this, this cotton-eyed Joe pop-up white mage who just fucking falls over when the, when the breeze blows. Yeah. Anyway, next set. Next set is the Wicca set. Yay. And it is Black Mage's set. And everyone seems to think that the set is just kind of garbage. And so I don't good. understand it whatsoever. It's so okay. good. And it's not even plus three yet. Yeah. Okay. So the number one thing that DDs have benefited from, or really anyone has benefited from, from the, the advent of Odyssey, is all the DT they get in all of their options of, of things that they can do. So with this set, we now have access to, finally, to nuking sets that have DT in them. Yes. And it's not... PDT, it's 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 straight up generic DT, and it's in huge amounts. So and great as, magic evasion on these mage pieces. Yeah. So I'm someone who has mono wall, uh, who has very specific mono wall toggles and and setups in my Lua, like extremely specific. And one of the things that I always noticed was lacking was my DT sets when I'm using it. And I actually care about the Wicca feet the least out of all of those because I use um, uh, because I use the uh, the Archmage staff a lot of the time. Yeah, the Archmage staff yeah. helps round these sets out too. So like the headpiece yeah. and the and the handpiece can be really important to make that Archmage staff complement everything else and not have to kind of sacrifice any other nuking sets and cap DT while nuking. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Black Mage is one of the few jobs that can basically do damage with impunity. Um, you, there's, there's nothing that can be done to you outside of a full dispel, uh, that will cause you to die. And I've done some pretty insane things with black mage, but one of the main things I always wanted to have access to was DT in a set that I'd be able to nuke with so that I would be able to at least magic burst while under mono wall and continue to, to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, people will argue, well, it doesn't have burst damage plus or anything like that body because well, body does. And because Black Mage can actually uh, cap DT with so few pieces now, you can still put burst damage in other slots. And yeah, you will lack, you know, using pure AS sets and, and you know, pure uh, min-max of like int versus the mob target. You would lack in like a glass cannon set versus a DT set on any DD already. So that's the comparison's moot because on a, a glass exactly. cannon set versus a DT set is already lacking in raw output and power. But it feels like Black Mage compromises a little less than the DDs have to. Yes. And even in extreme situations like Ongo, people are realizing that they can wear full Augus and still cap damage. Like the, the argument for magic burst damage too is not nearly as you don't near, need to go nearly as, as deep into it as people think. And to have black mage have the ability 
to shrug off things like fetters or the ad from Ongo and just not care and continue nuking is fantastic. All of these pieces have extremely high magic accuracy. They have very good int and they have a decent amount of magic attack bonus. Uh, there's there's nothing bad about this set whatsoever. The head's and great anything, though too because having yeah. elemental magic plus 30 on top of you know, magic accuracy. accuracy 51, that, that's going to be your best accuracy nuking piece. But it also has casting time on a 16%. So you have a fast cast 16% head with DT10 and having amazing accuracy on it. Like There's a point and too. And 126 magic evasion on top oh, dude, of it. The legs and feet are 158 magic evasion. You're just... Yeah. You know, We've never edge. seen magic evasion... Uh, Go past 150 before. As a job, one of the as a job on the back line, who's not getting hit with physical moves generally in the first place from AOEs, you're getting hit by magical stuff in the distance, sometimes physical in the distance. But, you know, as a job like that, having the magic evasion on the back line is really important because that's where Black Mage will be in these serious fights where yeah. that matters. Yeah, unless you're doing something really stupid like I like to do, you're probably going <laughs> to be in the back dead line. Unless you're dead like me. Yeah. I mean, there there are other things you can do with Black Mage that we'll get to in the Black Mage episode that it require you to be a little closer to the mobs. But I wanna... um, I'm not sad about the increase to Mono Wall meaning nothing on this because I would still wear did these because feet. you had the option of switching out the feet completely already before this for the for the staff, which now you have the choice yeah. now of bringing the feet back in having DT. So that actually can be important depending. It's on... super important. I can wear. I can use my Levitane now. While, while keeping mono wall yeah, and correct. perfect that, that That's what's good is now you can switch in different pieces. Yeah. Now, it's, the flexibility it's so on Black Mage by having those feet is super important. Yeah. And, and you don't even feel bad nuking in it because you still get magic accuracy and, and magic attack bonus on here. It's it's fantastic. And I like how mono wall didn't go up because they recognized the mono wall already caps and they're like, we they know that, but we didn't until recently with the staff. So, Oh, man. Um, the wicked legs are fantastic because oh, yeah. one of the huge trade-offs on the jaw spells is that you have to nuke in like a slightly worse set because of the legs. Now they even have magic burst damage, which is fantastic because you want a magic burst huge, anyway. Huge for the slot. Yeah, and it's, and it may only and, be one, which you know caps at forty. But I mean, it's just uh, it's really just having because right. you you would lose that otherwise. Now you can still guarantee that you cap, and that's a huge benefit to Black Mage because magic bursting is that job. Yeah. You'll only wear these on the first nuke, but that first nuke is not going to feel terrible now. And the int on those legs is really high. Mm-hmm. 48, uh, 48 is really high. And, and the MP is really high, too, on those legs. Look at 109 MP on those legs. So you're going to lose less MP when you're swapping out now. Because before, before the MP was only... Oh, 99 is still high. So 10... I mean, overall, adding MP to every piece still matters when you swap. So it may only be 10. It was already kind of high in the first place, but just losing less when you swap is important. The biggest thing that people have been overlooking as well, uh, or another large thing, I can't keep using the biggest thing because there's all these glaring examples of people not evaluating the ship properly, is DT and weird slots. Like slots like that hands. you wouldn't expect to have it before. Like these hands. How hands these hands have a colossal big. 12% DT on them. Hands usually don't go past. Let's pull up Malignan's hands. They're like, they're like 5% or something. They're 5 yeah. yeah. And they're, yeah. they're like the highest you can usually get in that slot. Yeah, yes. well, you have Niyame is, I think, six, 7 in the hands. It's 7, sure. Seven. And, and, but to have 12. But you're not nuking in those. To, yeah, you're not nuking in those. But to have 12 on hands is just really. So the whole point here is to be able to cap DT while nuking. You get good nuking hands. They don't have the, the magic burst and the, and, and the magic burst or anything like that. But to cap DT, you would have a specific reason you want to be casting. Mono wall while being hit or something like that in that nature where you don't care if the add on Ongo is hitting you on Black Mage. You can still cast in full DT because 
if you play Black Mage at all, when you have a bunch of mobs hitting you, like in the Crawler's Nest and AoE party, when you swap to do casting or something like that, and you have mobs hitting you, when you swap out of whatever DT set you're in, that mid-cast, even with Mono Wall up, even with the Archmage staff, the lack of DT, you start getting hit to your MP really hard. So having DT in those hands, the hands on their you know, on their own may look really weak, but having DT is like the unnecessary option for being able to deal that that penalty-free kind of damage that Black Mage can deal. Yeah. I'm sorry. I also thought I was having like some sort of emergency occur near me, so I had to check on that. An emergency? Yeah. You never know when an emergency happens. Did a GM show up, Fox? No. That's because you're already talking to one. But yeah, right. But yeah, these uh, the, 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 the main thing that, that kind of sucks is all of these pieces are fairly low MP. Um, so like, you well, don't really want to consider these for your death sets or anything, but yeah, well, the likes you could, but I mean, yeah, but they, they're not going to be, let's see what, um, um, Amaric was, but death I is think Amaric was like anyway. 180 or something ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the thing about death though, is death is a very fast spell. So it's not something that you really have to be concerned with here, but you do want to keep it in mind that you're going to be lowering your MP to drop into these sets. So you don't want to like factor death into the equation when it comes to how you're going to approach the content. Um, if you're going to constantly be swapping out of all of that MP and yeah, losing it, 185 so. on legs for Almeric slops. Yeah, and death so fast that like death's one of those spells that I wouldn't want to have a DT casting except it. for death. It's a one and done kind of thing because you're not going to cast death in mono wall anyway. <laughs> so yeah, you wouldn't want to DT death. It. Yeah, but I mean, even without mono wall, having a having what is this 32 percent DT in three pieces that you aren't ashamed to nuke in. Yeah. Um, that's, that's fantastic. You, you can then get five from your cape. So that puts you at 37. You can wear a Kansu. Um, that puts you, uh, it gives you an additional six. So that, that puts you at what, 43 now. So then you're like 7% from cap. You can, you can do that very easily with any other slot. Like you can even just slap on a D ring if you really have to. I, I did a whole write of it, of, of it from the trash channel of like different swaps you can use. Um, it's also really potent with just the Archmage staff. You know, if you're doing, if you're going down that road, like you, you have flex. You don't, you don't only just have like new DT options for Black Mage. You have flexible DT options for Black Mage, which is so crazy because these have really high DT values in in these slots that you wouldn't normally have it at all. And so we talk about how we, you know, somehow we're not we're not special. We don't see these things that people don't see, but somehow people don't come to the same realizations that you and I both come to. I think yours are more profound than mine generally. But so here we have Melfina in the Black Mage thread. And I don't want to pick on Melfina too much because it's too easy to do. They're a nice person. I, I do. I want to stipulate that I do think Melfina is a nice person who is a good player, but they're just lacking in understanding. Because otherwise, it'd be too easy to pick on Mofina. So for the Black Mage that they said, the only takeaway I have from this is the whole set is a huge letdown. Although the body and legs have... <laughs> you already cared you have an aneurysm. Although the body and legs have some merit for upgrading. We already used the legs for the extended Aja effect duration. It's five more, and it's, it's a better piece anyway. But who, hey, who cares, right? Uh, I know I do this when I fight Ongo, in parentheses. So better nuking stats over the plus one is welcome. But it's still just going to be used for the Aja and nothing else. The body may fit into a Magic Burst set because of the Magic Burst damage too, but I'm not particularly excited about it either. Compare it to Ia plus one. Uh, is this, if you that do, has like, you, you, no you fold and explode yeah. with Ia plus one. Yeah. And you gain a fair chunk of Magic Attack and Accuracy. Which thing about that? So they're saying already that you're gaining Magic Attack and Accuracy versus Ia. Which is, an, which is really 
an endorsement of this set already, and they're yeah. just glossing over it. Like, okay, I understand it's got more magic attack and accuracy, but it's just not better, okay? But the, so they're glossing over the strength of this set, which should be the reason you could see wanting to have this set if you're a serious black mage. But they're just glossing over it as... For, it's not just Black Mage, it's every job on Auction House they do this for. They're like, well, I could see this, but this other gear is just stronger, so fuck that gear. Uh, yeah, but, so it, but it has less magic burst damage, too, in total. I look at this set, and every single piece just looks like, quote, inferior Agus, end quote, to me. I'm pretty sure the earring isn't even worth slotting in over our standard Malignant slash Regal combos. The earring, by the way, is magic attack bonus 9, magic damage 9. So that's, that's already worth slotting in over your... Uh, over. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess so. With I'm, with I'm less excited about the, the earring. Yeah. It, well, yeah, the earrings going to get augments, so we don't know what the augments are going to be. But it's already higher magic attack bonus and damage than you had, and you yeah. don't need the imp at a certain point when you're master level. Because now, Fox, I've reached master level 36 on Black Mage. It's my oh, man, job. I want to reach master level 36. I'm still at, like, 21. Oh, man. It's so fun. I bet. Um, and and they, have, they have some of a point there, but the augments alone, those base stats before augments means that earring is going to be the earring everyone uses. It's going to happen. It's just going to be the way it is. The int is being overvalued in this case. But now, to be fair, if you're not sporting the highest tier augs and agwus, it's better than the relic gear, but still ellipses. It's pretty disappointing overall. It doesn't really push the boundaries of what we can do any do they, they even know what the Relic Gear is for? <laughs> they added a whole bunch of DT to the set, sure. And that's nice and all. But the role our Empyrean has for us is nuking, not melee. Not meleeing. What the fuck? We already have access to Nayami if we want to melee, and it serves the purpose far better. And that's the post. So think about what we just talked about there, Fox, and our perspective on how excited we were about the set. And then and read the typical auction house attitude about this set. Yeah, so first off, I don't think they're even evaluating the relic gear properly because the relic gear exists for magic accuracy. Well, so is the, but, the AF uh, gear too, but the AF gear, but the AF gear has less magic attack bonus. Yeah, AF, yeah it does. The it AF gear exists for out. enfeebling. Yeah, the, the AF is fantastic for enfeebling. Like the like the hands or something out of elemental skill for the uh, for the yeah. artifact. So there's more accuracy. So in yeah, in, in the artifact gear, like the the hands factor into burst sets and the feet factor into some burst sets, but that's about it. Um, the rest of it is like dark magic. You want certain pieces. Um, you know, you use the body obviously for MP returns on nukes. Like there, there's all uses for those pieces. But to just like strictly compare one set to another, like comparing this set to the entire Agu set to the entire Relic set, it's just tells me piece, you don't man. know what those sets are for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There are situations where you're even going to use Archmage hands in in a uh, high magic act situation, but those are also situations where you have to merit magic accuracy to make that happen. Like there, there's all sorts of give and take when it comes to evaluating these sets. They aren't looking at these sets for what they are, though. All of these seem similar to people who are only looking at the magic attack bonus stat. That's true. And Aya is a terrible set. Aya is only good for magic burst damage. That is it. And that's like saying that magic burst damage is all Black Mage does, which is not true. And you, now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have Aya. You should. But... I'm just saying it's it's completely overvalued and it's not the only piece of gear that you have to care about. Black Mage is a job about having enough, not having too much. Yeah. And, and honestly, you can you can actually get too much magic burst damage. Like hit, you can't cap even you can't cap damage even harder if you're already doing cap damage to your target. Yeah, that's true. Like there is an argument for wanting to hit more than cap damage so that that way if it gets reduced you're still doing cap damage, but you're probably still able to do that anyway because you're a fucking Black Mage. So I, I don't get it. And the set bonus for the uh, the gear two is also nice. It's a disproportionately yeah. powerful proccing set. 
Yeah. And if I'm nuking in three of these pieces, like the fact that it could go off would be neat. It's not something you ever lean on, but it's nice. So basically when the set procs, it's a low chance of procing because you cast so many nukes. I mean, technically when you melee so much on thief, the thief set procs more because it's, you know, um, the conserve MP procs, it deals double the damage of the conserve MP rate. So some conserve MP is between six and a quarter and 50% of the spell's cost. So if your conserve MP randomly procs for 50% reduction, that means your nuke will now do a hundred percent extra damage. So it's Which only be stupid. Yeah, it's just stupid <laughs> for you know just for being able to nuke in that in that case having that happen on a magic burst would be ridiculous if you're in the in the thick of it wearing DT nuking in this set because you're not going to otherwise you're going to wear a more of a damage oriented overall set but yeah. having the set proc as a bonus is also nice. It, it's definitely a that's, fun a, that's thing. a big bonus. Yeah, I would have like a thunder six randomly hit for like 56k. That'd be great. Yeah. Without burst, that sounds fantastic. Because yeah, usually you're going to be. But it's not like. <laughs> yeah, it's not ever going to happen normally, though. Like it's, yeah. it's not something you bank on. And it'll only be like in this set if you run like three pieces, it's only going to be like a three percent chance. But still, it's going to happen. So with, when it comes to these sets, I'm actually really glad they didn't incentivize people to wear five of five because I could see people just going, "Oh, well, the set bonus," and like going mm. like dying on that hill. No, the set bonus is just a nice thing that can occur sometimes and should never ever be considered for five of five. Okay, next set. Uh, let's try to do more rapid fire action here. Good. Okay, red. Oh, well, red oh, mage. Red okay. mage wanted everything forever. Okay, we can go to the next set. <laughs> okay, let's quickly do the red mage one. Then. Sure. Uh, every piece of this gear is amazing for everything you think it does. And feedlink spell casting time. And there is not a piece of red mage gear in here that is not good for something. Uh, not yeah. the best that you can use for something either. Like it's the body's so nice too. I, I know everyone. You it's know, incredible. Yeah, DT thirteen and refresh three uh, on the body, and also just for, two more enfeebling a magic effect is insane. Yeah, enfeebling yeah. a magic effect plus sixteen. It was at plus fourteen. So yeah, I ridiculous. just got done. I just got done ranting about how people should not be incentivized to use five of five sets. <laughs> this is actually one of the very few sets. Yes, of course, I immediately regret doing that, as you know, anyone putting things on the internet does. This is one of the few sets where you do. And you don't just do it for enhancing duration, but you do it for your enfeebling magic as well, because the set bonus for composure also applies to the duration of your enfeebling magic, and a lot of people don't realize that. However, it's not always going to be best to use 5 of 5, so don't just go down the road of, oh, well, I'm just going to slap all of this on here. Like, it's going to be good for, like, your sleeps. Um, you still want to use regal hands over lethargy gauntlets, unless, or gauntlets, unless you have saboteur up. Yeah. And even then, versus NMs, if you're just trying to like sleep them or something, you're probably still better off using uh, the the regal cuffs. So regal cuffs are not replaced by this set. Yeah, at all. but if you know, if I had a toggle where I was in a DT set, which is how I'm going to start doing stuff because of the Imperian gear now. Uh, if I was in a DT set on Red Mage because I was being hit, I would want to have where if I'm in a DT set, then change to a DT enfeebling set in this case, and having DT ten on those hands with all those extra skill for Red Mage. Oh yeah, that, that's a nice be able to have. You don't have to make a set that you manually select when you're making a lure or something. Just have a rule that if if you're in a DT set, this is the set you'd want to be in in this situation because you're assuming, unless you have a toggle to turn it off or something, but you're assuming you're being hit or danger-taking damage if your DT set's on. Otherwise, you'd have a DT idle, and you wouldn't care because you swap out, and you wouldn't be in a DT mode. So if you're in a DT mode and not a DT idle, then you'd want to have a set that focuses on damage taken while casting, and having damage taken on a feeble enhancer red mage, great option for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the head is fantastic for nuking. Uh, the, the legs, legs are refresh potency with magic burst refresh. damage 10. But even uh, like well, yeah. 
you won't really use the, the burst damage 10 on red mage yeah. for this particular piece but the refresh potency is nice and it's still a piece that you would wear for your set duration anyway so getting more magic evasion on this piece is fantastic too it breaks the one pick on the we're used to the feet are absolutely broken um the feet are are insane for red mage because they already do magic weapon skills and this has this has 50 magic accuracy, 45 magic attack bonus, 20 magic damage, and 8% weapon skill damage. And an enhancing magic duration 35, which is just icing on the fucking... Yeah, it's, it's, it's just on, higher on than On the creamy fart here, that is... Yeah. Set. Yeah, Red, Red, Mage, Red Mage did well. Yes. Okay, uh, now we go to yeah. Skulkers. All right. Skulkers is where I wanted to... Let's start off with the fucking legs here. So, I thought the legs were going to be a big deal for Thief. Technically, if you want to avoid breath damage, they would be. But the problem I had was I'm using a set that involves malignance and things like that. And the malignance lights are the nine. Store TP? Yeah, there's no store yeah. TP here. So, Multi-attack, store TP, something. Yeah, 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 the head. So Well, I just meant with the leg slot. Like well, the legs yeah. feel really barren. They they are barren. They've always been barren. Yeah. So the legs are despoil plus eleven, which is the potency of it. Um that's that's when you're debuffing, because the potency of it's actually rather weak. It's like when you do a debuff of like defense down, it's like 10% defense down with the spoil if it happens. And that only works on mobs you despoil from. So a thief can't use the debuff on despoil as it should be able to because it's already a really anemic, weak debuff unless you steal something. So every NM you can't apply the debuff to with the spoil. It's just for taking TP. So I don't know if the... I made a whole thing of notes just in the Skulker set alone for this episode. And that's it. That's the only notes I made with Skulkers. <laughs> I don't know if it increases the potency of Despoil and takes more TP. That'd be nice. That'd be the shining redemption of these legs. But otherwise, it's critical hit rate 6 and damage taken 12. So the problem is the haste in the legs is 6. Warrior's legs were 8 haste. So when I put these legs in my set and moved around a piece of gear, which I thought would actually be a gain, which is why I'm excited about seeing these legs at face value, my haste was 23%. And I'm like, it's no, gross, yeah. no. Yeah. It was a I weaker knew it. choice. I knew that was going to happen. Yep. Yeah. I'm using Malignant's head, Malignant's hands, um, the the Relic feet, because the Relic feet are so powerful with triple attack and triple attack damage and stuff like that. So, and they have good magic evasion already. If I'm capping DT, they're fine. I'm trying to keep an offensively balanced set. We're using Pillager's body, Relic feet, Malignant's legs are what I had, which had 9% haste, cap me. Malignant's head, Malignant's hands. Before I had um, like Defending Ring and Gelatinous Ring and Ode Noah Earring, and the Staunch Tathom, so I could keep the amazing option that is the Thief plus two neck, and the Reki Yotai, and a Sword DP DT Cave. And I had that going on, so I, I figured I could I could change from Gelatinous to Moonlight Ring with Sword DP and HP, change to the Algelmir Orb, and um, and then put these pants on and still be capped DT, and it would because it's a big gain in DT, and I'm like, great, but then my haste is only 23%. And that was a loss overall because I couldn't. If make you use like a hasty pinion or something weird, no, you, that hasty pinion sucks. That that's definitely going to compromise. That's a mage whole, thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that compromises the whole DT set here because if the option is to do <laughs> carrots laughing, <laughs> the hasty pinion. Sometimes you have to hasty pinion. It you, you, feel no, no, you never have to hasty pinion. It never happens. It's not feels a, terrible. It's three TP minus ten on a thief is the worst fucking choice in the world. But three, just yeah. I was so I was so excited because I'm like in my head I'm like yeah this is gonna be a better option for offensive DT and still keep me covered and it's, the legs have good magic evasion still overall and everything's good here and uh, but the, the haste being six percent I wasn't capping still and thief you have to use the waste optimally to, to if you're optimizing your your DPS and everything the waste is the slot for thief 
I mean, I mean, maybe I change to the earring, but then you're losing store TP accuracy. Like, like the waves are just a better piece to use. Yeah, it's like dominoes, man. Yeah, they all just start crumbling. They, yeah, so you know, unfortunately, if if the legs capped my haste, then they would be the right option. But I was messing with my set, and I'm like, this is a worse, this is a worse set. I was, I was just playing with it. I'm like, this is actually a worse set, unfortunately, because if you don't cap haste, instantly not not a better set. No matter, instantly not better. So I like that. I, I, just looking at this and not really being super well versed with the other pieces Thief gets access to. Like, I like the head for attack cap evisceration. And it will attack cap anything. The head actually for attack cap Rudra's attack cap anything. The head is, is maybe, maybe not oh, okay. um, evisceration because you'd use Gladys head with crit and PDL. I, I was just looking at the, the triple attack and knowing that it's yes. to be transferred. It still would be a good choice for it. But the collaborator went up. That's nice. I think we gained an yeah, extra 2%. Good. But the, the head is the best piece here for TPing. Uh, the accuracy is ridiculous uh, of a gain here because before it was Adam Marbonnet. This replaced well, Adam Marbonnet for a glass kind of set. Typically, like, if I wanted to go out and actually build TH on something for whatever reason, like, just we don't care if it's relevant, just if you want to do it. Like, I actually like the feet in this set oh, yeah. because they don't feel bad wearing them. Like oh, yeah, before to. they were terrible. And now you don't have yeah. to worry about upgrading your hands, which are super yeah. expensive for no reason. You can wear the feet, which, is, you know... I don't like most Treasure Hunter gear. I think most Treasure Hunter gear is terrible, but with this at least providing DT and some haste and accuracy and attack, sure. The hands may be a more impactful slot for reducing your DPS loss over feet because the feet are more powerful with the Relic feet, but these are a more defensive option and they do reduce the amount of other pieces of gear you have to wear. You can no longer have to wear a belt. You can you can cap with the hands and the feet and not have to worry about wearing anything. If you're wearing a dagger for whatever reason, the SU4 or 5, you can just wear that in, in, the, in the feet or something or that in the hands. You have at least yeah. options now to move around what you're doing. High DT hand slots are always on my radar because hands are usually like some of the weakest DT slots you can have. So the hands are a problem for Thief. Thief got a weird set. 5% haze, yet 10%. So the damage sneak attack plus 28 changes the modifier of the decks by another, like, you know, it changes it to like 0. 0.28, 1.28 instead of 1. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's nice, but it's unfortunately, it's not a replacement for weapon skill damage hands. It's just not. The yeah. dex is nice and higher, but maybe the plus 3. It's a weird slot for DT because you're not you're not weapon skill. I mean, you're not. Yeah, why is the weapon skill damage on the body and not on the hands? That's really disappointing. So the body is nice because this is the one piece where you have the weapon skill damage with an actual relevant skill because they usually separate them in the other sets. So the um, body, even plus two, is the strongest weapon skill option we have. It replaces Naomi. Unfortunately. Replaces Naomi? How? It's because it's of the dex because of sneak attack. You have oh. ridiculous attack here. To make sure yeah, Storm. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, the attack and the dagger skill. Yeah, 30, this is 33 dagger skill. The other pieces were not even that high a skill. Man, Thief gets some like jank ass terrible. It's very gear. jank gear, yeah. So the, <laughs> I hate Thief gear the body so much. plus three is going to be great. The problem you do here, though, is you lose the skill chain damage of Nayame, which Thief's nature of skill chaining a lot, it's kind of really, you're going to have to use both pieces still because. You can't just only weapon skill and Skulker's Vest. You still have to weapon skill in the army for skill chain closes. You just do. So, so you have a closed weapon skill yeah. and you have an open weapon skill? Yeah. But the body is really good for weapon skill damage for, for most of our weapon skills. The head's the real winning piece here. Now, Adam Arbonne is yeah, the curb. Good. You never have to use Adam Arbonne ever again. Yeah, that's true, actually. He's a triple tech on it. Yeah. yeah. And it's only it's probably going to go to 6% at plus 3, which is even better for every yeah. every you know every piece that works out. The, the at least PDL they got, the least they got something. I remember looking at the thief set and being like, "Hey, Spicy's going to be pissed." Yeah, the head and the body are the winners here. Everything else is is you know the feet. We you know what they're for, and then the legs and hands are losers. 
It's just yeah. SC doesn't seem to understand. It's that. just barren. Yeah. Like th- this, this. If you look at the giant walls of text on every other gear <laughs> set that we're going to look at, like this does not have a giant wall of text. The Magic Evasion is low on the hands. It's eighty three yeah. for for DTP something. The Magic Evasion is low everywhere. You could wear you could wear malignants. Yeah, the malignants would it's, be a vastly superior choice for hands versus skulkers' hands. It's just oh, yeah. I know the whole point would be your weapons going on, but you're not you don't you don't weapon skill on these over even Meganda no. plus two hands. It's just not, just don't. That's awkward. It's nice to get an extra 0.28 on your, your dex multiplier here. I know your dex is super high, but I had to see someone actually point something out of math wise here to show me that that's actually the superior option. Cause otherwise at face value, it's a I'm, weak option. I'm sure I could sit down and engineer a scenario where those hands are good, but you shouldn't have to engineer a very specific scenario where it would be good the one time. I don't know. It's just a matter of the, the extra 28% to a 1.0 modifier here, 1.28 for, for sneak attack versus the weapon skill damage and everything else that factors into Thief here, skill chain and everything. Because not only, even if they were stronger, you've still once again given up skill chain damage in your hands. It's just not... No. The attack's nice, but that's also three less attack than you get on the Ame Path B. So at least the body has a lot more Or, or just the attack from Galetti's is like 65, so... Yeah. That's the benchmark. So that that's Thief. Unfortunately, Thief's nice. The head's the real winner. Like once again, it's like Monk again, where like the legs, fuck it. As long as you got the head on Thief, then that's 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 absolutely great. Yeah, but again, if the process of upgrading this stuff is easy, I would still upgrade everything to plus two in case plus three is insane. So you know, if there's if there's a very low opportunity cost for doing this, I would just do it in anticipation of the next upgrade. And then once again, to go to the opposite spectrum here, somehow, uh, not to pick on Melfina, but they made the post here on Thief Legs, where they said that Thief Legs are great, and they're going to be their upgrade, you know, when they can get them, because they're like, if they're not a better evisceration piece, then they are just as good as the other evisceration options, and they really want to upgrade those legs because of evisceration. So, the legs here... I don't know how we do extreme reversing. Is it because here. there's 13 decks on it? Because that can't be it. There's 13 decks on them, but they uh, said they're better neat. than pillagers. Pillagers is 15 decks. And even if you get a little more, two or three more decks on, on the plus three here than pillagers have. So now we're comparing a piece. And it's a little more attack, but we're doing a critical hit weapon skill here. I'm sure that might be nice because the higher PDF cap and everything. But overall, you're comparing six critical hit rate to five triple attack and five critical damage on an FTP replicating weapon skill. There is no world where having five triple attack and five crit damage on a job that has a high crit rate already, which becomes anemic as you increase it even higher, because the cape is 10, like the job's got a lot of decks that has a high yeah, crit no rate. World. The crit damage is so more valuable and it's more limited in slots. There's no world where an FTP replicating weapon skill losing the five only... triple attack and five crit damage is going to be the the better option here that's just not going to happen the legs are not a better evisceration option just ridiculous not at all like it don't like the only thing it has more than that other piece is uh one one percent critical hit rate and 23 attack well no it's six percent critical hit rate it's critical hit damage on the legs which is more valuable oh yeah oh that's way more valuable yeah yeah it's yeah, more valuable okay. it's more limited it's more valuable yeah because you're all always gonna have a favorable ddex anyhow like you could yeah, even so, if this had five percent triple attack in the legs, you could make an argument and then actually make the legs pretty good, frankly, to TP in as well. But it, you just don't. Yeah, have those that. other legs are oh, man. Those legs are kind of garbage. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. It, I it, mean, I, I guess they're a safe weapon skill piece. Like I, I think pre-show didn't I say something like I would use this in like a DT evisceration yeah, DT set? evisceration set. But even yeah, then, that's, that's that's niche. That's really really niche because you're not. That's a niche land. Yeah. My DT evisceration set has a better piece now. That's that's 
I know we talked a lot about being not vulnerable in swaps. You don't want to die, but even when it comes to Thief, you already had a lot of other DT options. In you your were Gladys. And I know Gladys is physical, but just still, you're, you're really... When you're already covered in physical, I know we said breath damage and everything. So it sounds like I'm contradicting myself here, but just the legs, yes, they would apply well, in a situation, but let's look at this out, they're just not worth making. You have to look at you have to look at like the the total amount of like moments of exposure compared to like how you'd use it, right? So most of the time when people approach thief, like they're not just like spamming evisceration all the time. Generally, I mean, if you have torrent, you do. But... You're if you yeah if you if you're using torrent, sure. So but, I mean, a lot of the time you're, you're living in like Rudra's land. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, most of the time you're living in Rudra's land, and, and that's the Yame mostly. Yeah, exactly. Like that would be like, oh, the plunderers' legs have no DT, but like, I mean, like you're still, still not even. I like that they have DT. Unfortunately, the rest of the the, the piece does not incentivize you using that DT effectively. And that's, the spoil effect can even be used in them unless it actually helps you steal more TP. Yeah, which I don't think like, it will. If there was like a giant stat block in there, along with the DT those legs have great. If there was like some incentive to like use them in like a TP set, great. But there, there isn't. And thief set feels the weakest. So yeah, uh, actually to, to round the, that the bit out there too, the body has the augments uh, conspirator, which unfortunately, because we don't play Alliance content anymore is weak. <laughs> if we play the Alliance yeah. content, it's great because uh, it, it's it gives everyone in the party. It's nice still too for having the party get this benefit, but uh, so it'll it'll give everyone in the party accuracy and attack uh, equivalent to uh, the number of people I think. Let's say, but it's it's the for the number of targets on the hate list. Number I of think. targets on the hate list. Yes. So having a full yeah, alliance makes it a really really powerful effect. But when you're in a party of six people, you get two store TP per person. So the body becomes with a conspirator, which is a one minute effect, twelve store TP. And unfortunately, Malignance is a better body than this body in terms of damage and DT because there's no DT in this yeah. piece. So it doesn't give you a better it's output funny. or store TP than wearing Malignance body with six people, which is most content. So unfortunately, the effect gets that bigger. augment on the legs was on that body. That body would actually be better than Malignance sometimes. Yeah, that's so that's super funny, dude. Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't get. Oh that. no! Oh no! It's, it's just really jank. So I was excited. Like I made this body. It was plus two. I made it thinking that I was going to use it because when they upgraded it. But uh, at least luckily I'll use it for weapon skills. But uh, just unfortunately the conspirator that I upgraded it for is not. Like I was I was hoping to wear. I have a rule for having this in my set while conspirators on. It just it's not going to happen. Plus three may bring something to it. You never know. Uh, it's still I would still plus two it if I was interested. Oh yeah, in for the weapon skill damage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh thief. But I, th I think the attack and accuracy bonus it gives to people is just for activation. I don't think I have to continue, because there'd be no way for it to tell other people have the effect. There's no way if I take my body off, they'll lose the effect. It's not an aura. So, <laughs> yeah. But Conspirator in general is really powerful. So if you have six people in the party, uh, everyone gets 50 subtle blow and 25 and 20 accuracy. And with the body during activation, I believe, it's 25 attack. So you're giving everyone... The 50 subtle blow and, and 25 attack and accuracy is not, not a small thing to sneeze at for one minute. It's only one minute, but still, capping subtle blow for one minute is always... Because any fight you go to, people generally don't cap it. So being able to cap it for a second is nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, let's move on past Thief's... To the darkest horse. <laughs> the darkest horse. Here we go. Okay. The Chevalier's armor set plus two. At least this one doesn't involve Melfina. It's true. 
Once again, not picking um, on them, just confused how they have the most dominant sort of attitude amongst players, I find, like the common attitude so, in the street, and it's just really weird. Again, this is another situation where Martel, in my views, are very divergent. In fact, I'm the complete other side of the coin. Um, he did not seem that excited from this set, but I don't want to put words in his mouth, of course, um, but he just didn't really look at it. And he wasn't excited. I was there reading, and he was not excited. Yeah, I, he actually I think, thought I said he did not like the set. This set is everything I wanted them to put out for Paladin. Uh, they like this is comparable in my eyes to what Red Mage got, um, and a lot of it is because of where these stats occur. So I have a lot of really weird sets on Paladin, and uh, another thing that I've gotten across in this podcast is that I rarely ever use O Chain. In fact, I'm a huge fan of Shield Skill. So like, there are some pieces in here. Well, yeah, it does. But there, there's there's a few pieces in here that, in particular, didn't seem exciting and won't seem exciting to some people, but they, they most certainly are. Um, the headpiece is insane. I was and, excited by this set, and I don't even play Paladin, and I just know about it from what we talk about. And when I saw this gear, it lined up, and like, it started lighting up in my head, boom, 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 all the things we talk about with Paladin. Yeah. Just, this, this set had it, and to not be excited by this set was confusing. Yeah, people look at this and they're like, oh man, the fast cast 8%, why do I want that? That is like the only stat on the head that just doesn't even belong there. I I, I wouldn't even care if that was gone. Well, do you um, have a different fast cast piece on Paladin? Yeah, I do. It's called the Carmine Mask plus one. Yeah, but this is also, you know, a better piece for taking damage than Carmine Mask is. You don't have to drop shield skill on your casting set either. It's true, but you want, you want to hit a very certain amount so that you can cap uh, that recast with lesser tiers of haste. So, like, you want a certain amount of fast cast on Paladin in the head slot, and currently the Carmine head is not replaceable. This, however, is a piece that you will wear simply in your tank sets. Though. Yeah, it's DT10 like, and shield skill 13, and it has, it's stupid. you know, even if yeah. you take damage, it's just have converts some damage to MP, which is nice to have on your the, gear again. The number of Paladins that I see complain about not having MP are also, like, probably the same number of Paladins that don't ever use Reverence feet plus three in their sets. Um, you aren't always getting hit for zero. In fact, a lot of the time you'll get hit anywhere from like zero to like 20 something damage. And even if you're gaining one MP back at a time, if you're holding a clusterfuck of like 50 plus mobs, you're they're they're giving you a ton of MP. And a lot of times you're just regening it back because you're not getting hit for enough to, to offset the like the amounts of regen we can throw on people. So yeah, while you're strictly shield blocking, you're probably going to take zero. Like if you can right wall line, get him in your shield arc, or even just fight a singular boss, the paladin is probably not taking damage if you can block the attack. However, that is not always the case. And to have all of this wrapped into one piece that also has DT 10 on it, because paladin have shit DT options for the head, by the way. Um, DT 10 on this piece on the head slot is fantastic. And it has accuracy, which will come into play later. Like I know Sakpatas does too, but I sure am glad that uh, this has accuracy because it matters. Oh boy, Fox. I hate to interrupt this broadcast. Yeah. So we have a thread someone made here, and it was Rect of Asura, Warrior with Karambit stat priorities. I'm trying to build a gear set with Karambit. I heard Spicy and Fox saying that Karambit, this is on Arsh's FFXI, I believe, not Arsh. Oh, no. um, I heard that Spicy and Fox say the Karambits were good for the white damage and mighty strikes. White damage? It was. Yeah. It was. Our war episode Karamits came up. I don't. It's know. not for the white damage. I'll tell you that. I think they were confusing the story to view the crits from them, but there was mighty strikes of certain fists was was the topic of discussion. 
Or raging. Or, or, or raging, whatever, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what would the work. set look like? I'm mainly prioritizing haste and STP question mark. Thanks all. Wait, why would you? What? No. So do we want to clear up? Because I, I assume that Rec listens to us. Hi, Rec. Do we want, hey, man. Do we want to clear up the misconception here with Karen Bits and what they should focus on? Okay. Sure. Really Let quick. me just do that real quick. Yep. So, no, you're not doing it for white damage. It is definitely not for white damage. Well, you, Mighty Strikes with the Store TP was a synergy there because you're critting for the Store TP. Yes. And, and the weapon skills are critting. You actually want multi-attack. You, you want your double attack just like you always would. Um, triple attack if you can fit it in. Quad attack if you can fit it in. But you want to attack as often as possible because every single one of your hits is a crit. And that's what activates Karambit. So you want big TP returns on your weapon skills, which you'll get during Mighty Strikes, Crit, Azure, and Fist. And you want big TP returns on your, on your auto attack rounds. And you just want to spam the crap out of Azure and Fist. So what you want to do is gear for multi-attack, and then you want to gear for for just like as much attack and crit damage plus as you can in the Azure and Fist set. And you just want to go to town. It's 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 not a, a super complicated thing, but uh, you definitely don't want to confuse white damage with the real damage that's going to be put out here, which is uh, the the weapon skill frequency and and everything from from Azure and spam. But think about how ridiculous that is to have Karen, but store TP plus 50 on every crit and you're doing like a Saren Fist or capped uh, yeah. hits Raging Fist or something. You're, you're getting 400 TP back from that one. Yeah, on, it's on, Ninja and Dancer, on Ninja and Dancer, I can sort of simulate Mighty Strikes. And uh, I have one round attacks. Yeah. Like I have one round and I weapons. Table was impressed me throwing Karambits on Dancer. He's just like, wow, my TP's back already instantly. Yeah, you're just throwing hands. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> just the- you can do the same thing on Warrior under the effect of Mighty Strikes. Too. And that's, that's where this comes from. And then Azure and Fist actually gets pretty crazy when you crit every hit. So um, just the fact that you can do that with, with high frequency means that you're going to be able to do that. So, so it, it wasn't that. that using this as a better option in general. It was that it was for Mighty Strikes, you're able for a blunt, weak mob to really put out some fast powerful damage on warrior with mighty strikes Karambit. you know that's just how that one works it synergizes very well with the ability i want to stress that it's not white damage though because yeah. that's specifically in that post and those were not the words that we had said. and we're not arguing that it's a better idea to use that over clubs although i mean if, if you're fighting something with blunt with mighty strikes maybe man with mighty strikes yes know. that was the point was with mighty strikes it is a great mighty strikes on macro an option like like i'll have norcris do it the the whole argument about using uh, Ragnarok with Mighty Strikes back in the day yeah. is there absolute virtue in uh, in Esha, absolute uh, water of courage in Esha. Uh, that that was you know now it's switched to Karambit for, for the for the Mighty Strikes gimmick. Yeah, I'm not saying Basically, that exact situation, but I'm just saying the whole like the whole concept of why that was good is now applied. When, to this. when you when you look at it, you have to identify what makes it good and then double down on what that is. So. In this case, we have to look at Karambit, we have to read all the stats, and we have to find out, hey, why do I care about critting with a Karambit on? And then you just maximize that. You want to crit more frequently to build TP. Okay, so in order to do that, I just simply multi-attack more often. We're there. And then during the weapon skill, it's like, well, what do I want to do to make my crit attack stronger? Well, I definitely want to wear these boy feet, that's for sure. And oh, like yeah. you just want you want a lot of attack. You want to make sure you're capping attack. You want to use some PDL. Sack pod is, it seems like a great set for it because it has lots of double attack and PDL. So I'd say, you know, go to town with as much crit damage plus and PDL you can because in Mighty Strike situations, you're usually like one hour reserving. So, so like the, the boy feet, uh, we, you know, we, we touched them for two seconds, but then it's going to be, this is a perfect example, actually, unintentionally that comes up because Haya posted us in our Discord 
as uh, any guidance for this person. <laughs> it's, it's cool that it comes up because we talk about like, oh, the boy for your cool got retaliation, whatever. And then it's like the crit damage with DT on him is nice. But now you have a crit damage, high crit damage DT option now that you're you're throwing out with, with Mighty Strike Karambit for a blunt, weak mob to, to yeah. just be the coolest kid on the block and be the warrior to cover these situations. And it's just going to feel really good to have these sort of pieces come into play here. And, and try to make yeah. sure all eight hits land, too. Well, I mean, you that's want a tall to order. Yeah, it's a tall order, but um, it can happen. Uh, so you also want to make sure you're meeting the accuracy requirements in the set, too. Yeah, a lot of people don't check the accuracy in lower hand hand They just fire them off. Yeah. yeah. So there's a decent hand to hand skill, but you might need some accuracy. Maybe get a magical from your bard. You just want to check where your axe at. And even sure. even if you technically didn't do more damage than, than other options, uh, just to be able to feel really cool during mighty strikes, that's, that's enough sometimes. Yeah, sure. You know, that's if you're going to beat the mob anyway, but it feels really awesome to have be able to do something and just spam, spam your fists and, and be able to be the coolest, coolest warrior having a good time for for the 40 seconds or whatever you're doing it. It's it's you know that that's enough to at least explore it because it's it's going to feel better even if it's not better, and that that should be that counts for something because you don't Definitely get you don't get damage, any time to That feel. made me twitch a little bit. What? That made me twitch a little bit when when you said white damage like that's the white, yeah I, that's when you said this guy posted something about white damage in Karambit, no yeah that seemed odd because Karambit's whole thing is critting for store TP which is not a white damage function that's a weapon scaling frequently function okay okay so that that covers that let's go back let's to clear the, up that misinformation here. all right yep. so that that's fun. oh yeah the armament that, that is misinformation misinformation okay so yeah Chevalier's armament plus two is insane um you should wear it. Um, it makes your shield builds even better than they were before, and it makes the gap between having to use O-Chain because you don't understand how Paladin works and using real shields even wider. So um, definitely make sure you're boosting that shield skill and you're not having to make sacrifices for it anymore, which this piece helps you do, especially as master levels grow. That body, man. That body is a porta potty in a good way. The body's amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the body has a 14 enmity on it, which is an insane amount of enmity, and then also it has spell interruption rate down 15%. Most people get hung up on the fact that the mitigates da- enmity taken or damage taken based on enmity is on here. And yeah, that's a, that's a neat effect and all, but don't build around it. Trick, what trick, we trick. care about is that this has three haste, 14 enmity, and 15 spell interruption because the SIR sets on Paladin are very, very good, but they also lack a lot of enmity in them. Piss on you. This is a very good uh, set. Piss on what? <laughs> <laughs> the body's a porta potty, and I was just in the background continuing the the Chappelle's body's a porta potty. <laughs> Have you ever seen the the Chappelle show? Yes, skit I've, with, I've with seen R. the the R. Kelly thing. Yes, yeah. so I just said your body's a porta potty, and I figured while you're talking, I would just drop in the uh, background these little trip trip trips. That's good, man. I, I I apologize, Fox, for being horrible. No, it's fine. It's I, I know my voice is grating, so. <laughs> But yeah, basically, Paladin ends up getting locked into a lot of awkward accessories when it comes to the SIR set, though. And being able to just slap on this body instead, and maybe using something better than like you know the the terrible feet that you have to wear, or or you know even like an earring or a ring that you might not want to use. Like this, this is a fantastic piece for your for your enmity sets, especially if you're casting like Flash or something. Um, or actually, not even Flash. I would actually I Flash casts really quick anyway. I would actually wear this with like your blue spells. Um, your AOE blue spells and or your like your poison guns. Just having enmity on a piece that's also spun eruption rate down that mitigates damage uh, enemy reduction. I mean, it's, it's a nice swap all around to have in general. It's just a great swap piece. All right, and then uh, Chivalry Gauntlets. 
uh, don't get hung up on shield defense bonus. A uh, shield defense bonus is not great, but it's also not as bad as people say. Uh, for so think of it this way. So basically, what shield defense bonus does is it reduces by the amount that it is there prior to like any DT kicking in or anything like that. So basically, like if you have fifty percent. 50% DT of any kind and like you block the hit and shield defense bo- with shield defense bonus it basically like halves the amount of effectiveness shield defense bonus would have with these you would have plus 12 so half is 6 right so you're you're basically reducing 6 damage off the attack which sounds not very useful at all but consider that you're stacking it with the rest of phalanx as well it's good the argument because that, that's basically like phalanx plus 6 in that situation it's the exact it's basically does the exact same thing the 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 argument people have is that if you block with a shield, you're probably taking zero damage anyway, and that's usually that. true. That, that's usually true. It, you can still take damage though. Um, if there you're are using attacks. Ochain, you'll take damage. Yeah, this actually is very good for Ochain <laughs> because for Och- with Ochain, you're more likely to take damage than if you block with a real shield. Yeah, because the defense so. is so low. So if you're already block capped with Ochain, yeah. having the shield defense bonus actually synergizes better with that stupid shield, and the DT is just great to round out your sets. So this actually is one of the more exciting pieces for me because I have a very, very good Aegis build and Aegis does not shield block. So shield defense bonus doesn't even come into play on that. What I care about with that build is the fact that it supports a, a counter rate of 40%. And that really helps with the fact that it's not blocking. Like a, you, it's a noticeable counter rate. Um, in order to counter, you have to meet an accuracy check. So the 52 accuracy, 33 sword skill, and 5% haste, because you have to be engaged, is fantastic. Because a lot of times in your tank sets, like your your haste is usually pretty sketchy. So this is already a fantastic piece for meeting act checks, and also just swinging your sword when it comes to being in turtle and trying to counter while using your Aegis. The other thing is the 10% DT on the hands. Now, in order to build, pull off the build with the Aegis, you have to wear really suspect-looking pieces. Like, you have to wear, like, the Sacro Breastplate, which has no uh, no DT on it whatsoever. And it puts a lot of burden on like your accessory slots and things. Getting 10 DT in the hands is insane because that set doesn't usually get that. And like the closest even... thing. Yeah, the, the closest thing you're going to get is like Sakpata's hands, which you can wear, but they don't have a lot of act on them. So they, it can get kind of dubious when it comes to, you know, actually meeting act checks. So this is a piece I, too where the, where the sword skill, as you're talking about the accuracy, synergizes actually very well with the DT uh, here yeah. because of that. Like for a counter build, like you would be like, oh, who cares about the sword skill here? But the sword skill for what you're talking about is the perfect synergy piece. The sprinklers are, if you hear them going on <laughs> outside my window now, because the window's open, because like a fucking idiot I am. So ignore the hissing sprinklers. Pardon. Karen's going to close the window because she's a sweetheart. Uh, but just a piece like this, you go, oh, why is the sword skill there? It's, oh, because it actually ends up working. You would think it's useless, but it ends up working for your, your counter Aegis because your Aegis is not really blocking much. It's a perfect piece, and that's the kind of evaluation yeah. here. And I was saying before, we haven't even talked about the, the, the legs yet, having DT12 in the legs, even yeah. better. Yeah, so, I mean, the gauntlets do do a shit ton for that specific build. I wouldn't sleep on them just because you can, like, swap the damage taken around. And um, the thing about damage taken on Paladin is a lot of times... The, the argument is, is, well, where would you swap it around to? Because all the pieces seem like they have high DT. And the more DT you have in a weird slot, again, this is going to be an ongoing theme when I evaluate this, is that getting 10 DT in the hands is is, is crazy. And that f- helps you free up like accessory slots and, and those ring. kinds of considerations. Yeah. So there, there's a lot going on with these hands. Like the haste value is incredible. The fact that DT 10 exists in the, in the hand slot is incredible. It lets you move things around. 
Paladin set overall feels really good for what you can do with it because Paladin yeah. already had tons of gear already to use, but this is different types of gear that you can employ to great effect if you really care about your sets. And the other gear was just you slap it on whatever. Who cares? My Paladin tanks and so I bought it. But just having these other pieces here to do that with is this is why Chevalier set is one of the better sets of the update, even though people kind of glance over a lot of pieces here. Yeah. Um, Chevalier's Crucies, yeah. Um, just go ahead and slap on another Enmity Retention bonus along with your Burt Gang. You know, you might as well have that there. DT 12 Legs is probably one of the hugest, the, the biggest DT uh, considerations in that slot. Um, the 5% haste is a bit low, but that's another selling point for like the hands or even Chevalier's Armit. You know, they, they have higher haste values. Um, you don't want to wear the 505 set, of course, but. If you want to wear these legs, that there are far worse legs that you can wear, especially when it comes to needing to be full turtle or maybe even holding the attention of lots of mobs. Because as you get hit, you're going to bleed CE, and you again, you don't always you don't always get hit for zero, especially if you're getting hit in the back. And that chip damage over time, like you can bleed more enmity than you're gaining, depending on what's going on with the scenario. Just it, it, it can be nice to have this. The enemy retention is really important for a lot of tanks that don't maintain their enmity as, uh, you know, scrupulous as you do. So. Yeah, I do a lot of counting on the fly. Yeah, and now uh, you might want to do as much counting because now you're getting more than you think you have. Well, I got to factor in the fact that, yeah, taking less off of it, but yeah. So yeah, you can actually keep track of, so to speak, how much enmity you have, but it's it's kind of an ordeal. Like this is more of a it's going to tire you out to do that. It, it helps you, yeah. It helps you. So yeah, so you can do uh, Chevalier's Crucies. Um, I think they're great. I don't think they're for every set, but they'll they'll need to be in some, and especially super taking sets. Good magic evasion. And the feet are simply a piece of feet. A that, piece of feet. A piece of feet that you are going to macro in to. Uh, to divine emblem anyway the feet and are a gift the feet are a huge gift 13 enemy so fast cast on feet thank you yeah yeah first off you're you're getting a piece that you would use anyway and now we're also adding more enmity to it and we're getting 10 fast cast this is one of Paladin's Where, biggest deficiencies is the fast cast and enmity yeah. and once that's one of their biggest deficiencies is fast cast and this piece really just pff, right the away. feet are insane the, the feet are so good uh, the feet aren't only just for Divine Emblem. Like, you're going to use this with Flash. You're going to use this with, uh, hopefully, if you made that change that I'm talking about with the Chevalier's Cur uh, Curious, um, you're using this in uh, um, your your blue spell sets because now you can cap SIR in a different way. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're great. And they still have 126 Magic Evasion. Like, you don't need 150 plus. You just need enough to evade the attacks regularly. And a lot of the time, as long as you're shooting for a number around the mid-500s in your sets, you can usually hit that with like certain 126 pieces plus like you know higher ones you know just kind of keep track of that but you don't need 150s to, to evade things the you theme the theme numbers. seems to be for the legs and the feet for empyrean across all jobs is high magic evasion for all jobs yeah. but having magic evasion 126 on feet for paladin i think it's ridiculous how paladin is now evading like a rune it's actually why are you playing with the cat back it is crazy it is ridiculous i think paladins encroached on runes ability to evade magic by wearing ridiculous magic evasion gear it's kind of bullshit the main criticism I have for this set is that the HP is kind of low, but as master levels increase, your HP increases too. And I still haven't found a need to have more than like 3,200, 3,400 HP. 
you can obviously go higher and you do want to mix and match these sets, but just also pay attention. Like as you build around some of these pieces or you, or you work them into your sets that you might have lower HP and you may need to compensate for that. I think the only argument would be that having more HP means you can keep more enmity, but now having these legs again, that's more important than the extra HP and the legs are 117 HP. That's a big HP piece. So well, it's larger than like the feet are 42 or the hands are 54. So I'll use an example uh, like in my in the counter set that I'm talking about for Aegis, I probably wouldn't use these legs because the Sackpot's legs have counter on them. Plus, it has six percent double attack like it. You still want some amount of DD stats in your set so that you can actually spam atonement and like do real paladin things. Um, but just the fact that you don't have to trade off accuracy or just wear terrible pieces like Suvron hands or some shit. Um, like the fact that those things are going away is fantastic, and this builds it in the right direction. This whole set is is great. I I, I think that this is fantastic for Paladin. Okay, we're gonna have to start moving faster now, just because we're gonna yeah, probably. be forever here. So Dark Knight, we can skim over real quick. That's the next one, right? Yeah, it is. We're only like a third of the way through. I didn't even through. I didn't even really look at uh, Dark Knight that much. Uh, it's just I don't damage have... based stuff like the heads, yeah I don't double attack PDL. I don't have high hopes for a lot of the damage based stuff until plus three because it's going to be inferior to R25 Naomi a lot of the time. This set might be more attainable to somebody uh, who hasn't quite be, you know progressed that far in Odyssey, so keep it on your radar. Um, Dread Spikes potency going up is great. You're casting Dread Spikes in a set that's really scary sometimes, so having negative 12 DT in that set is actually kind of nice. That's big, yeah. There is also an argument that you uh, also will uh, cast Red Spikes and try to pop your um, Scarlet Delirium at the same time because you're already in a damage receive set. So but Dark Knights will know what I'm talking about Dark when it comes to that. seems actually a bit underwhelming. Yeah, a little bit. Another Void and DT. Um, but yeah, so the, the body's interesting to me. I don't think the DT is always a good thing, but I think most of the time, if you're if you're playing responsibly, it will be a good thing. It's actually weird to have a body um, on Dark Knight that's Dread Spikes potency DT twelve and then crit rate six. That's actually kind of weird. Crit rate six is really weird. Yeah, I, that's, that's I, not, I don't that think does that does even not jive with the rest of the set. Yeah, uh, Nether Void legs are fantastic. Yeah, you get magic accuracy, and you know you're going to do drain th- three things. Because so. the Dark Magic skill on, so that's the big increase. That I guess having DT while you do that's fine. That's that that's yeah. a nice bonus. Oh, you don't even have to wear that. I, never mind. I always confuse that. You don't have to wear these for for Nether Void. It's just on activation. So the Dark skill is nice. Um, I guess these are probably going to be your, your better magic accuracy. It's magic accuracy it. 53, so that's nice. Yeah. But it's just a matter of 25. So I guess it's, it's safety while casting, which is the, the big theme here again. So it's it's nice to have that now. That's actually And nice. the legs are really good for like Shadow of Death. The feet. Or the feet are the really feet, good for yeah, Shadow the feet, of Death. Yeah, the feet are the big piece here for being able to use magic weapons. Magic skills, weapons. Cool. Magic yeah. attack bonus 45 and weapons go damage 8, which doesn't sound impressive, but it's super impressive. It's really nice when you need to kill a statue in Dynamis. There's there's times in general you're going to want magic on Dark Knight that's not like Dark Knight has an advantage in being invincible. Able to do that. You know, a- enemies will do like perfect dodge, shit like that. Okay, so there's there's no way not much to talk about with Dark Knight set overall. So let's let's go to the next one. Uh, Beastmaster got fantastic things too. Oh yes, this is going to be a bit. Yeah, I'll try not to. The Bard one won't be as bad. So no, yeah, the Bard one is just so kind let, of like let's whatever. let's give Beastmaster. We love this job. I, I don't even play it, and I love this job. I love having okay. and stuff coming. So let's give Beastmaster its props because it's a job that's not as popular as it should be. So let's this is one that got glossed over because it's not pure damage stuff, but it also kind of is pure damage stuff. Correlation's nice in the head. Yeah, so the the head is fantastic. Uh, if you have if you have favorable correlation, you want to use this head when you do Beastmaster stuff involving your pet. Uh, the 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 plus twenty six is is incredible. It's like twenty six percent more damage. Um, the fact that you now have DT while you do that is nice. 
because a lot of the times when you're on Beastmaster and you switch into like pet a pet gear. set, yeah, your your pet gear is like Valorous gear. You're going to explode <laughs> if something looks at you. It's 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 fucking terrible. Now um, it's less terrible. Yeah, now we're getting like every one of these pieces has like a, a crazy amount of accuracy for the pet, which is nice. Uh, there's no attack, which is notable. Yeah, Beastmaster picks get, up all that pet accuracy is a big benefit because you yeah. had that in the previous pieces of gear and it was reserved for specific pieces of gear. And now it's actually this is for Beastmaster because Puppet has Mpaka Beasts does not have that. It's got Gladys, right? So it does not have this pet accuracy like this. So it's actually a big benefit. Well, Gladys does have pet accuracy, yes. Oh, it does? But the... it's Gladys, so it has generic DT. Or, I'm sorry, physical DT. This is not yeah. generic. And it's also much lower in value than, than overall DT here. So the Nakumi Kaba set, the, the original version, like you would use this on Beastmaster and you had favorable uh, favorable family pairing. Um, it's it's much more impactful than it is on Blue Mage, from what I understand. Like you actually do a shit ton of damage on Beastmaster with your pet if you have family correlation proper. And dude, um, the body it did not have accuracy before. It, yeah, the the it did not. But the body is insane. This is one of the biggest yeah. pieces. Like out of everything we looked at so far, this body is the biggest piece. For so a job. Beastmaster is the job that SE did not give the traits to to do crazy damage, but they gave all the gear to to do crazy damage. This is ridiculous, so, this body. on top of the, the plus three relic head that synergizes with this in an insane way, um, you now also have the piece that augments killer effects, the, the, the breakout piece that everyone started realizing Beastmastery could use. And they were like, you know what? We're going to slap 8% weapon skill damage on And 16 axe skill. Yeah, and 16 axe skill. So your Mistral axes slash Savage Blades on Beastmaster are going to be insane with this piece. With, with um, the right You family, have 64 yeah. attack. Yeah, and it's easy to set that up. Like, uh, think Honestly. about Alfie. Yeah, you can almost always set that up on a jail boss. That's ridiculous. Um, this is so good. Yeah, 8% weapon skill damage. Uh, you the, get the damage increase attack. from this versus other jobs that got weapon skill. Like, this is the biggest increase for a job's damage potential on anything we've covered so far. Yeah, this is this is probably it's the best massive. weapon skill piece in the game. Yeah. Like, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Best, be, best in slot, Fox, if we could yes, say. Yes. In a situation where you can use a killer effect, this will always be best in slot. And not even by a small margin. This is, this is you know, even, even for multi-hit weapon skills. Yeah, because of the, the, the attack that's on this now. Like, the, the stats used to be the only thing that held this body back sometimes. Now it's not even a compromise. And anymore. we it's talked about that. during the Beast revisiting episode how something we, like we talked about. I specifically pulled up this set here and looked at the plus one, and I'm like, yeah, this stuff's lacking. It's really not that great. Like the body's got some accuracy and attack, but it just needs more. Like having now like 53 or so accuracy and attacks at 25 and 16 axe skill and weapon skill damage eight, and then killer effects actually I think increased slightly. I think it was 25 before. Now it's like oh, it's not twice the correlation. The killer effects before yeah. it just has enhanced. Killer effects is the same. It's still yeah, so it, it takes right. half of your killer traits and gives it to you in both DT and uh, DT applied after DT is factored in. It's a separate factor, um, as well as uh, uh, weapon skill damage in the same way. And before and it's, it's halved against NMs again. So. And, and before, yeah, before it's still really powerful. Still as an extra multiplier. Cats in the box. Sorry, mm -hmm. but the hands I specifically said during that episode could be. I want to stop talking because the cat. But the, <laughs> the hands. He's leaving in review. So the hands I said, all oh, these hands when they got upgraded to be really good, and now they are. Just look at these hands. Look at the trend though. Um, oh, same with the head. The head has damage taken and good pet things. The hands, same thing. So. Again, if for Beastmaster, these are pieces that you will swap into almost always when you do a ready. Almost all of the good moves that you use on Beastmaster are TP bonus related, which is why Aimer is so good. Well, it's one of the reasons Aimer is so good. So these hands are basically another Aimer that you would use. 
except now they're also they also have DT on them. And now they also have stats for your pets. So if you'll notice in in a lot of like, like if you ever open up like Falkirk's Lua uh, that's on the uh, the Killer Instinct page, or like if you ever look at, at, at older beast sets in general, you'll see that it's often you'll you'll often see that they'll swap off of Nukumi hands when you need high axe sets because they're actually it, it's worse to miss them off, right? And now you don't have to make that compromise. Like you will you will simply use this because it's the best piece that you can use for your for you your get an extra so, fifty TP bonus on sick and ready now. But just as a pup, I'm jealous of this DT again on this big swap piece. It's dumb. DT ten yeah. on his hands for a swap that you were very two, vulnerable on. Now you have two huge pieces of the, the, the two pieces. Yeah, the two pieces where you would focus on your pet the most and you go into the weakest armor set to support them now have DT. That's crazy. It felt like this is more tailored to Beast than the other sets have been tailored to those jobs. I mean, every red is. is very tailored. It but is. I, like Thief set is, is nothing compared to this. This, this like Paladin and Red Mage, is another one of the amazing sets. Stout Servant. Um, Where'd you get fucking DT again in the third piece here? Jeez. Yeah. So now I don't even have to decide oh, if I want DT on my pet or myself. I will just simply have DT on yeah, both of us that was, that while was also still maintaining accuracy. That was yeah. a huge thing when you were taking Beastmaster, like um, we were trying to do Embos and stuff. You were having to use a really specific set specific for, for set. Pet DT and Match DT, and now you have Stout Servant and an increased value now, and DT12 on legs. That's ridiculous for Beastmaster. And they they have 8% haste. Yeah, and Magic Evasion 120, because the legs so, and feet are big for Empyrean Evasion. Yeah, so if you're engaged to the mob and you need, and, and you need like DT and stuff, this gives you DT, gives your pet DT, gives you haste, gives you ack, gives your pet ack. Like everything is great. What a what a like, win for Beastmaster! Basin's so gonna be fucking through the moon. And then if you're ever a fan of decimation, these feet are the only feet oh, yeah. you'll ever use for the rest of the time. PDL and Dalton and double tag. This is like Warrior again with the legs, but that's yeah. on feet for Beast, and Beast uses decimation more than Warrior does. So this is this is and great. the three percent haste sucks, but guess what? You're never gonna melee in these. Yeah, and and you weren't. Yeah, we're not going to mail in these, but also oh. your feet options weren't that great before. Anyway. Yeah, Galetti's feet is what you would use before. They have less physical damage. They have slightly more attack, but they like also 15. have no double attack either. Yeah, yeah. No, this is all around better. Like the yeah, this is great. Isn't, isn't going to make or break that. Probably not. No, I, I can't say for certain, but probably not. And the spur going up's nice. That's always nice. Yeah. So, so ignore the fact that that there's pet ack on everything, even though that's kind of nice. You're going to have other pieces that can do that too. Like, don't get hung up on the fact that that like the pet act stuff seems boring. The pet act is important on the pieces it's important on. It's important for the master stats on the pieces where the master stats exist. So please evaluate the set properly. I think most people have the set is crazy and you should absolutely get it. So now we're, now we're going to go to Bard. I think Bards is somewhat disappointing, but I think the plus three might get the extra plus one on the song. Cause the, the plus, the song values all stay yeah. the same from one Oh nine to one nineteen plus two. Yeah, so the only thing that, that we really care about for the Bard set as a whole is the fact that it has DT while singing, and it has better versions of DT while singing than, than you previously and hands, had. Yeah, hands have strength. But yeah, the, the, the only, the only conversation that really exists here is, uh, is the plus three. Like, the plus three is probably going to give us plus twos to all of these, kind of like the, uh, the Musai set does for the SU3. Yeah. We're probably going to see that. So right now, it's not really a huge talking point. You're going to sing safer, but it's not the really movement speed's at least nicer for Bard now. It's not as not as really wimpy. It's still not great, but it's not as it's wimpy. It's the same. No, I'm saying it's 18, but the surrounding stats. Now you have Magic Evasion 147 yeah. versus only having 107 before, which is it's still a lot, but it's just the everything. It's the better than the nothing. HP. Yeah. yeah, it increases for Bard's that way. The fast cast 10, that's kind of nice. 
And it has it has auto regen plus three on it now, which is okay. But the shirt so will now cast and fast cast now. So I'm glad they, they kept focus on the fact that this is a singing set and nothing else. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they needed to have that focus on Bard because they the problem with Bard in general is that it's very unfocused and they keep going back and forth between melee stats and not melee stats. And they need to just have sets that do what Bard is supposed to do. So um, I like being able to sing and not die. This helps you sing and not 1% die. One percent more song effect duration is actually very nice too for body. Yeah, that's sure. actually that's probably what that enhanced the two biggest pieces. I think. Yeah, it's just a win. Yeah. Okay. Next set, we have Ranger. Ranger. Oh boy. So Ranger was one of the sets I really didn't care about that much because I didn't really look at it, and that's mostly because I'm kind of done playing Ranger after Era Body. <laughs> I just I, well, I don't want to play I don't want to play Ranger anymore. I really don't. Um with that said, the head It's got subtle blown snapshot. Is a it's is like a one percent increase on everything use. across the board and DT. Yeah, so um the Amini Caban plus two is is neat. You will actually use body. this. Yeah. You 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 can actually use this um in AM three sets. Yeah, the I don't know if people it. will, because you also have access to Nisrock Jerkin, so that's a thing. Um, Nistrock jerking all around for the crit because you're not going to hit the yeah. PD all the time. On Air Body, you can if you had the right buffs, well, but the, the crit with is velocity all, all shot time. and the negative enmity, like that stuff matters. But the thing is, you're going to cap enmity through uh, through your hover shot. Yeah. So you don't really care about that as much. Are Physical they damage a world can where you don't need hover shot or something? Because why would you have enmity minus 12 and velocity shot 2%? I higher? would like to build a world. Yeah. Like, okay, so hover shot does broken damage, but I really hate the running back and forth. I, 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 it annoys me just watching the ranger to do it. I'm like, that's yeah. not what ranger And then people about. get in your way and all sorts of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, these store TP 10 hands don't matter because they have we have malignants. Um, however, however, there is DT 10 in the hands, so I can't ignore it. And it's archery skill 33, so... It's got yeah. accuracy at least for bows for bows. <laughs> uh, the legs I'm most excited for. Yeah, the legs These actually look the nicest so yeah, far. The, that's, the that's legs are excellent. True shot, and store to be 11, crit rate five and DT 12. Those are nice for everything. Yeah. AM three set bow. This again. is an AM three set for sure. Yeah, yeah this Imperium is bow. This is the only piece that I care about in this set. <laughs> um, the, 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 the feet, they seem neat, but Ranger gets Naomi for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's got marksmanship skill, at least on the feet. Yeah, so I mean, if plus you're not a Naomi nice person, though. yeah, plus three is probably going to be better than Naomi. But unless you're you're not a Naomi B person, like this is not a chase piece right now. Just make it and store it, and plus three is probably going to be cool. Now, but Samurai. yeah, get, get the legs, though. Like, you're crazy. Interesting. Oh, Samurai got a nice head here with the counter Segan and damage taken nine on the head. Why is it nine? Everything else has been ten. <laughs> okay, that's the first piece of nine so uh, far, I think. So SE does like weird things when it comes to samurai and like too overpowered. Give it one less DT. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost (laughs) it's like they designed it to be a tank and then they like backpedal off of it super hard and now they want to pretend like they didn't try to do that to begin with, which is really strange. At least so at least for the head here, it's a Segan counterpiece mostly, but at least you still get the DT and store TP eleven in it to kind of also balance it out overall. So it's not like like Thief where you get six percent crit rate and and DT twelve. So at least like I rather have store TP eleven and DT and then have a counterpiece here with Segan, which is nice because i think segan counter for samurai is underrated uh so the the main thing that's underrated well yes segan counter is nice um hayden uses it a lot actually it's really powerful actually for um tanking on sam the big thing on on uh on sam though is that getting generic dt like this is incredibly important um their sets like whenever i build a set for my samurai and i'm trying to like build in dt the set always feels like trash 
because the, the body it's, it's all PDT. Look at this body. Yeah. You got yeah. So the, finally, because Samurai is not on Harandi. Samurai is not on, um, not on uh, Sakpadas. It's not on the sets that we take for granted that have generic DT in abundance. And they're stuck on like Empaka or Kenditsuba, where you have to like choose PDT or Magic Evasion, you know? Um, sure, you can use Naomi, but it's they, they don't. Sure, double attack, yay. Like, Sam's want triple attack because of how their builds work. Um, a lot of the times you can get you can get three hits, and that's what they're shooting for. Uh, it's a very, very specific job that has very, very bad DT sets. And the fact that this got any and they get store TP on the pieces that have DT is yeah. probably what they like. The body is the nicest one here. The, the, the legs are great, too. So somehow we went from having 12% everywhere to 9% head instead of 10 and then 13% body instead of 12. So the body is great katana skill, yeah. all the accuracy and attack you want. The haste, 3%, but that's kind of typical somewhat. But then you get Zanshin. heavy DDs, yeah. Yeah, uh, Zanshin and Store DP 13, 14, and DT 13. That's that's actually a really nice body. That Samurais are going to like that. Yeah, the hands seem seem fine for second Oki. So yeah, for second Oki, they crazy got nice it is. Yeah, I don't those, know how those, crazy those are the this weapon is, skill damage hands, though. It's probably fine. Like, it's yeah. probably great. You probably want to use it for second Oki. Yeah, during second Oki is when you'd want those. Yeah, that, that's why. The, that's why. It, so, what's nice about that is they could have put weapon skill damage in any piece. It would have been like, well, it's not better than the army. Maybe plus three is probably going to be better. But now we have this is already better, especially during Sakunoki. Maybe plus three. And the hands will be better in general outside of because Samurai gets a good skill chain damage already. You're not dependent on the army for all your skill chain damage. So having stronger options like these hands at plus three, they're already better at plus two for Sakunoki than you know you're already going to make them and use them. And now look yeah. at these legs again, too. Now the legs, the legs are good. The legs are also the next biggest win here because you want to TP in these legs already. Yeah, so SE gave Samurai a DT set uh, from this. Uh, that's basically what's happening. Yeah. Like the, the, the legs are great. The legs are fantastic. 8% legs are, are, are awesome for this job uh, because sometimes your haste values can get janky with it. Um, store TP, DT, and high haste with accuracy. That's everywhere you want to live on, on this job. So... Um, Basically, I could I could see myself like building a set that uses these three generic DT sets, uh, DT pieces, and then using like triple attack in the other slots, and probably having a fairly well rounded set. But I'd have to I'd I'd really have to look at it. The legs are always um, the biggest win for Sam for a long time, even when Adalim was new. And now that they have magic evasion, accuracy, sort DP, and Hasso haste plus. Magic like, evasion is huge too. The, the Hasso haste plus on these legs, having everything else with DT ten and sort DP, that really makes up for Samurai's other haste deficiencies. And having that really usually rounds out your sets. So making this a sort DP and DT piece really kind of. I don't know if it's still the same way for Sam as it was, but now the DT really sets it over the edge here of being that piece that you can you can round out all your sets with if you're being offensive on Samurai. Yeah. The feet are, I don't know if I can evaluate these. These are conserved TP 12, physical damage limit 7, and Sengen Glory, so, which we already be using them for anyway. But. This this job, like Monk, has a very low amount of physical damage limit plus. Yeah. So this is probably a slot where you're going to want this. Um, Sengakori we've talked about before. That's with the um, the, the skill chain damage versus magic burst damage um, open and closing. It's you're, this is a, a nice macro piece for that, regardless. So this is still going to be used in conjunction with weapon skills no matter what, and you might as well get physical damage limit on a piece that has a decent amount of attack. Yeah, it's another one percent Sengakori effect. So that's that's nice. So you already need yeah, them sure. anyway. So now you have attack and accuracy. So there you go. Samurai got a good all around set. They can pick up all. Yeah, the they they, they don't they don't seem like super exciting for feet, but. They're not, they're but, but they still are. They, we're yeah, going to use them anyway, so. 
yeah, I'm not a confident enough samurai when it comes to all the sets to really look at that one, but I like the fact that they got DT. Speaking of the next job, Fox. Yeah. Get your garb on, baby. And, and may I take a second here, Fox? I'm having an O'Fallon smoke porter, and it says oh. it's award-winning, dark, rich, and smoky. I don't know what goddamn award O'Fallon make, uh, won here, but O'Fallon makes some of the worst beer. It is just, oh, they just, made up their own award. And, I, it says uh, on the side here, um, the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. Oh. I, I mean, I, I don't know who awarded this anything, but it's probably gonna be like one of those places like it was the only entry in the field. Yeah, the only entry in the field. Domino's won the award at the pizza festival or like Barefoot's a gold medal at the Orange County Fair. It's like, no, no, yeah. your, your stuff's horrible, Domino's and Barefoot. You make horrible products. I know Fallon is horrible beer. I am regretting drinking this. I just had to share my dismay at this product. It is horrible. <laughs> Never buy an O'Fallon beer. The worst thing the Irish ever did was make this. Wow. Anyway, so Hattori Garb. Ninja. Okay, so people really hate on dual wield uh, when, when they see it on stuff because they always assume they're at haste cap forever. Um, you want tiered dual wield sets and you want as many options as you can get for them. The fact that this has dual wield 7 and 51 accuracy and 51 ranged accuracy is pretty huge. And DT. And DT, sure, yeah. Um, in fact, you, you want DT dual wield sets. Like There, there is a, a depth of dual wield sets you can build on Ninja uh, that is insane. How about when you're weakened on Ninja and you have an option to do you and need you dual when you're weakened and have a yeah. DT so you don't die? That's actually really uh, like I need to make more DT weakened sets for dual wield on my jobs like blue and stuff because they really come into play. Because when you have enough dual wield, you may be getting a lot lower TP, but you're still doing damage at a better rate than otherwise. And you can actually get in a fight and even have dual wield and everything. If you have Sam's roll back on while you're weakened. Uh, you, it feels like you're not even weakened almost when you're fighting this way, but you have to have a DT dual wield set. And having a piece like this as a blue mage, I would be, I would love to have this piece. So there's some things you want to consider when it comes to dual wield, um, and that's one of them. I actually have something built into my Lewis. It's called uh, uh, sets.tp.standard.oshit. Oh, shit. And oh shit is when you're weakened or when you've been inflicted with a slow or something like that, and it helps it helps compensate for that. So what you're talking about is you're talking about on blue mage, you get more, you get more uh, dual wield so that that way you can It compensates uh, for the weakness. Cause it, yeah, it compensates for the weakness. Ninja kind of takes it a step further where, and a lot of people don't realize this, but the, the more frequently you have an attack round, the more frequently you have a chance to throw a shuriken. Oh, and that is not nerfed by dual wield. Oh, oh so and look at the in situations, in situations where you have a lot of slow on your ninja, you actually are at less of a disadvantage than other people trying to do it. Talk about never it's caring about a waste slot too. Like the haste ten percent on the head—that's ridiculous. Yeah, and that—that's good because some of your gear and dual wield sets can be janky. So the fact that this has DT, this has AC, range jack, and dual wield seven is fantastic. No, you won't wear this all the time. And and shit, you get eleven double attack as well when behind the mob during in it, which is completely reasonable. Like, you don't even have to use this. I feel like uh, going back to the the Melfina peanut gallery, I, I feel like a lot of people look at a piece like this and go, oh, but I'm already capped so much on Duel on Dancer and Ninja that this just hurts me. Or on Monk, I have so much more, this just hurts me. But when you apply these pieces of gear that are unique to the right situations, like I'm weakened, I need extra Duel to DT, and, and this also definitely works in and weakened. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just in general, just applying these pieces to these situations, Having a player that can be weakened and still contribute to the fight and apply plenty of proper damage, as long as they're not going to die again, and Ninja being a job of shadows can prevent that a lot better than any other yeah. job can. 
being a weak in DD and still being able to carry the fight and, and, and make sure things don't stall, super important. So this is, allows Ninja to uh, double down on its own niche of, of successful weakened damage, which, which sounds stupid, like, oh, I, I just beat the fight. I never died. It's never going to be wrong. It happens. It happens to everyone. Yeah. It's going to happen. And, and being able to be prepared for an eventuality on a job that, that does it very well, great piece for that. But everyone else looks at it and goes, oh, I have too much dual will. This is a horrible piece. Why couldn't I have no dual will on my end piece? Consider also how important this DT 9% is. Prior to this piece, what Ninja uses in this slot normally is oh, Ryo Summon plus one. That headpiece is real bad. Hmm. I, I thought I was, I was going for malignants here, but I guess that's it. It has 48 magic evasion. Sure, it has store TP. But it only has 48 magic evasion. Like, that's what it has going for it. Yeah, it's back to Esha tier gear. Yeah, it's Esha tier gear. It's it's not great. And sure, there are situations where you're maybe you can go, you know, full idiot and just go nuts. But you're the idea <laughs> it's, of losing it's very rare. 60 magic evasion by using Esha gear now. It terror it terrifies me because we're fighting yeah. stuff where magic evasion is the defining factor of living or dying or getting enfeebled or not. And being able to fight the goblins last month. And being able with with bar paralyze and bar blizzara to actually resist the paralyze uh, sometimes from even landing in the first place uh, was was really good and I could not do that with with crap magic evasion like a Ryu head with with forty nine match this is this is almost like dragoon hands meme forty nine magic evasion it's it's, it's like a it's like a acro gauntlets almost again it's ridiculous so the okay so the body um so ffxi math uh did a, a three-part series on this uh the guy who talked about hybrid skill weapon skills and stuff he's kind of fallen off a little bit because he kind of goes into like the the generic crowd of let's make tier lists and stuff but he actually did evaluate this body piece properly and i'm stuck at the same crossroads so this piece is neat for a dt piece but the megawari plus 14 is an extremely conflicting piece piece of it um so the way Migawari works is as you increase in skill and also with this stat, um, it basically lowers the threshold at which Migawari will trigger. Ninjutsu skill? Yeah, ninjutsu skill. Um, so basically, if you get a certain amount of ninjutsu skill, it'll trigger it like 75% of your... If, if, the, if the TP attack would do 25% of your HP, it triggers and it eats your Migawari instead, right? Um, you can push this as far down as like 90%. So if you take 10% so, damage. So if you take 10%. Anymore. Yeah. So if you take That's 10%, you, you can see the problem though, right? Yeah. Because then you're taking it too easily. Yes. I've actually built a toggle into my Lua that lets me set a Megawari range. What about your magic uh, master levels? You're going up more ninja, ninjutsu. You're going up more ninjutsu. Yeah. yeah. So we're problem, actually, actually, we actually have a rising floor on this. That's an issue. So I actually have a, a, a toggle in my Lua that lets me set a range for which I want my Megawari to proc at. And that's what I cast in to, 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 to ensure that. Like, I go fucking balls deep on Ninja. And it basically keeps you safe. Like, so if you can plan for the fact it's like, oh, this move generally does about 75% of my HP. I need, like, this much Megawari. Like, that's what this Lua does. And um, when it comes to this body piece, you can build that in. Like, you can factor that in uh, to any kind of crazy toggles like that. The problem is, is that if you're just if you are not micromanaging your ninja to that level and setting this up in situations where, you know, you're going to take a certain amount of damage, like if you don't have that planning, this body piece is much worse for you than it would be for me who uses this. So the most people don't plan like that. So that's not going. It's true. Yeah. And and that's why this is going to be a bad piece plan that way. You don't. And this is going to be a bad piece for a lot of people because it it 
it's counterintuitive to why you want Megawari. It's fantastic for those who can plan, counterintuitive for those who can't. I think a lot of people um, are just going to see Megawari plus higher value and assume it's, it's better than they should use. Yeah, they're going to put it on and their Megawaris are just going to be taken off. I got hit with a normal hit from this mob. My Megawari is gone. What's going on, guys? Yeah. So I don't want to spend too much more time on the on the Ningi, but the Ningi is good, but it's only good if you are an insane ninja that does insane ninja things. The critical hit rate matter um, at all there is just DT. No, it doesn't. No. It's just it's DT twelve Megawari. Yeah. It seems like really the Megawari seems to be the star in that body piece. The rest of it actually seems like a waste of a DT yeah. piece almost, doesn't it? Uh, sort of. I I actually like being able to melee in this because it has fifty four ac and and fifty four ranged ac. Is that really yeah, a problem so the in tank gear? mode? In tank mode, sure. I don't have you know if I need the Megawari in this in this much DT, then we're good. But otherwise, no. it seems like the worst piece of the set, frankly. It can be, yeah. It can also be the best piece. Like it just depends on what you're doing. Fute on the hands, oh baby. Uh, this piece is great. It's it's really great. It's fantastic. Magic burst damage ten on a piece that needed it. It didn't Fute, have it before. That that's the, that's the static gain because before it was two uh, percent less Fute and ninjutsu damage, which those alone are nice. But having the magic burst, well, 10, the ninjutsu damage is not nice. All this means is it's sixteen MAB. So this wow, actually has two more is very. It, yeah, it's two more than the, the almost nothing anyway. we had. Yeah, so you would use this for Fute. You can still use this for magic bursting too because Ninja has really bad magic burst sets. Um, you have to use like Naomi and stuff in them. And this, I think, is going to be better than using the Naomi hands. Uh, so, you know, make make sure your toggles are good, I guess, if you go to approach this. It, just kind of keep in mind that this is a very good piece, but it doesn't look, it's not as cool as it looks. Okay. Um, At the least legs you, are you neat. Do get the option of magic bursting outside of the army. Oh yeah, uh, the legs are neat. They you would think that a counter build is cool on ninja, and it is, um, but it's not cool most of the time because you have shadows. Oh, wait, so hold, counter, hold on here, Fox. The hands don't get any magic attack bonus. It's kind of sad. They do. They get sixteen. They get. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, sixteen. That's yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I was looking. I'm like, look, we got everything here. We got magic accuracy. I'm like, wait, wait, where's the magic attack bonus? There's if no. this had if this had like 45 magic attack bonus like most great. Of the other That's pieces, yeah, yeah they would be gross because other jobs got mab it didn't have it yeah. like blue legs didn't have mab and they got mab on them they are physical fortunately movies. yeah fortunately fute is strong the fute bonus is strong enough it's 26 percent more damage instead of 24 separate so thing. yeah and then magic burst 10 in this slot is great because it makes up for other shit pieces of gear you could be wearing like the ninja wears like static earring and stuff to cap magic yeah. burst. It's so at least you can get rid of static earring for something else like like uh yeah. magnetic earring yeah. Um, let's see here. So the legs. So a counter build is 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 nice. Um, it's great if something is hundred fisting you, but most of the time you're just going to pop Issa Kagan. Yeah, for a job that has shadows, um, the counter is kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> yes. Get, get it. <laughs> it. Exactly. Exactly. Because it, it uses your shadows first. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> so stupid. It's not it's even so, a good pun. It's so cringe. It's not even a good pun. Uh, um. <laughs> but yeah, I'll uh, try better next time to be more punny. Thanks, man. But yeah, basically, I'm trying to get through this quickly, and here yeah, you are sorry. throwing in crappy puns. Um, the uh, the the counter rate though, uh, it only kicks in after shadows are gone. Yeah, and, and the feet. Let's hope Utsumi goes to plus two with the plus three, but because it's still plus one from all the sets. The feet are bad. Yeah, they. they, they You're get... gonna upgrade it because you use Utsumi anyway, and you want more magic evasion on this piece. But the feet are bad. Plus three might have good enough weapon skill damage too. So. 
They might, yeah. Or you might get it was two semi plus two, which it, is what we're hoping that's, for. That's what you are hoping for. The ta- it's, yeah. it's, a, it's back to like this thief set kind of count, uh, contradictory ideas here of tactical parry and weapon skill. You're not going to wear for both. There's no DT, so you're not like it's just kind of really well, a jank ass piece. So tactical parry here makes a little bit more sense because if you're casting shadows, you're not attacking. So if you happen to parry during that window, you I might guess. as well get some TP out of it. I guess, but it's increasing TP during a window. It's not increasing your, your count, your parry chance, right. which would be useful. So unfortunately, yeah. So this is the piece that you're going to use anyway, but you're upgrading it because you're going to use it anyway. Tactical That's... parry would have been nice if it actually a tactical guard if it actually added a, a, a lesser chance of guarding or parrying, not just TP bonus. It would have been nice yeah. to actually increase that, like Incortata does for Rune. Just, yeah. just a little bit, like half the value or something, like or or less, just just a little bit of it. Or just give Ninja Incartata. <laughs> I don't think Ninja needs Incartata. Let's, let's I not, think it needs Incartata. I, I know we've buried Rune Fencers at the bottom here of, of of uniqueness of like this is the one job that can just on magic <laughs> damage by giving every fucking job magic evasion, which I'm a little bitter about because that was like like the, the delineation between taking a Paladin and Rune Fencer was like really clear. It was like yeah. Aegis for certain things, otherwise. Uh, Rune was actually able to evade stuff that Paladin was never going to evade, and Paladin was able to, to stonewall physical damage ridiculously. It was a clear delineation, and now they've like really blurred that line into like. A yeah, now, now you just now you just pair the uh, the Rune Fencer up with the Black Mage and call it a day. And, and Rune Fencer still has that, and it's super nice in Odyssey that you get your own bar spells. Actually, very important. It uh, is, and, ha- and having uh, regens cool and all, but Paladin providing the stronger protect and the defense and everything. It's just. They Overall, doubled down too hard on the on the regen gimmick for Rune Fencer, yeah, honestly. Yeah, they, they did. Way Us, too far. Uh, otherwise, we'll get to Rune Fencer. But next is Dragoon. I am confused by this set in general. I'm not. Uh, okay, so I, I like that there's DT with high magic evasion on these pieces. That feels good on Dragoon. It's not that high, though. It's, it's not that it, high, it's but still it, lower it's than higher than... Even, but it's, it's better than what you had otherwise. Like like the yes. body instead of head. Okay, so let's start with the head. And, and Well, Galetti's is, is still not great because it's physical damage. Like, nobody gives a shit about physical damage anymore. It needs so to be generic. We, we go to conflicting things here again. So now the head was, was, you know, traditionally just an accuracy attack piece. It wasn't special, but it had Wyvern Absorbs damage, which could have been nice, but they added Weapon Skill Damage aid to it. So... <laughs> you would think this would be a good DT piece for Master and Wyvern to be like, this is my one piece that gives me disproportionate amounts of Wyvern survivability and Master survivability and like one piece and I can put more offensive piece in my other set. That would have been a cool use for it, right? No, it gets weapon skill damage 8. But that's not a problem because it has polearm <laughs> skill 22, which is cool. Yeah. That's more That's more than the war it gets on its, on its skill bonus. So it actually gets higher yeah. skill increase, which is only minor, but uh, it has high haste, which is cool for physically like 7% haste on a head for a uh, job like that. But once again, it's a macro piece because it's got weapon skill damage on it. It's not, once again, wouldn't it have been cool to have it's high so haste weird. and a DT yeah. piece and a Wyvern Absorb piece? It, it really could have, should have had the DT. But right now, as it stands, uh, it's it's competitive with Naomi R20, but it doesn't have the skill chain potency, which is a big Dragoon benefit, unique, so you don't have the traits that Samurai or something has. So when plus three comes out, the head plus three is going to be your better or best weapon skill option. But right now, it's close. So if you're a new Dragoon that doesn't have Naomi, uh, and you're a Savage Blade, you're going to do something like that. Really good piece, because the strength is, just looking at it's 31, it's probably a little higher. It's probably like four or five higher than than, than To than define the is. weapon skill thing, though, it's going to be for like Camelons and, and Sonic Thrust and shit like that. Yes, Camelons, Sonic Thrust, Savage Blade. But it, it, it stands out if you're a new Dragoon making the job because you're picking it up, and this is going to be this is going to be definitely an easier piece to pick up than the Yame and Augmenting. That's for sure, yeah. Uh, Savage Blade and et cetera with this going to be a good piece to pick up. Even if it's not stronger than the Yame R25 right now, not everyone has that. Even if it's a better it's still, option. It's, it's still enough, though. Yeah, it, it's still enough that for a job that kind of needs it, 
compared to other DDs, it's it still is a gift to Dragoon to have that. So it's it's not as bad as it looks for being contradictory of a piece and making fun of it. But then we go you to know, the body. All of these pieces seem that way too, because the body yeah. is about about to be the same thing. The body is confusing because now it's Store TP thirteen best piece for Relic again. Uh, Imper- um, Runo Hirni, whatever the fuck is this? The Imperial. Oh, the Riona Hige. You yeah, gave the myth. Yeah, okay. yeah, I need a second. <laughs> My brain died. It just, it just died. Come. We've been talking for three hours. My brain—that was the sound of my brain failing. It He's just. Done it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So for the mythic weapon, it's your best piece, and it was already the piece you were using, and it felt really bad as a mythic dragoon to use this. And now you have an option that has one more store TP and has physical damage limit, which is weird. So if if you're using Runo Hige as a mythic dragoon, it's nice now to have now you have Wyvern accuracy and food effect. So that's actually really nice because uh, Spirit Link gives you TP back, and your Wyvern usually can't hit shit. But now it's getting a, a food effect, which is if you're using something like Carbonara store TP and HP, which is big for a low HP Wyvern. Accuracy and magic. Well, the magic accuracy is not going to matter because you're not using breath in this piece. But the accuracy is what the <laughs> Wyvern needs to hit and give you more TP and spirit links because you're going to yes, be using Yes, that's really link. important. Yeah, that's I actually, actually like important. that amongst this whole set. Yes, yes, that was nice. The Strict TP 13 is nice. It is a good piece of TP in. It, everyone's going to be like, but Hojurandi has DT and, and crit rate. This is a better piece of TP in than Hojurandi without, it doesn't need the crit to be better. Maybe, yeah. possibly with Mythic and the multi hits. But even then, you're going to be using this piece anyway. You can, you're going to have to make up the DT on the slots here because this piece is worth using. And it, it gives uh, this whole set actually gives Mythic a little more power on Dragoon. A little more. And it's, it, it needed kind of a little more, in my opinion. So that's good. The physical damage limit, it's really weird because Gleddy's be body is double attack yeah. nine, which is more important for, for Star Diver. Or, and it has PDL also. And it has PDL also at that value, I think, somewhere around yeah. there. So it's just, it's really bad. It's unfortunate that that's there because otherwise it'd be a great piece. Yeah, so it's really good. Well, for I mean, TP. it still is a good piece. But... Yeah, it, it's already good, but it, it conflicts already with with having Gleddy's body. So it's really good for Mythic Dragoons. I I I haven't. I'd rather be a Mythic Black Mage than a Mythic Dragoon. So I can't see making this for Dragoon the Mythic weapon. It's just it's just really niche for Dragoon. But at least it gives a little more. So like Martel is one, I believe. So he's going to be happy with this. But what this also does is this really takes away. This whole set, again, takes away at the value of Naomi Path A, which Martel was set on because of his Dragoon in the first place. And having this piece now really takes away from Naomi A, because I, was, I haven't updated my Dragoon guide since Gladys R20. Uh, it was R20, but Naomi R20. And mm. now, like, uh, Gladys' hands going to 25 actually has replaced Acro Gauntlets. And frankly, it's replaced Naomi hands because the hands have pet DT like eight on them, which is huge yeah. Dragoon. So now we've gone to a point where Naomi is even less valuable and the body now uh, removes any reason to really make Naomi path A for Dragoon because that's a job that lacks the things that Naomi path A provides. There's not the DT and stuff, but it's yeah, really... That's the only argument that I would put is that you would still use path yeah. A for like crazy da- dangerous situations. But... Yeah, but that that is... that so. What really hurts that too is the skill chain damage because the piece base has that, and and having B to complement that base stat is so important for Dragoon's DPS output as a DPS job that skill chains, you know, it's like the best skill chain job next to Samurai here. So having that is super important for being a Dragoon, 
and just taking away those reasons to have the extra three TP, even though you're losing some magic evasion again, even though you know the detail, just taking away from the offensive power of the A, because now we're getting more sets with DT here. So now we're going to move to the hands. Unfortunately, the hands wouldn't jive well with the mythic because they had the DT. But what the hands yeah. do is they remove me having to carry Salivia anymore. And that's really nice. That's true. Because if and I'm ten, a... 10% DT and 72 yeah. magic evasion on the hand slot's great. It, the hand's really, really good. They're good. They, they are so good. They, they lack like three or four, four strength compared to uh, Salivia with the same double attack and similar accuracy Whatever. in attack. But they have 1% haste, and the plus 3 is going to be definitely better. But they're already better for having generic DT. Well, I think Talibia is 5 DT. It's generic already. But you've doubled the DT. You've picked up Wyvern Accuracy. So once again, now you're, you're getting more Street TP from, from, uh, from Spirit Link here. So you're increasing your, your DPS output again on top of that. And it also increases Spirit Link's potential here for uh, HP Restoral, which is important. Because sometimes you use Spirit Link, and you don't restore fully if you don't have everything going on here i've had it where liver's almost dead and you don't restore it to full and it feels bad because you got to wait a minute Real and a half bad. now yeah so the, the hands going up is very important and the hands are or the standout piece i like here. the hands yeah yeah, yeah specifically because again you you find dt in a, in a weird slot like yeah. this the hands are big DT, for dt hands yeah and honestly like it's gonna shine even more for any set any job that's on galetti's or impaka because of the, the physical damage taken that's on those pieces like it's gonna be a refreshing breeze when you put on the fucking real DT and not have to lean on how bad the TT is when it's only physical damage. So I don't know if the legs have much potential outside of Drake's Bane, but they were already the best for Drake's Bane without like there was no accuracy in these legs and they're the best for Drake's Bane. So having accuracy now and attack at huge values and these legs and DT. Yeah, you don't feel bad yeah. about using your Drake's Bane. Yeah, so. now yeah, now your Drake's Bane doesn't leave you as vulnerable. Another gift to Mythic Dragoons. Not really accuracy and attack on it too because no one's a really dragoon. <laughs> and yeah, the accuracy like there was no accuracy before; it was just attack. And, and so the yeah. legs got a great boost, even if they're not used for anything else. They are great for Drake's pain, and they are great for not dying while using Drake's pain. And the feeder is an improvement for, yeah, for spirit jump. Feeder. That's that's what they're for. So that's it. Yeah, you spirit jump, and then you also have DT on that. Right? I guess jumping and DT gear is nice. So, but it's the wyvern accuracy will never come into play on this piece. The accuracy actually matters a lot now for jump because sometimes you no no the, the the wyvern accuracy doesn't yeah yeah, yeah you're never gonna wear this in a TP set yeah, but every piece gets wyvern accuracy so whatever yeah okay now now beckoners is oh boy we're getting through this we are beckoners is so good I love this is a gift so talking about summoner earlier this is really going to improve everything we just talked about earlier okay so the main thing I want to get out of the way is that. The headpiece, along with master levels, not only give you one more favor effect tier, it gives you two more that we didn't have before. And we don't even know if that 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 second one even exists. So the the, the horn itself is gross. Um, it, you idle in it. You use it for favor. Um, it gives DT you DT on a refresh piece with favor. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It gives you accuracy and six percent haste, so you can melee as summoner. Yeah, and, and avatar accuracy. And the the gift of meleeing on summoner here is ridiculous. Okay, so here's the thing with the summoner gear. A lot of people are like, "Oh man, this this set seems so bland." Oh, it's not bland. The head alone. What just... are you talking about? Okay, so let's look. Uh, so yeah, the head alone is ridiculous. So the body though, blood, blood pack damage twelve. It's already very close to the convoker's body, which people use anyway because they use it for the act. They use it for the blood pack damage. This also has perpetuation cost minus seven. It's neat. So you can idle in it. You're incentivized to idle in this. It's one more too, and that's actually um, useful. 
a lot of the times summoners explode when they use their blood packs because they go into terrible sets that have low HP and no DT. Yeah, when Karen fact, uses her blood pack, she actually goes to yellow on everyone. Like she's like, Karen, are you okay? Did you get aggro by something? I went to the, to the camp yeah. there and it's like, no, I just put Fleet Wind on myself and now my HP is yellow, which is not yeah, good because you get blood aggro too. Yes, because it's not only pushing your HP down, but while you're readying that pact, you have this gear on to increase your blood pack damage and you've just pushed down your HP and then if anything even breathes on you, you're going to die because you're wearing Esha level gear that has no DT on it and like basically no magic evasion stats or anything. So uh, summoners are historically extremely vulnerable when they use blood packs. They finally, just like black mage, like this sets exciting because they finally have a way to actually have DT while performing blood packs. And now you have a piece that goes from 80 magic evasion to 120. You get 70 magic skill, yeah. 19 damage taken 12%. The avatar gets stacks. It gets one more blood pack damage too. So you get an all around body piece here. On top of the headpiece you're idling in that, that keeps you from blowing up a summoner, which really compensates for some of your biggest weaknesses and makes the job, you know, that much better. And it has accuracy, physical accuracy. Yep. Both pieces. That's so, that's so exciting. And, Avatar. and having that, 74 really HP exciting. in a body for a job that gets low HP everything is very nice. Yeah. Um, the hands, are, our blood pack damage is good for the same reason that I was talking about before. Um, there are, and I want to stress that there are pieces that are going to outdamage this, but it's important that you have these stats that go along with it. Like, so the hands are less exciting, but at least they have decent magic evasion. They give the pet these accuracy bonuses. They still have blood pack damage plus eight. And very importantly, they aren't Merlinic hands. Um, they may, they, they have just like two less blood pack damage than most pairs of, of Merlinic hands. And you don't have to wear fucking Melanic hands. And so, so. The, the hands being nice too for, for having your avatar perpetuation cost. If you know you're going to be using a specific avatar here, you can have the weather on you and have your gear set change around to more DT, more refresh, and things like that for being on something with these hands because they actually can take away a disproportional amount of burden. Even though your your perpetuation from like the body or something is now reduced. Yeah. I mean, you can still, and has DT on it, you can still... I don't know what the, your cost is on Summoner, but I think with the hands and the body, you might be able to cap it. Like, you're not going to use a ring anymore. You only need 15. Yeah. That, that, it, having it would take it to 8, because it rounds uh, at floor, so you have to 8. And the body yeah, alone yeah. will have... Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll take, the, it'll take the main cost, and it'll, it'll take 7 off. So you need one more. So you could use the body, yeah. the hands with weather, and, and the, the stupid ring, or anything else. I'm sure there's a piece the, on Summoner I don't even know, because I play the job that has perpetuation minus to use anyway, so you're not going to worry about having to cap that with other pieces like you typically had to in the past. Yeah, and in your melee sets, the um, the perpetuation cost can actually matter uh, quite a bit, because you're not usually wearing as much refresh as you normally would. So again, like this is if, you, if you're a crazy person and you go into melee, um, you can crazy use this person. Well, Cataclysm yeah. is powerful, man. Uh, this does not have physical accuracy, though, so keep that in mind. Oh, the hands but, don't. Uh, oh, wow. No. That's unfortunate. But uh, it's still an option, I guess. It should. Um, it looks they, like it should have that because every piece got... That's, that's the translation issue because every piece in this set has accuracy. To me, they're like one of the least exciting pieces in here, but they're still nice to have. Um, I could see situations where maybe I, I don't want to wear you know, gear that's going to cause me to explode when things look at me, and this helps that. There is accuracy in these hands, DT. it's just not listed. Oh, even better. Then. Yeah, as okay, I said, that changes and, my opinion completely. Yeah, every piece has it, and it's, when I click the actual main page or the description, it has 52 accuracy. It's just not listed here on this, but let me fix the Beckoner's hands page. Okay. 
It was going to seem really weird um, if four to five pieces and every other piece of accuracy in this did not, so it does have accuracy. Uh, Beckoner's Spats plus two. Um, it's DT for your magic pack set. Uh, the, uh, the legs you get from Sinister Rain are still going to do more damage, but this is a piece where you'll swap into it and not die, and that's a recurring theme here. Um, they also have really high summoning magic skill. These might have higher skill than um, uh, than the... Uh, God, why can't I remember the set? Bayami set. They, they might have, they might have more than Bayami legs. Nice. BG was wrong. So where you're really going to get the thing you're talking about is with the Beckoner's feet because they oh, have yeah. negative eight perk cost. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So you're going to wear... You're basically feet in your melee and set hands, on... And that's it. Yeah, on your, in your melee set on Summoner, you can wear the, the head, the body, and the feet and be basically good to go when it comes to per- perpetuation and probably accuracy, too. Yeah, even, yeah the, the hands, because when the hands first came out, they actually mattered, but now yeah, the perp cost is so high minus on these pieces that now once when, once you say that using the body and the feet, the hands don't even matter anymore. You have to care about the fucking weather, so fuck it. That seems like yeah. a really weird stat to have on there now. It's because it used to exist. They it, just it, it, it. Yeah, they continued it. But I remember that when I used to play Summoner back in the Abyssia era, that was actually a really important stat. And it's another it's another situation where you have Blood Pack Damage 8, but you're not on a piece of gear that's going to get you killed. Um, it has 158 Magic Evasion, which, again, is is something you, you haven't seen until now. Like We we were stuck at 150 for the longest time. And more MP. Sure. Not safe. But yeah, this is basically a safer set to do your packs in and it's also a nice alternative to be able to like melee and actually do stuff with your nirvana so yeah you're actually using nirvana there. in the proper way by being able to use it and melee with your avatar and have all and your you probably won't hit. die yeah, yeah and have detail that's nice hey it's hashishin coming to my there we house. go yeah so blue mage set interesting uh the head i was happy about not because of the weapon skill damage because of chain affinity actually that's right you should use it. So sword skill um, is nice for blue magic because it, it depends on your, your physical blue magic accuracy. It's depending on that. Uh, well, unfortunately, it's not attack, but there's attack now in the piece, which it did not historically have. So SE needs to make a change to blue mage where if chain affinity is active, you gain benefits of weapon skill damage. That would be so good. But that would make physical blue magic ridiculous, actually. Well, it needs to be. It's kind of like behind the power curve. Yeah, it and is. It it's is. also an ability that's tied to like a ridiculous timer, and it would give more merit to the SU5, too. It would actually change around the, the the value of the category one merits too, actually for blue. Yeah. But uh, the weapons go damage eight. It's it's under. It's I'm sorry, hiccups underwhelming. It's just yeah. not uh, maybe plus three. But even then, I I'd rather have skill. I mean, you actually don't have skill chain too much on blue mage because savage blade doesn't skill chain much, and you're using different piece of of damage for CDC which skill chain. So it's it's kind of underwhelming overall. Yeah. Uh, like Naomi is DT though, so. Over overall, yeah. I mean, the plus three head might beat Naomi, but even if Naomi goes up to R thirty from twenty five, we're going to go back to the same cat and mouse game. So the real benefit here yeah. is you have a piece that didn't have attack before and has chain affinity plus because when you're using chain affinity, of yeah, now it picked up fifty one yeah. from zero. Chain affinity uh, on this piece is really powerful for that uh, when you're using that. I forget exactly. I think it changes the modifier like a thief's hands do, but it's actually useful for chain affinity instead of sneak attack. And sword skill matters with uh, physical blue magic, right? Yes, the accuracy of the physical yeah. blue magic. Yeah, that's a nice piece. Uh, sorry, the someone forgot a bracket here. Let me fix the third issue on BJ. A bracket. Yeah. It has set notes, but doesn't have the actual... Man, look at this idle piece you get. 
for those who do not have a shamash robe. Yeah, that does not resist silence, though. Yeah, for those who don't have it. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't like that it's only physical damage taken on Shamash. Like, yeah, sometimes I, I, I want to remove it. But then that also, like, leaves a big gaping hole in my in my damage taken set. So um, it's cool that Blue Mage has the option to forego that if they're not concerned about the silence thing. That's for sure. I, I actually want to use it for that because I'm not concerned about the silence thing, really. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have just pop a remedy. It makes a better refresh set, absolutely. And I already want to use it because... Uh, it has the blue magic fast cast here of what sixteen percent? Yeah, oh, 15, 15, right 15. Here. I didn't get the two percent yeah. like every other job. That's great. Thanks, I see. That job got two percent. So it's fifteen percent fast cast. Yeah, man. Uh, so the chain affinity base damage goes up by twenty six when you use this piece. Um, which I had to pull up the chain affinity. It's like, um, so, so it's at a decimal rate though. So it's like goes from like one to one point two six. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and it, Chain That's Affinity itself bad. doubles the modifier of Blue Magic. So it's probably from 2 to 2.26 then. But the, the physical assume. attack and the strength makes it the best piece anyway. So Yeah, I, there's no reason not to use something that, that synergizes with it when there's so few bonuses to Blue Magic. Is. With that and the Eflux Pants, I want to see, because closing Blue Magic with Synchrodrill and a Piercing Weak Mob is actually very nice still. So I want to see if right. that actually gets even more respectable. Hopefully. Well, I mean, you got you get attack and accuracy in both these pieces that are that are relevant to that. And honestly, I, I think they I think they did right by the the as right as they could have by the physical blue magic spells. Yeah, it, we needed I'm, pieces that improved it, and these pieces disproportionately improved chain affinity, and especially the pants and efflux. Yeah. The pants are the biggest gain, but the body's nice for having DT and and uh, you know basically blue magic fast cast here, which helps. Your survivability and your blue mage sets just went up a lot, and this was a really important piece for that. Yeah. The, the DT on that piece is, is the exact right place you should put that. It's got refresh and, and that fast cast for there. So that's a really helpful piece for blue. Super nice to bring that back out. It's been in my mod cast forever for lock style. But the hands, <laughs> here we go. The hands are awesome. The hands, again, with the DT, a great nuking piece, and it has the recast away 15%. So that's even better. Yeah, so nuking hands, like, like honestly, like your nuke sets on Blue Mage feel really awkward uh, from from my perspective of it. Like I don't like wearing a Malric gear, and basically Blue Mage gets trapped in a Malric land. It and does. This right here gives you gives you a fantastic recast delay, especially for your uh, for your cleaves, while being able to wear DT while also having decent magic accuracy. Big for Magic Hammer. Bonus. Oh yeah, huge for Magic the Hammer. Ma the recast delay here impacts Magic Hammer significantly. Oh yeah, I love and, Magic and now Hammer. That, I don't now, have a Tizona. Now that your skill is up now for Master Levels, I'm able to, without changing my set around, get an extra Shadow. And now we have a nice. new Earring for Blue Mage that provides skill plus 12, and these hands. So we can now cast Occultation in these hands to cap our recast on that without compromising on skill here, and keep DT at the same time while casting Occultation. It's great. Nice. And then you can and use the body are... as well for it. These are also high magic accuracy for stuff like uh, Reaving Wind and Feather Tickle, too. Yeah. I know that you don't like those strats, but I mean, uh, well, they are relevant. Well, it is important to have yeah. the access to that. So it does it does work for that. That's nice. Yeah, basic, basically stuff where where you need to land a magic effect not only has like more accuracy now, but it also has the recast delay, which is, which is sick. So it's very good. That's for sure. So the pants were great because traditionally they were only blue magic skill, which they got more of, which is nice. Uh, and physical uh, attack. They didn't like have accuracy or anything, I think. Let me check. DT wall casting. Oh, yeah, that's it. So they didn't have accuracy before. 
they were just no, not even any attack. It was just blue magic skill, which is really lame. Yeah. And he flux bonus, which is, you know, there. Also, but now these pants, look at the strength on these pants for a blue mage pants. It's actually really high compared to typical light armor pants. And yeah. now we've picked up accuracy, we picked up attack, and we picked up 50 more TP bonus and E-Flux and damage taken 11. And blue magic skill 28 from the 23 it was at. Now we've also, once again, reduced the burden on our occultation set. Because you, you cast occultation in these pants. Yeah, so also any, anytime you're, you're casting on a job and you have a piece that has 11% DT and 152 magic evasion, you should probably use it to cast. Yes. So... But yeah, e it's, e it's fantastic. Eflux is nice because when we talk about making a closing uh, chain affinity move on blue respectable for skill chaining, you're going to want to combine Eflux and, and um, chain affinity because, and you can keep them on for a bit, like if before the fight starts, you can not compromise in your delay. I mean, chain affinity has a pretty low, Eflux is one minute, I think chain affinity is 30 seconds, but 30 seconds is plenty of time if you go into a, an ambuscade or something with your own mob or any fight you're going into where you're alone and you're able to close to yourself. Especially if you can make Synchro Drill work, which is usually the best use of Chain Affinity. Uh, gaining an extra 50 uh, FTP or 50 TP bonus to these pants on top of everything else uh, for combining the two of them is really useful because certain things like Synchro Drill doesn't have the FTP value for the higher tiers. No one tested that. It's 1.0 for low values to 1500 um, TP. But I know mm. like Thresh, I'm looking for the Threshing Assault one right now. It gets higher, like a dramatic increase in FTP which is what you need to improve your blue magic, which is only active during like chain affinity and E-Flux. So that's having the TP bonus here is actually super huge for closing. Yeah, man. So, okay, here we go. So for Thrashing Assault, which is your fusion option on blue mage because you lack fusion, this is the typical that and chain and synchro, the two ones you'd be using here. You go from at zero, uh, you'd go to 1.25. And then when you go up to 3000, which you... you could te technically hit with uh, your TP bonus plus the efflux bonus here. It's yeah. 1.75, so you gain quite a bit on something that doesn't have option options to improve it. But you can improve your your FTP past 3,000 here with these efflux pants. They go past that, and the only testing was done with old pants to 3,500, uh, and it makes a 2.0 FTP on your thrashing oh. assault here. Uh, and keep in mind too, it's 32% strength and dex on that. So having your head now, which is increasing your, um, it's doubling your, your, your modifier there for base damage. You're improving your base damage and your FTP with these pants to actually, you know, huge jumps for this, uh, in terms of, cause you, your physical attack applies to blue magic here too. So all these things combine together to create a powerful fusion close for blue mage. Yeah. It may not be the best to stop damage to do it's that, nice just to have fusion but it's close. nice to have it. Yes. Yeah. And combine that with the cape. I mean, it's plus it's plus a thousand now for TP bonus. Yeah, unfortunately, Threshing Assault's Beastman, so you can't use the um, Monster Correlation. But if you could, uh, then Monster Correlation would be nice because Blue Mage can take advantage of Monster Correlation. But unfortunately, its biggest spells, like the big Elemental spells, are all like uh, they're from Elemental, so there's no Monster Correlation to apply there. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember looking at Blue Mage and and. I, I I remember immediately going, oh well, you know, I'm gonna try since I was a Beastmaster first, I was like, well, I'm gonna try to do the whole family thing. And it seems a lot more difficult to take advantage of that on Blue Mage, which is why I said easier. it wasn't as good. Yeah, because stuff yeah. used to come from actually families. They kept making new stuff come from non-relevant monster correlations. Or they come from like Lemurians or something weird. Yeah. Combining monster correlation on top of all this for Blue Mage was what is supposed to set this whole thing over the edge, but you lose your monster correlation for these big spells. 
Yeah. But yeah, so at first glance, you know, who casts blue magic anymore? It's it's not great. I just spam savage plays better damage. Oh, fuck this. But having the option to make this actually powerful again, more than it was, is actually a huge win for blue mage. Yeah. And sometimes you just need fusion. And I know that just using sword as often as I do, I... I lack fusion options all the time, and it feels really bad. It feels really bad to lose your your um, TP when you use Chain Affinity because, unfortunately, with Eflux, you get the benefits of the secondary option of the spell and the TP bonus, but you don't get the uh, the skill chain properties. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I wish Eflux did that. That'd actually make it nice. But you still have the option now to make your closer respectable. Yeah, and you can still do it if you have Sam's roll. Especially, you can still open up with your fusion for yourself and then close it with Savage Blade. So at least this still makes that more powerful of an option to do. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's get off. And you're casting in DT. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. And so the feet are also the feet where I still use the feet plus one already for burst affinity because they are the strongest nuking option for burst affinity. And now they're actually really powerful. Now they have magic damage 10 on them. (laughs) Magic burst damage. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The magic burst on them is actually huge. Yeah. Because that's the the set they should have always had because you're you're casting them when you, you use your one magic burst ability. Yeah. So I have a couple different breakdowns in my Lua for, for, casting on blue mage and like i have magic burst sets i burst affinity sets like i have all sorts of really weird things right i don't um, like i have stuff for azure lore yeah I, I i go really weird on this particular sort of stuff um having this available for magic burst 10 and burst affinity 18 means that i don't have to bring jockery around anymore which sounds fantastic oh yeah jockery feet are, are such garbage and now you don't have to use them at all so there's that speaking of chasseur oh, of course <laughs> he's so disappointed why are you well, not excited for Blitzer's role to be enhanced? I mean, it's just going to be the same. How, how about Rapid Shot 16% with damage taken 9 in the head that enhances Blitzer's role, man? That sounds great, right? I like the body. <laughs> okay, next piece, body. Yeah, that, so, okay, so Rapid Shot 16 is actually important. You you use this in precast, by the way. Like, that's basically what they got out of the head. Yay. Um, It's got DT. We can't. The, the body's great in general like when you have triple shot up and you get dt while you're doing yeah, it yeah that's that's a win it's pretty good it um, takes time to shoot man the hands i wish had magic attack bonus on them but they're still a win no matter what because they have extra duration to phantom roll yes so courtiers will want this anyway um they're probably pretty good for last stand but unfortunately they're not Naomi, so if you're someone who doesn't have Naomi or whatever, like this is going to be good. If you're using the Ionic gun and last in the last standing the skill chain, you want Naomi, so yeah, for the extra, the extra skill chain damage. Um, yeah, a crit rate seven percent is interesting actually for um, for an Imperium build though. Yeah, that one also stood out a bit because before yeah. you're using what, honey? What hands are you using for your? It should be Mumu actually. Mumu hand. Yeah. For Corsair, or uh, or it's a Shozi. It, it's a Hosey or a Sozi or whatever. Well, let's um, if you have actually, so we can say this this piece. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's the Ashozi hands. If you have triple shot up, if you do not, it's uh, going to be Mumu. Um, this is Chasser's Gaunts. Oshosi. Yeah, the Ashozi. Hosi. Yeah, so you'll use those if you if you actually have triple shot active. Um, but if you don't, yeah. um, you'd use Mumu otherwise, and these have more crit than Mumu. I mean, they do have subtle blow on them, but it's still, yeah. And they have a decent amount of agility for the hand slot, too. The uh, Oshosi hands have subtle blowing. Yeah, well, whatever. But at you're least, using at a, least you're you using can a, replace uh, Mumu here. Yeah, so never never really consider subtle blow for gun, by the way. like you're You're feeding so much TP with that thing, it's unreal. 
You have a, you have over a thousand delay weapon. You're, you're you're dealing. You're giving them up so much TP per shot, especially when you have triple slash quad shot up. Oh no, I'm dumb. You don't use a Shozy hands on on uh, Corsair. You use um, your relic hands because it gives you quad shot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, these are good if if triples down. Mumu wrists are six percent crit rate, so this does replace Mumu. That's nice. Yeah, but Which if you're Imperium, Imperium Corsair with Armageddon. Yeah, so it's it's niche, oh. but it is definitely a thing. You yeah. should have Armageddon for something like Arabati. If you're it the serious nice. core, you don't, you don't, I mean, it's good to have for that. I don't know. I still like foam on core for Arabati. Like, Arma feels like a ranger thing on Arabati, even though I know uh, people you know, do well. I appreciate having the aura taken off. It helps in the fight dramatically, I think, and keeps hate that's much fair. better for me, which is ultimately the best thing. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fair. Um, Yeah, play safe whenever possible. This is because uh, you do the damage anyway with the right buffs, with or without foam. So having the aura taken off for keeping the tank, keeping hate on himself better, and not getting full dispel and all this nonsense is, is vastly more important in that aspect. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really... like I, The Corsair does damage. They just aren't... They're, they're like a third of the damage. It's the, the, the range yeah. is going to be like 60% or so. But still, that, that's, that's a lot of damage. You can't do it without that. It's true, yeah. But, uh, the snapshot I, I just like, legs. I like them being able to spam. Uh, snapshot on the legs are not as good as other snapshot options, so it's kind of whatever. Yeah, store TP. Um, Adamar is still real snapshot, by the way. You will use Adamar legs. Um, store TP is nice. Damage the DT on them nice. feels kind of like the DT on these pieces for core seems kind of weird. It's a shooting set, but the DT you wouldn't. You, eh. you want DT in shooting? You do. And with more true shot stuff, I'm okay with more DT. The problem. Is that I can get trousers get nine percent DT. Well, actually, they get six PDL, they get negative nine enmity, they get ten store TP and nine DT. And enmity far more important for a core because it doesn't have velocity or uh, or hover shot. Yeah. So these I, these I legs mean, feel weird. These these legs the are cool for weird. cores for cores that don't have a Kenga. The weapons like, I like damage it. in a weird slot for the hands there. Yeah. This is really weird. The quick draw feet are very good. Yeah, they've always been good. Yeah, so the you're going to get... I guess the feat is the win for Corsair here. And it, it yeah, feels so, like an so, underwhelming win, frankly, honestly. Uh, actually, this is kind of a big win, because before Cores had to decide whether they wanted to enhance the, the next damage... Oh, using they actually feet, got magic attack bonus on them, never mind. These now have magic attack bonus. Yeah, yeah. the other pieces so, didn't have magic attack bonus, that's what I was looking at. Now the only consideration you need to make is whether or not you're shooting... You're doing quick draw for store TP, or if you're doing quick draw for effect. Because these will still do damage no matter what. This is what, the one piece that got magic attack bonus. That's smart. That's good. Yeah. So I like these. I, I like the feet. I like the body. Um, the it's cool. Shot, but I mean, core. I'm not excited about core because core is fine. Core didn't need any help. So it's just core. Okay, let's get through pop. Yeah, core didn't need help. So like, I, I know Afania with Shadow Mistress here was upset that core got the kind of like meh. I wonder. I wonder how much our our opinions will differ on on the pop here. Yes. They're going to. They're going <laughs> yeah. to. I like the head. The head's the head's great. I think the head's great. But it's 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 great for sharp shot puppet. And it's great for like you know I think it's great for howling fist. fist at attack cap. Yeah. Because the job lacks PDL, but not feeling really great for that stringing pummel. Probably not. Because it's not great for stringing pummel. Even, you know, it, it may possibly win. PDL, it, it should win with cap attack here for, for you know, PDL on the head, but it's going to feel really bad to lose that crit and that skill chain damage because you're typically skill chaining with that gravitation on train and bubble. 
unless you're opening. If you're opening, it's nice to have an attack cap set, but you know, I, I still just like having the crit rate on that head and, and the PDT it provides and the TP bonus for an extra crit. Like, it's just going to feel really bad to lose all those things for physical damage limit on the head. It, it's kind of really jank. It does have hand-to-hand -hand skill. That's nice. I don't mind TPing in this um, when it comes to the uh, the range puppet, though. I would like, because I lose the, the pet haste on the uh, the SU-3 head. That's the pet slot I usually use is, is yeah. head and legs. And back. That's and true. I, I use it in those slots also. Yeah. This is this only would feel good if for some oh, reason you you're drop, fighting alongside the sharp shot or weapon scaling attack calf, which is. You really would have annoying. to drop like Moonbow Belt. Yeah, that's not. It. That's, I mean, I, I, that's mm. if you're meleeing with it, which is what you would be doing here, I, that's not feeling good. I really wish I could get the thing to work so that we can have this on at the appropriate fucking times. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I still like it, though. I like it for Howling Fist. I think the body was the biggest win here because you're constantly using maneuvers and having 12% DT now is really nice, even if the overload didn't yeah. change. It, nothing's more awkward than, than exploding when you use a maneuver. <laughs> um, I, I know this from Dancer, actually. From Dancer, I get into trouble all the time swapping into uh, Jays, and I'll, it'll, like, Zevios will choose then to use Denima, and then I will just explode. Um, so that happens. So the hands are conflicting for me. Because I like them a lot, because I know they're probably going to be like start to be 12, which is what the Malignant Sands are already, and these are 10 yep. or a little lower, uh, for plus 3. And what's really nice is when I'm fighting with my puppet using Kinkoken generally, because that's the weapon you want to use for that, this is great to wear. I got DT9, I got start to be 10, and I have some puppet stats, puppet accuracy, puppet strength, which it usually lacks. That's a big gain of strength and dex there. That's nice. But at the same time... If I'm using, it's going to be puppet dependent now. We're going to get more granular. Yep. If I'm using um, Valor Edge here, using Bone Crusher, the weapon skill damage on the Empaka's hands is going to be better, even though it's taking away from my damage a bit. The If I'm focusing on it like an overdrive puppet, which I typically will for Valor Edge and like Gogmagog or something like that, the Empaka's hands is weapon skill damage to every hit, and that's a multi-hit mm -hmm. FTP carrying weapon skill. So for Valor Edge, I would just default to those hands. But for every other puppet, or if I'm not overdriving and don't care, I, these hands are actually a nice win for Puppet Master, especially if you have Mythic. And I know uh, Eryx was kind of underwhelmed by these hands. He didn't like them uh, for whatever reason. He was like, oh, Path, Path D. It's like no one's got Path. No, you're not doing Path D. He, he does. He has it. Well, he does, but yeah, but no one's going to pick yeah. that. Yeah. He was, so, that was his argument for likes, too. It was like, Path D. Nayame is better. And I'm like, dude, uh, no one's picking up Path D. Nayame. These are weird for me too. The legs are really weird. I was upset. If if there was if there was a world where we could properly swap gear on pup, I the like these okay. for the TP phase. The, so, these hands are really nice for sharp shot puppet because of the extra agility and strength. Yeah, that's uh, that is a thing. But the the problem is that your sharp shot puppet is not going to be putting out the lion's share of the damage. Yes, that is the problem. But it if you're using Kinkonkin in a pet sharing set, like if you're if you're doing CP or something, you're scotching in with your pet, which is when I would do that. These hands are nice for that. So I like that there's 9% DT in the hand slot. I like that there's 10 store TP. And it feels really weird equipping these over Malignant's hands. It doesn't because it replaces them because of that. Because the plus 3 is going to have enough stats of both to replace Malignant's hands. It has less store TP, though. It's got less magic evasion than Malignant's, maybe. but well, It has more haste. Is, is Malignant's I, 12? I think we're going to get two more store TP when we go up to plus 3. I think... For plus two I stats, this is fine. really good. Because plus two is usually really middling and underwhelming. These the, plus the two problem, The problem is that most of the time I just wear the Impaka hands. They don't jive with Kinkonkin, man. Well, they don't, but I also don't have one yet. 
Yeah. King Kong Kid is, is really good for pet and, and, and joint fighting here, and these hands really complement that item. That's your biggest item to get for that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on them. I'm also not Plus sold on, the, on the value of these stat blocks over 10% weapon skill damage and most of the time. Like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's only like 8%. That's I'm not, I'm not excited by this piece, but it's probably fine. Yeah, I, I, plus three is definitely, I think, going to cement it to be a little more more extra fine. The legs, though. The legs with the martial arts. Uh, Skill plus 28. Yeah. Like it always had. Okay, so I, I think these are these are fine for, for the puppet doing more damage. Yes. Um, I think they're also fine when you are undercapped on haste for whatever reason and don't have King Kong. The skill is less valuable now than it was because it's just not as important. I, I really like how much martial arts Puppet Master gets, even though most of the time Puppet Masters hate how much martial arts they get. <laughs> because I never, it, you don't want it. I know. I never assume that I'm going to be at Haste Cap, though. For God and hands, I can I, see I, like, I use God hands, and I actually like the idea of these legs in a DT set over using like, certain earrings that I hate. Because is physical. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the legs and are I, nice I hate God physical damage. Detail. Yeah. King Kong um, a problem. And having the, the constant skill plus 28 on top of the accuracy for the automaton, even though an automaton usually doesn't need accuracy, but just having the skill plus 28 on there because it's going to help raise attack for the, for the puppet, like that's, that doesn't feel as bad wearing these. It legs. wouldn't feel as Unfortunately, bad using these with god hands and a magic puppet in the background to definitely land something like silence or something weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, my puppet actually lands silence on Engai. Yeah, I believe it. That's actually <laughs> but, um, really nifty, actually, to, to do that. Yeah. But uh, and it erases itself too, which is awesome. With but the, um, the eraser attachment, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the the thing that's awkward is you use Hayoka legs. <laughs> yes, because Hayoka legs are the other haste piece. That's that's what's awkward about this. Yeah, but this is and it's a me, really critical piece to me. This is when I'm focusing on Master God hands, and I want to yeah. have DT, and I want the puppet to be in the background, or just like I'm not. I don't care about the puppet's damage. And you don't have to wear shitty Maki earring. So at least so think about it this way too. Um, you're using a puppet to tank something and you're using god and something like on and guy uh what what shines here now it will and guy takes away my whole argument here but okay so this happened in the ambuscade when i have <laughs> when i had the puppet holding that mob it, it needs like 1400 accuracy so my puppet's wearing defensive attachments it doesn't have the accuracy because of that when, when i wear this with god hands because i'm spamming howling fist with everyone else around me in a better dt piece and the martial arts because two maka earrings plus one don't cap you because the god hands really awkward on puppet yeah, um, they're very awkward. This actually makes it even more awkward now because now you have a piece that's less martial arts. So you can't take away an earring, but it's. Uh, I would take away two martial arts for just a strictly better piece overall. But it's a better DT piece, so I'm in a situation now where now I can use the galvanizer on puppet because I have all the extra accuracy to meet that counter check against something like uh, last month's ambuscade where I didn't want to throw the extra accuracy attachments on because fuck counter. I'm just I want the puppet to defend and that's it. Now I can make yeah. the puppet make use of the galvanizer because it's it's not making the accuracy check for last month's ambuscade for example without a pair of pants like this where i'm alone fighting uh the one mob i wasn't using god hands anyway but there's situations that are going to occur where i want to take advantage of both of those things and now i have the option to do that because i because i like the idea of being able to use the crepuscular earring for the puppet um in a situation where you're already wanting more more accuracy and therefore also more short tba makes sense too yeah the crepuscular is a really minor non-existent gain for the pet there but at least i like i like these legs because you can build around what's going on here yeah i I wish the martial arts was 13 on them but at least maybe let's see what do they improve from from plus uh uh one from 
Like uh, it was 11. It actually didn't change. Oh, maybe we... they actually didn't change any of the delay stuff. It was it was it. plus 10 at 109. So maybe we get plus 12. Hopefully. Um, yeah, but still, that's going to put you in a really awkward place for God Hands again. It's such an awkward delay. I mean, coming from someone who uses a I could see for Karen Bits giving up an earring. Like, I, I look at this stuff from the same way I approach Ninja sometimes, in that, yeah, it sucks losing that, that two delay on there. But then if you look at the amount of time you're actually you're actually missing, like when you use like the calculator and stuff, it's oftentimes about a tenth of a second. Yeah, the DT is the important the part here. That's the ultimate win for these legs because yeah. it allows you. Hopefully, we get plus twelve, and it, it's it'll be fine plus three. But that DT is is really nice to build around. Yeah, and the feet are weird. They're just for me a tactical switch. Um, yeah, yeah. I I mean you can like. The int's kind of cool. They got they give you a lot of magic accuracy against high level targets. Like, like for your for your automaton nuking, like you can use these versus the high level feet. targets. Well, you would use the relic feet, yes, but the relic feet don't have the int on them, right? They just have the magic yeah, attack bonus. but now we're comparing like it was like a huge magic attack bonus compared to int. It's it's kind of like the uh, the lesson we learned on Ongo. Yeah, because you there are situations where you may just need this int. Honestly, that's why I made the Barana earring for Pup because I get the extra one in when I use my <laughs> maneuvers. <laughs> well, I mean, but that may be relevant someday. But the thing is, is this adds a shit ton of magic accuracy when you're when you're under. Uh, if on the intelligence. goes and, to thirty, and your puppet is going to be under because the, the puppet gets basically magic attack, but it's only no int. So this may actually improve you to an int tier, which would be more valuable. Yeah, because you well, get tons I mean, of MAB on the attachments. Just on its own, though, like puppets can have an, an issue with resist rates, and this is basically this is this is basically plus seventy five magic accuracy on this piece because you're almost always going to be below DN DN ten anyway. Yeah, because your puppet just doesn't get enough in. So this is a this is a seventy five magic accuracy piece. So this is a a high magic act piece for your puppet, and it typically um, needs it actually, frankly, because puppet doesn't get yeah. This, the same consideration I, that other jobs get you with could, skill gear and everything else for the automaton nuking, which I mean, it's a very niche thing, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah, I mean, you could try to put the the tranquilizers on, but honestly, they usually come at the cost of of loud damage. Yeah. So it's yeah. Instead of doing that, you can keep the damage on, which is going to be variable based on the ice maneuvers you put in, and just put seventy five magic accuracy in. Instead. So it, it so. might take some some testing to see where the damage spread becomes, but I think against meaningful targets, these might actually be the underrated better option, possibly depending on your int tier, depending on your resist rate, you know. So it, yeah, it, you need both. It gives you the option. Yeah, in the vast yeah. majority of situations, you're actually be nuking on puppet, maybe to close your own weapon skill magic burst, something like that. Uh, the the relic feet are probably gonna be better, but you could definitely make a case for using these feet, especially based on engineering. Yeah. The weapon skill damage is useless, though. It's even more yeah. useless than monk because you don't even have final heaven on this job. So yeah, the, yeah, it feels really hurt. bad to see weapon skill damage on those feet. It's just they, they were gonna appear. You just have to ignore it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go off this job. All right, dancer. Fuck this head is ridiculous. This head is what is what thief wishes it could have gotten. Yeah. Yeah, that head is so stupid. Uh, okay, it is the so, best head, and this this, this it's also the dancer gives the best head. head sure. Yeah, man. So uh, you can almost just TP in this as well. By the way, in fact, it does everything. If you don't need, yeah, if if you don't need the DT for malignants, you can actually you can actually just TP in this. Um, please TP in malignants though. <laughs> 
though the the eight percent haste matters because there are sometimes you can end up in a janky 23 percent haste land on dancer yeah same for the- it's it's uncommon uh so yeah moving on past that the head's ridiculous uh the body the the body is great in your dual world tier sets don't let people think that you will never need those because you will need them and now they actually have accuracy on them which is fantastic uh even though they're they're lacking from this description um they have 13 subtle blow, which matters because Dancer can do a subtle blow build. 13% DT matters because you want 13% DT, especially when you're underbuffed, um, which is going to happen when dual wield 11 kicks in. So it is what it is there. Also, 13% DT matters when you weapon skill and when you weapon skill using Striking Flourish, which is what you'll use when you use Karambit. So this body actually may punish Dancers for, for having this dual wield 11 or whatever. Because people think that they always have haste cap at all times, but not even though they don't. Hand. But that does not punish hand to hand whatsoever. This 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 body is actually pretty great. Frankly, for, anything uh, that makes hand to hand dancer better, I think, is a nice one. Yeah, because it needs to have that other damage type. It needs to double down on it because otherwise, it only has dagger. Thief doesn't get that damage type <laughs> unless you're using sword. true strike with the club from Titan. Oh man, or nagling. Actually, yeah, you're right. It does, it does get Nagling. Dancer doesn't get that, so that, that, that's a fair point. Nagling yeah, you have, is, you have to win the Mog Bonanza. Nagling, Nagling feels really bad on Thief, but it is still a different damage type that you need. Yeah. Um, okay, so the hands, you'll you'll get these for Reverse Flourish. You will love the situations where um, you'll use Reverse Flourish and not die because you have DT, because I definitely have done that. Um, job abilities on Dancer are notoriously soft. Oh, this actually so, helps it a lot. Yeah. The skill chain bonus is not as relevant. You'll never close weapon skills with these bangles on, but um, you also don't need it either because you're probably capping your skill chain bonus. Ayana and your traits, you don't even need all the Ayana. Yeah. Or just even just using the neck um, Warder's Charm augmented. Yeah, but it's still a better reverse force. You use that all the time, and to have DT and some magic evasion is great. Um, the legs are probably going to be better than Galetti's legs. Yes. They probably already are. And at plus three, they are definitely the, the dagger skill sets it up. Yeah, too. it gives you more attack. Yeah, uh, that's all they're for. So the, these legs, legs yeah, are how much PDL six? I think they're six. Yeah, and it sucks because they at least have DT on them, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, they're eight. Uh oh. Oh, they are, aren't they? Uh oh. I don't know. I honestly think these are going to be really close anyway, because they because the amount of attack. So like basically. I don't know, but no one's ever going to go into that minutia, though, where where these are going to be better than Galetti's legs because you need that small amount of attack difference for PDL seven over PDL eight, where you're not taking advantage of the full PDL eight. Because these, a lot of people assume they're always using all of their physical damage limit plus, and they're not. These give you the option of actually taking full advantage of the PDL, so that could be yeah. all around averaging a safer option to use for kicking advantage of PDL these, on dancer, a job that's yeah. not necessarily the most attack, you know, powerful job. So uh, the argument for these over Galetti's is in a situation where you know for 100% sure you are way over cap on attack, Galetti's is probably going to be stronger. If not, these are probably going to be stronger than Galetti's very slightly in almost, an, in almost a negligible way because you're at least going to take advantage of more of your PDL 7% than you would have on your PDL 8% because you're, you're at a lower threshold for attack. Like you don't know how far over attack cap you are or even if you're at attack cap for, for the 7%. Like when people do a lot of guesswork, it's better to guess with these tights when doing uh, Pericleos over guessing with Galetti's pants, um, but only very slightly. Um, it's also a high accuracy version of PDL, which is better too. So don't don't sleep on that either. 
It's got more attack, technically, than Gladys' legs as well. So overall. Yeah, it has more attack, but it has a lot more. I actions. wish it had some decks on it. Yeah, I know but you're not going to find that on well, pants. But I wish it had some decks. Thief is lucky that they get it on pants. Uh, Ninja gets some pieces on pants, but the, usually you don't get it on pants. You can make an argument, too, that Gladys' legs have subtle blow. That's true. I mean, you can you can build around both pieces. I, I would never be sad to use Makalele tights, and I would never well, if fault you, anyone for using them. For example, you weren't carrying these pants already before, so why would you lose yeah. the inventory slot to carry them now? Because you like to be a good dancer. Well, if you already had Gladys' legs and they have subtle And blow, you can and, store and these. You can store them, yes, but if you already have Gladys' I mean, why take them out of storage? And you have Gladys' legs. Has one more. I mean, you, the option. It was a better PDL piece, I guess. Uh, because I'm underbuffed and I still want to take care, take advantage of, of PDL in some way. Like there are situations where you can have a lot of attack buffs, but not as many act buffs that you might need. Yeah. Um. And maybe you need extra attack. I uh, there's these do, you can the, make the dagger skill. I think really the 33 dagger skill is nice. I think the those are the defining piece of these tights actually to round out these, the whole. It, it puts it on a balancing scale here, and I think those that dagger skill finally gives it just enough. Yeah, like I was saying before, I wouldn't fault anyone for using Galettis over these. I wouldn't fault anyone for using these over Galettis. I think they're very interchangeable. That's really all there is to it. And now we have uh, the toe shoes, Fox. Yeah, they're fucking fantastic. Use these and also TP in them. The, the man, look at the store TP 11 on feet with DT9. Yeah. And now yeah, the feather so, step is increased by one? Yeah, the feather oh, man, step increased great. by one is awesome. It's another, that's another 1% crit rate. Um, you get DT on the feet with decent magic evasion. They're not it's at 1% exceptional, per level, but so it's like another, what is it, 9% crit rate? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's great. And then uh, store DB plus 11. Uh, this rivals the uh, the Horos Toe Shoes without having to have the uh, without having to have the positional requirement. So these are, have less store TP than those, but, but no they also have DT and there's no positional. positional oh, yeah. They probably have better magic evasion, too. They also have better regular evasion. Oh wow! Look at that one thirty. That's a big. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's actually really high. These pieces have historically had good magic evasion that we've been talking about here, and the physical evasion has been actually rather low. This one is actually a piece of higher normal evasion than magic evasion. It's a, that's a standout stat for these pieces. Uh, yeah. on the feet here. Most of the time, the evasion stat gets completely looked over by folks, actually. And uh, these and, in particular, I've been very excited. And, for. and look at the agility on these feet. 52 agility, yep. 130 evasion, evasion, DT9. These these are absolutely stellar on Dancer for yep. being an offensive, damage-taken, physical evasion, and magic evasion piece. These are great. 5% haste feet. Oh, man. That also fixes other problems. That's weird. Yeah. Because right, the legs are But it fixes problems. Six, so. Yeah. But I mean, there there are situations where you can swap into pieces of gear, specifically on malignants, where you're not using malignants' legs that make your haste sets look really strange. And this right here helps with that quite a bit. Because for comparison, the malignants' feet are haste three percent, so that two percent could be the difference between twenty three percent or twenty five percent on dancer, and that actually makes those feet stellar. Yeah, most of the time, feet actually don't exceed four percent. Yeah. So anytime you exceed four percent, it's something you should pay attention That's to. That's why even on Dragoon having an extra one percent on uh the hands there for the Peltas fan braces was an important deal there. Yeah. For heavy DD. Yeah, you should you should absolutely TP in those feet on dancer and you should enjoy every moment of doing so. You know, Fox, we did the whole pup set here, and I forgot to even bring up the question we weren't asked, but we're gonna answer anyway. Oh god. Pup MP on R slash dumb FFXI. The pup MP looks incredible. P 
period. Does anyone know if it makes PupDD easier to get into? Question mark. I don't have any Odyssea gear, and most sets, that's an A, uh, Odyssea, sets on Pup Guide want you to have that. I wonder why. The number one answer here is pointing out that he's a typo of Odyssea, because that's the most helpful matter. And they go, did you mean Odyssea, Odyssey, or Abyssea? Which is, no one, no one was asking about Abyssea, but that's, that's fine. So, so you were actually there when I did it, but I sat down with my buddy Cavendish for a long time over several sessions trying to help optimize Puppet Master DD, like from the master's point of view. And was, back before there was Mpok or anything, it was almost impossible to do well. Fox, I was busy cutting garlic and making English muffins with garlic on them. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was doing every morning. While you were uh, doing that, I'm making English muffins. That's true. Oh, that's true. You were. Hey, thanks for doing that, by the way. What? So, uh, making, making garlic bread? <laughs> yeah, making delicious breakfast while I went over nerd sets. <laughs> but yeah, um, I spent a lot of time with him, not only there. I recall we were, you were in that room. When we room. were in person. That was the yeah. theory crafting room. You guys, really like was. like all of us, Wom Wom, Mur, and everyone would all be Greg. Mm, Greg. he was was in the background somewhere yeah he came at the end and that's that's good yeah (laughs) boy so we we would all be there playing like um towerfall oh man the towerfall sessions were so epic that was the greatest use of towerfall ever and you two would be away from everyone in the theory crafting room on the computers there crafting sets and luas and stuff I mean, you were playing Towerfall and stuff with us as well, but like you yeah, break away and just <laughs> you go into the the war room and start going over pup sets. <laughs> the war room, and this is when like Herculean was the biggest stuff for pups. So nowadays, it's a shame yeah. Cavanus isn't here because I would love to have him on for like a pup or something. I'd like he should get back into this if we can get him around. I would hope so. Someday, he was he was maybe. really cool. I I you know I've not had anything to see or do with him since I had he doesn't play the game anymore. I haven't seen him since then, but he was a really cool guy. Yeah, uh, he did a lot of really cool things for me too, and like he's just a solid dude. Um, that's why he's uh, forever more immortalized in my uh, Discord status. And um, and Wam Wam drank his beer. He took it from him and drank it. It's true. He did. He ordered a beer and he said, "Who got this?" And Wam Wam just took his hand and raised it up and just took his whole beer and starts drinking in front of him, <laughs> looking at him in the face as he's drinking it. Yeah, and it was great. Is is it happened? He got another beer to replace it, and Wam Wam took that beer too and just started drinking that one before he even finished the first one he took. And it was like it was just like your jaw drops because this guy just took two <laughs> beers from you, which is a massive insult. And he didn't say a word about it, and he kept teasing him about it the whole night. And then when it came later, he says, "Put those two bills on my table. I'm paying for those beers. He's not paying for them." <laughs> so it's like it was like teasing him about it, and he, and he actually then he bought him a third beer and paid for that beer. So yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good though. It was, it was good. That's that was a had, good outing. That's when we had anchovy pizza too. Oh man. That was my yeah, first man. my first introduction to anchovy pizza. You got me into use. I use anchovies I told you for everything. It was so, good, so good, dude. Anchovies are so, so great. Use them in tomato sauce. Fucking mwah. Fucking well, most people most people are like, nah, man, this shit's gross. And I'm just thinking you've never had it. Yeah, yeah. I, I always I, I did not know how great anchovies are. You guys gotta use them. Uh so anyway, the question about pumping me here. So if you don't have the Odyssea gear, then it sets you back. He even capitalized the O in, in Odyssea. He, he tried. So it sets you back to using what you used before the Odyssea gear, which was Herculean, which feels disgusting because I have quad attack plus three and pet dex and crit or whatever on my Herculean, which is like the perfect kind of hands for pup, and I do not want to touch them. I sent yep. them to a mule. I don't want to take out my inventory. I don't want to use these these hands that got killed in now it's just unfortunate that's, that's why i brought that that theory crafting up because we tried so hard to make like the sets of herculean that you would need in order to make puppet master a good master dd 
while also still hybridizing the puppet. And the the Mpaka's gear is pivotal for being able to do that. Yes. You need the DT. Yeah. You need the extra pet stats it gives. It's just, you, there's no comparison. Every piece it's of Mpaka. And even this, like the, for him, the new Empyrean gear provides pet stats, but you're not meleeing with the pet in this. You want to you use Hayoka. So technically the answer to him would be, yeah, you can use Hayoka head and legs. And, and you can, but without Mpaka gear, it's still, it's just really good for the master in general too. While it's more about having something that works for the master, but also benefits the pet. So it just happens to coincidentally also work for that. It's not about, yeah. it's, it's not about like, oh, I have a pet set now because pet sets are really underwhelming for the job. So I think he needs to not focus on the pet at all and focus on the master if he's going to try this. And I think his best bet is actually to use Aoka gear with uh, with Karambit or Haja Knuckles. Actually, no, it has to be Karambit. Um, because yep. you, you run into an awkward place on, on Pup that I've noticed where... No store TP. There's no store TP, but then you also want multi-attack, so you have to choose it awkwardly. It, it feels like Bard, actually. Um, where Bard, you either get store TP or you get multi-attack, but you don't get both at the same time. And like Puppet can do that because you have Malignance also. But trying to say that a new person just needs to have malignance out of the gate is, of course, unreasonable. So what you have to do is you have to set a reasonable expectation of what they can expect. And they're not going to have a good one, by the way. It's they're they're not going to do well. Like you have to go out of your way to make Puppet Master a good DD. You do. And there's, so there's no historically, Pup felt good because you had like the puppet was more of the focus of the job. Historically, it's 75 and so on, even in Abyssia. Not so much Abyssia because the Atmos were ridiculous. But outside of it, like you had this whole having a pet thing and it was more the focus of the job, especially at 75 because the master was so weak. And then they improved the power of the master, gave it from a C hand to hand to an A plus, which is <laughs> which is ridiculous. Base damage. damage. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Jinx. Huge things. So now the job is more a master with the puppet being an extension of the job. And when we talk about the job and what you can do with it, it's about using the puppet effectively to like dump enmity or hold a mob or or to to you know be able to hold one of the ads uh, while you're fighting something else. Like it's really like the extension of that and that job is something that no other job can do while focusing and still putting out. Like when I said I beat that monk in the parts, it's because I've geared my pup up to like cap and pockets everything. I got master yeah. levels on the job now. I, like I, I've really locked this down and I can do this on pup. It's an extension of of how the puppet can work for you. Like I take the puppet out to do some cures or whatever. I, I use a semi counter build. It's not like a monk, but I still can get away doing these things that are cool for the job. And the pet's just an extension of that. So worrying about pet gear on the job is, you know, when I go do CP or something by myself, cause I just need a place to go out really quick, or if I'm teaming up with you on pup and we're both doing that, our puppets are part of the skill chain process. When we fight typical content, they can be, if we have our own mob, but that's Hayoka gear again and, and master gear. That's not, that's not any of this gear. And, and it's very like knowing, yeah. knowing what's enough on pup is, is the important part of using that automaton as an extension of yourself. So don't focus on gearing the pet. Like everyone that pets of this job up wants to like stand on the pet and wear nothing but pet gear and idle in the background, which is really weird to me. Gross. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really weird because the job can do so much. If you Focus on the right balance of attachments and extension of yourself and what you're trying to do with it, if it can do it at all. But you have to get it there. Yeah, you have to get it there. And, and you need to do your Odyssea gear to, to do and that. And if you notice about everything that we just hashed out about the Puppet Master set, the, the Karagos set, that we weren't really talking about TPing in most of those pieces. Yeah. So the TP phase is kind of where Puppet Master dies as as a job. 
unless you uh, have have good options for it. So and even here, you'll get some malignants. Even here, Mister Ifrit Maximus says yeah. that they have Puppet ninety nine, but not really any gear, which is that's questionable. But they go, I used yeah, to Puppet seventy five, uh, but never tried it in recent times. And you're gonna be disappointed in recent times because no one's gonna like cater around your job and you have to figure out like like last month's ambuscade i i joined a couple pugs i had to sell to them that i could do the role they're looking for in an effective manner but and a lot, some of them wouldn't even take me still so you have to be able to be confident on your job and, and have a group that accommodates that because pugs are not going to take your your pup unless you can really sell your reason to be in that party because they have a million dds yeah. to choose from and they're not going to choose you yeah pup, pup is an excellent job but it's also hard mode it is hard mode and it feels really satisfying when you can use it feels nice yeah oh yeah yeah it's fantastic when you play it well that's for sure but it's, it's good to get back to the question we weren't asked we're gonna answer anyway but let's let's get back to the, the yeah we're almost here. done yeah we're almost done it's been a long episode i'm sure anyone who's having a long day at work or is driving in traffic and or something is is happy but we we do have lives oh man so scholar got ridiculous stuff well, that's good because scholar is a good job <laughs> scholar got better oh man so how about the enhancing duration Sure, whatever. <laughs> How about that ambulance? How about that ambulance, huh? How about that so, regen potency 5 more percent? That's nice. So if you're free nuking, you are now free nuking an Arbitel bonnet. <laughs> That's great. Look at um, this. Or, it's got or, TT on it. This is, like, this is like so, this Black Mage conversation, but more exciting different uses for the yeah. game. Because you're, you're also using it when you cast regen, too. Look at that enhancing and, skill on the head. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so... Well, with, with Scholar, you only have to hit 500, so enhancing skill is less exciting with Master Levels. But it has DT. But it has DT, and it has DT when, DT when you're casting regen, and you are usually casting regen in the middle of the shit. So Especially in Soul C. One of the things I noticed when I cast regen on Scholar is that my DT in those sets always feels really bad. And so this doesn't. feels great that it has this DT here, yeah. Um, really all there is to it. Rapture is going to be interesting if you're a sub-white mage and you're using Holy. I'll let you uh, figure that one out. But ebulence, if you're nuking and you have and you have ebulence up, this is fantastic as well. The body's nice too. This is like blue fire. mage with an extra use too. Uh the white mage, uh, the body's incredible. So this enmity minus twenty six is not what it seems. Um, this is actually an additional negative twenty six percent after enmity calculations. Oh, yeah, this exceeds the cap. That's ridiculous. So. Um, if you are not curing in chaos, which is going to be more and more relevant. You probably want to be curing in this if you're spamming a lot of. You cure mean form. more and more irrelevant? Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Well, that's a big um, distinction there. This is also a a body that's very good for curing, where you have DT minus twelve percent. So it's an idle piece. It's really good, especially it goes back to the whole Shamash robe thing. Like you can use this over Shamash robe, and it's fine. I, I guarantee you. Yeah, that besides the idle there, but I guarantee you, table is going to love this body because a lot of the times we have an issue with light, light slash no hate management, and having even lower enmity and a DT body when you're carrying on scholar. That that's a real, real win for that job. This is incredible in the air body fight. Oh yeah, that too. Oh man, yeah, that's right. This is so incredible in the air body fight. Uh, this body because is you're not going to blade on the pig as much. Yep, that's that's nice. Oh, and even yeah. if you do, not, while not you're casting carry, you still have DT. Not on the lion itself. Like there's there's a lot less issues over the course of time. Well, you're not you're hitting a lion over the ranger, the corsair, or the tank. On probably not, no. but shit can happen. And maybe, but for, the pig's for less, a concern. For less shit to happen to the to the scholar, the better. 
Yes. And yeah, and this this right here, breaking MNDCAP decap is ridiculous. And just having this piece on and idle on top of being able to yeah. use it for something else means you're you're now optimizing your, your inventory spaces here it, a little bit. It used to do the same thing also. Like this is not new that it's it does not, this. But it, it's, it's been just improved it didn't have by these another four percent and it didn't have the DT and didn't have these extra stats and it stuff. It needed the DT to be relevant, yeah. Yes. Uh hands perpetuance. Yep. And that's uh, an increase that. of five percent. So now we're talking about Five percent more regen potency, five percent more duration here on her back. Or yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. The imminence went up one percent too, but when imminence isn't really a big draw of damage. No. To- I, I have a damage plus mode on scholar for imminence when I when I care about that, but it's not uh, it's not anything. It's like got magic scary. burst in the imminence piece though, so at least that synergizes with it, unlike other jobs. Yeah. And the eminence minus yeah. ten's nice in the hands. The um the Naomi set synergizes with it as well. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but it's, it, it adds damage. It's a nice chunk of damage actually, but most of the time you actually want your, uh, imminences to hit for zero so that you don't these pants. Um, these pants are, I, I don't like to use the term best in slot, but you are actually <laughs> going to enfeeble in these all the time. Look at that. Magic accuracy 53 and feebly magic skill plus 23 DT 11 grimoire magic accuracy. This is a ridiculous magic accuracy yep. in these pants. This is outstanding. You're talking oh. about. When you're using an arts, which you always are, having yes. 84 magic accuracy and 23 enfeebling skill. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. While also having DT11. While also having 158 magic evasion. And look at these While feet. While also forcing conserve MP procs. For, forget these feet. They have no int. These feet have 29 int with magic burst damage 2 plus 4 on them. That's ridiculous. No. Yeah, these, these feet are also the best nuking feet that you will ever use. Um, like Scholar got ridiculous shit, and the climate uh, went up by five. Feet, that actually got big boosts from the plus one. So that's plus twenty percent damage. Like this is this is silly. Uh, so these feet did not have magic attack bonus on them before. They did not have magic burst bonus on it. They did not even have magic accuracy. So like SE was just like, you know what? How about we just slather these feet and win, and then also increase climate form. And you know, there's elemental skills here too. So like these are these are high accuracy high damage, high magic burst damage feat that you're also just going to use to regularly nuke anyway because it still has Climiform bonus. This is actually one of the... I think this is in the top... If we had to rank five sets, this is in the top five sets. Yeah, the, the Scholar set is ridiculous. Because well. think about the set bonus now. Yeah, at Augment Squirmar. Yeah, which is essentially wearing two pieces a 2% chance of quick magic, which doesn't stack. Well, you can go past the 10% quick magic cap if you were, for whatever it's reason, a for a spell yeah. using this. Yeah, but even if you weren't, if you're using a couple of these pieces for whatever reason, if you're carrying in the body and, or even if you're just, if there's anything, there's multiple pieces here you at least use two pieces of in general. You're, you're, you're probably going to nuke quick in, magic the, in the head and feet. You're probably going to nuke in the head and feet, yep. which is fantastic for quick magic. Um, you're going to use the, uh, the head and hands when you're using enhancing magic uh, most of the time. Uh, so you're going to get those, at least those gen, 2% you know. chances. Like when you keep casting over and over again and doing content, you're going to get 2% chances regularly at quick magic, yeah. which is going to, it's going to feel nice. It's, yeah, it's a just, relevant it's set. Extra. Like Thief doesn't get to use it set because the, the gear is, is obnoxious. So. And then the, the pieces individually are great. Like you, you're still going to use Agus to nuke in for, for a lot of these pieces. But then when it's relevant, these pieces clearly shine over everything else Scholar can use. And Scholar was locked to like either the, the plus three head for the longest time for nuking, uh, plus three relic head, or to Agu's cap. And both of those are still relevant, but then you also have ambulance options now. And then Scholar finally got Agu's feet, but now these are better than Agu's feet. Yeah, because they're By a too. lot. By a whole lot. 
Um, and yeah, now Scholar actually gets even more magic burst damage too, because that is actually a stat Scholar didn't really get. And, on the feet, and they I only had it on skill. the head before. Yep. The feet, feet have magic skill plus 28, magic accuracy 50, and then the yeah. climate form 20 and magic burst bonus. Four. Yeah, scholars, scholars starting to catch up the black mage in terms of how it with, can with magic evasion one fifty eight. This is this is this is yeah. actually because Ea's feet. I don't I don't own Ea's feet plus one because they have like nine in. There's no int on those feet, and that may be more relevant now with uh, master levels. But I don't want to compromise it on my feet when I'm compromising it for other things like a mythic weapon or something. Yeah, and I mean, scholar would just love to have access to Ea to begin with. Oh, that's right. It doesn't get Ea. Yeah, that's why this is such a huge deal. Oh, Scholar man. does not get Magic Burst 2. That's Scholar nice. gets Magic Burst 2 now from Agu's hands, these loafers, and the Relic Head. Well, Fox, I think we found how we're going to beat the new version of Ongo. Yeah, you're going to have to have the Scholar Nuke the as Scholar, well. That's what I was talking Scholar about. You, you, and, need, yeah. you need the Geoda Nuke, you need the Scholar to Nuke, you need the Black Mage to Nuke, and it has to be coordinated. Yep. Yep. One one Black Mage, two Scholar, and three Geo. Yeah, the the um, the Scholar, the stuff Scholar got was ridiculous. Yep. And I'm not even sold nowadays on as much Cure Potency 2 as we've had in our sets in the past. So I really want to start moving away from Chaos because you'll you'll die if you cast in it a lot of the time. And, and plus uh, you can just use the uh, the stupid wand, the, uh, the MP draining wand, the, I can't remember yeah. the name of it. Yeah, it's uh, Radic plus one. Yeah, Radic, and you can just cast Cure 3. And if you cure people mm-hmm. enough with that, you don't need to worry I, about I almost full-time it yeah. because uh, Scholar, Scholar has a lot of conserve MP as well. It so does. with that, plus light arts, plus even being able to penury, like Scholar doesn't have any issues with, with using that. It's that the rod. conserve MP job based on the Corsair role. Well, the next job is the conserve MP job, actually. Yeah, well, well that, that role existed before this job. Yeah. Look at so, this. This is going to be nice because of the DT options with pet. Yes, it is. Look at this head. Um, I've I've wanted that headpiece to do exactly that for fucking ever, dude. Oh man! The Freaking. only way the the only way they could have made this better is by putting some DT on it for the people who don't have an Idris yet, for for the Luapon. Bye bye. But Telchin. to yeah, bye bye Telchin. In oh, fact, man. that's so good. Yeah the the only Telchin piece I think I'll still use is the legs, and that's specifically for regen, specifically for ecliptic intrusion. So it's so now your Telchin is one piece, and it's it's super niche. Yeah, for for EA, that's it. Yeah, and then also your DT set in idle is infinitely better because one of the awkward things when you're trying to to sit in the shit and just just try not to die, which is what Geo does um, a lot of the time, you have to very finely balance your DT set along with your Luapon's DT set. And this right here allows us to keep a really solid amount of regen for your Luapon while also giving you a ridiculous amount of DT for that slot. And we go to the so, body here too. The refresh is awkward because it doesn't have the DT. This is like the first time we've had a body with refresh that doesn't have DT because the blue had it. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the the scholar had it. But now we have the refresh here is completely irrelevant because everything else about this body is great. Yeah, I, I like the body overall, um, but I don't like it as a replacement to anything. I like this as a high accuracy alternative to um, AI. I'm thinking about plus three having magic burst two, uh, five instead of four, and having. I'm thinking it's probably going to have eight. It's probably going to have eight, actually. Eight. Oh, yeah. Man. Why do you think? Yeah, eight? you because uh, historically it has it has increased by four on this jump um, on relic gear as well as uh, artifact gear on jobs. Magic burst damage two plus eight would make sense because plus. In two fact, look be at the black mage very hands. middling, but. Yeah, I think having a nice because you got 45 in the body is nice. It's not outstanding, but it's nice. 
You have a good amount of magic attack bonus here, 54. You get the Ellie skill, 23, which Geo, I think, it's Geo needs. low on Ellie skill. Yeah, that's why it I'm saying it. this body yeah. is nice, because the Ellie skill sets it over. You have Emity minus 9, which is something Geo's lacking in its nuking set. Geo needs magic accuracy. Yeah, like it, get, it gets us in this piece. So. Absolutely, yeah. And um, this, this, one is, uh, this one is really crazy, because it gives so much magic ag. I actually value this a lot higher than Aya. Yeah, and, yeah. I was gonna say. I was about to say. Geo does get Aya, so <laughs> it's so weird that yeah. Scholar doesn't get it. But then again, it's becoming less of a relevant need. It is less of a relevant need because we're finding out that Agus is actually pretty comparable to Aya when you look at the raw stats of things. Yeah, because the burst is what everyone focuses on, but the raw stats of the end and magic. Well, even is... even with the burst, like you actually don't need as much magic burst too as we're throwing in there most of the time. You don't. Um, I cap damage on Geo all the time uh, when I, even if I don't use Aya, like it's, it's still something you can do with tier five nukes. Yeah. And as you as a Geo using your Ross spells on our parties, you really were throwing out damage. And I bet having Emity minus mm -hmm. in the body would help that. Yeah. Uh, well, most people just ignore their Geos. They, 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 they've, they've heard this misconception that Geo can't do elemental damage and that's not true. They just don't have tier six nukes. And that's how, the that's the only difference really how about now having emity minus 12 dt 11 and some decent magic attack bonus and int in your hands uh the hand slot i actually it is weird because kind of feeling. I, I would use this in our aoe parties because that's I'm what i'm considering a corpse yeah that's yeah. why i was i was going off of you dying from not having emity <laughs> minus in your nuking set and our and our parties of you spamming rods because you're doing good damage in aoe master level parties with Raz on geo a good amount of that you're doing like 13 yeah my parse parts. actually falls behind because i don't do this often yeah because and i will die you're doing a lot of damage for someone who's who's just spamming Raz and doing sleep because and stuff because yeah. when you when you heal on geo it works for the summoner and stuff it's nice but when you heal on geo you lose your sleep ga, which is actually really important to the black mage it was super cold. important I, yeah. I, I remember i tried to go sub white mage and i, I the, missing the sleep ga hurt yeah yeah and if you don't have black mages because you have different jobs and AOEing there, the sleep on on Geo becomes even more important. So, yeah. you know, you, you want to go black mage. And if you're some black mage, you can't heal. You might as well nuke. Even though, you know, you technically you could melee for Earth. I think nuking is going to be effective here. I also really like how much magic accuracy this has for Enfeebles. That's it. Um, it's awkward, though, because I have Regal Cuffs, so... You're you're almost always on Geo going to use Regal Cuffs over this, but if you do not have Regal Cuffs, this is a fantastic magic act option. For this you. is a piece for you, not for most people. Yeah. Well, no, actually, this is a piece for most piece people. Here is, is once again, it's back to the nuking DT in our master level parties. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, it does two things. That's why this piece is is cool. Um, this piece is really good for for players that don't have Regal Cuffs. This piece is also excellent for players like me who don't need this because I have Regal Cuffs, but I do need it because I die when I nuke. <laughs> because I've actually geared my Geo properly. And most people fucking don't. And it, it blows my mind. And now we go to Geo does so burst. much damage. Uh, yeah, so you don't need Magic Burst Damage 10 on these legs because you have access to... Um, Agwoos. Uh, yeah, and Agwoos, yeah. So these are, these are not as good as those, in my opinion. Asper. But... They're also not as good as at Asper. The, the, this is the weakest piece in set. Yeah, it looks really. I'm not um, feeling this piece. It's got fifty. Yeah, in, but eh. yeah. So I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna use Asper Potency Plus instead. The feet of the other big one here. Indie spell closure duration goes up. Yeah, the feet are excellent, and it goes from PDT four to DT DT ten DT ten feet while having high magic attack bonus. Yeah, it's the same as uh, my argument for Black Mage. 
you look you at the physical this. evasion on this piece. Yeah, evasion plus one hundred. What's the physical yeah. evasion on this piece? Actually, that's ridiculous. You're already Geo spoiling. Evading? Okay, so you're kind of spoiling some secret technology I've been working on on Geo. Uh oh. Yeah, some evasion sites. Geo too. Yeah, so Geo has terrible evasion, but Geo sure can boost the shit out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it could, it could play the cast uh, Geo avoidance in itself. Actually, <laughs> yeah, so. dude. Are you suggesting Geo? What is Geo evading, Fox? I don't know, but when you have this much evasion plus all of this, damage I guess you, taken, I guess if you cap evasion on Geo, you could theoretically be a puller of groups or something and sleep. Yeah, yourself. weird. It, it's, that would be. Yeah, I remember. But. I remember there was a point where we went as blue mages and pulled Odyssey. Yeah, I could see doing this on on Geo. Weird, and then like Geo aggroing all these things is interesting too, right? It, it, sleep good would also put the bubble on everything if you leave a bubble and run away or something. <laughs> I, I mean, th- th- there's potential there. And, it's, it's good to explore. and you can guarantee that everything is around you when you use your bubble. <laughs> yes, that's uh, actually actually that's yeah. gross, isn't it? Actually, if you're trying to justify yeah. taking a Geo to, to Shoal C, if the Geo is pulling and you don't take a tank because you have DDs. And then Geo can pull everything, sleep to them, and and cap evasion, which you could do with voidance, and then and leave a bubble down levels. and have claim on everything. That actually would justify Geo's use a lot better than otherwise. Yeah, that's. I've actually been working on this for quite a while because you. I mean, these <laughs> feet spoiler. are these feet are nice because they are the evasion. What's Naomi's feet evasion? Uh, Naomi feet's evasion, I think, is in like the nineties. Maybe might be eighties. Let me look. Oh no, I think actually oh, it's, they're it's like actually one nineteen. So never mind. Never. Oh, mind. they are a little higher. Never mind. Uh, but also, I'd imagine these might go plus ten to one ten or so. I Maybe I needed. I think I needed the the DT here though. I I remember looking at this piece and being like, "Oh man, this project's coming together." So you can't. Well, no, think about it because the plus three hasn't come out. So at the one hundred nine, it's it's twenty eight because the the jumps so high from plus one to plus two that you can't It'll compare. Probably be the same. One hundred nine is twenty eight to um one nineteen is sixty, and then we go from sixty to a hundred. So it's definitely possible these could go up to 120, uh, 120 evasion. Yeah. And at plus three, they would be better than the Ame because we're comparing... Uh, it'd have one more evasion, but it's his 39 agility. And I know the agility them. is lower. They do have more DT. The, the DT actually could be more important. The DT part. matters. Yes. The DT matters, matters for this set quite a bit, actually. Because you have to make an evasion cape on Geo. I've been, I've been going deep on this one. I've been trying to take Geo into all sorts of weird things that it's not used to doing. Yeah, because you so. gain you gain five percent more or no three percent more DT, but you also gain the agility is forty six on the Ami feet, so you actually I think you lose. But yeah, if you uh, or if you're using Indie Voidance um, plus uh, Mambos, you can yeah, you some... lose you lose evasion by these feet, even if they increase because you're losing agility by seven. Yep. Let's, I mean, let's hope the plus three has enough. The Indie Closure is the benefit here on these feet. Though. The well, the the DT capping at fifty is is what's important because it lets me change my cape. Yeah, that that does matter because for, otherwise, for otherwise you'd have to use Naomi, a ring, and an ammo. But you can't use ammo with Geo. But you can use the bell as three percent, right? DT, so yeah. Naomi, a D ring, and your bell will cap you without. Oh, it. that no, sorry. The the bell is a DT for your. Fun. Oh, is it Lupin? Yeah, that oh, was Master. I guess the harp, the harp on Bard is what I'm thinking of. The harp, yeah, harp on Bard. Okay, that makes it really awkward because on all other jobs, I use the staunch Tathum or Stunch mm-hmm. if you're Funk. <laughs> to, right <laughs> to cap or me apparently yeah you're you i think he made the meme out of it is why i said punk but yeah uh basically if you get you mambos and if you if you get mambos and you use voidance um you can get pretty crazy so evasion on geo compromising here for the extra three percent you pick up that three percent in the slot so yeah it would it'll let you not have to use an ammo so that these feet actually are important still for your set it is the secret technology that three percent matters yeah 
if we got a scholar with a solid regen set, I was actually going to test it in one of our ML parties. Oh, what pulling? Yeah, yeah. Because if you had the with, right with phalanx plus gear and, and a regen, you, I could see. And I do as a geo. I do have the phalanx gear. That's the whole point. Yeah, like all of this stuff comes together. Like I'm, I'm basically extending black mage to other jobs that should not have no business. And you don't damage. have to pull the full burden of the circle alone as a geo if you're doing this for a master level party, which yeah. would make geo infinitely more important for the master level party and useful in how you can add it. You can have the other people there split up and pull some mobs too. Like I'll take on black mage. I'll take. You just got to run ahead of them. You don't even have to have. As long yeah. as you have movement speed, you can run ahead of these mobs if you're if you're good about it. And it just have to be slept at camp when you get there. Yeah. So being able to split off and have multiple people pull multiple things will make the party more effective than just having one tank pull the whole circle. Yeah. So for for normal people though, to, to recap, like for what I'm talking people. about, yeah, for what I'm talking about right now is absolutely insane, and you probably shouldn't try it. Um, but for normal people, like like the uh, those feet are actually still pretty good for DT. So. Oh man, using evasion on blue is great. I can imagine using evasion on Geo. Yeah. You could go actually well, as Geo. You go as Geo if you use your right DT nuking set, and I can imagine you clearing Omen really quickly with evasion on Geo and uh, nuking. Well, I've been five of five Geo plus three for a long time. Yeah, so but still, that. it's still a thing. Yeah, if you it's, it's weird, man. Or... It's almost like Geo gets invited to everything, and I'm always on Geo. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's weird. I'm done with Omen on Geo. No way. So but yeah, like people people can really use that though. And the the last job is an interesting one. Oh, I was very happy with the set. Super happy with the set. Uh yeah. So for Rune, you get the, one more refresh potency now on the head. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Fox. What are you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna say though the body's disappointing. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so at all. Uh, you know why, Fox? Because we're gonna talk about the head first. I'm gonna get the body. Yeah, so the head's first. great. It picks up a spell interruption rate fifteen really on the good. head, which was great. They were po- uh, refresh potency is one more, and that's nice. Uh, enhancing magic duration went up five percent. That's a big one. That is the big one. Yeah. Well, the yes, the duration is very nice. Um, very very nice for recasting shit. But the spell interruption rate thing that I really like because there Option are four is Agus, and that's ten. It's ten, right? But yeah. this 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 five percent matters because you have to hit one hundred two. And there are some really awkward accessories you can wear on, on Rune that you no longer have to wear because of this. I use magnetic earrings still. I'm going to set, see how this effect impacts the set, but I use magnetic earring that usually yeah. is just enough at 8% in the ear slot uh, over everything that helps me make well, my sets actually really good on Rune. Well, not well, really good. They suck, but but compared to what they could be, they get me just enough out of them. Consider, consider this, though. 8 and 5 is 13, so it's easy to hit 103. So you you're probably going to be able to shift things around. I, yeah, I will be able to move a piece around because you'll, you'll you'll clear 102 with 103. What would be of nice this. is is losing rawhide hands, even though they're high. That's yeah. usually 15 percent is the problem in the hands, but those hands suck. Rawhide. Uh, I think I made a I think I made a full set of Taeon for name a job that needs to use rawhide gear besides rune fencer. Blue. No, blue doesn't need any rawhide gear. <laughs> I don't need those hands. It's always super funny. I, when I don't need those hands that. anymore. I used to use them, but now I do not need yeah. those hands anymore. So there's no other job that needs a real hide. Uh, yeah, very, very good headpiece. Um, super excited about it. Yeah, that, that one is really the good. body. I like. You know why, Fox? Uh, you're gonna have to sell me on this. What What are you casting fast casting otherwise? I am using Agus Teon Teon because you were using Teon. No, I'm using uh, uh, Adamar. Yeah, Adamar, but for the plus 100 HP. Yeah, but this has 133 HP. Yeah, and Adamar is minus enmity. And Adamar well, has shit in fast cast and Adamar has shit magic evasion. So with a fast cast set that, that's only on four fast cast, I don't care as much. 
Um, so because I already have Adamar plus one, I'm, I'm less excited about that. Uh, you're not going to get hit in the fast cast portion of your gear set, um, especially if you use um, if you use uh, gear swap. You do get a little more HP. I'd say it's one. It's one sixty-eight versus. It's, it's not enough to matter if it's only fast cast. The uh, this this piece, I really, really, really wanted to have them put DT on, and they did not. If and they did, really it would have been nice. But what's nice is the other pieces got DT, so I think we'll be able to shift around. My first thought when I saw this body was not. I didn't expect it to have DT actually myself, because historically it was not the DP, DT piece in your sets. You your sets were capping DT, and you could use this body because it is that Burke Gang Emily retention there that thirteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. And it does I, keep your it's a seven percent of physical damage to MP does keep your MP up nicely, so it's a nice benefit there. I mean, I could see myself maybe using it in a rune sub scholar set, because that's the only time my MP actually matters on rune. Otherwise, I almost never use enough MP to justify a convert set. I could all. see getting twelve percent fast cast at the plus three. That's that could be a, cool. that's also yeah, awesome. I, I would be down with that. I, I would because be down with that. Yeah, because like having fast cast in other ways is better. And if that would free up a ring slot, which it would because I would no longer use Rahab. That, um, that helps you survive. Well, I mean, you say you're not it keeps your that, it but... keeps your HP high through swaps is what matters. Moonlit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually I don't even know if I use Rahab, but like basically I would find a reason to use 2% from this and make a better set. Like 2% is a, is a value that can be used that way. For fast cast, especially because you have like four slots that use 2% sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the uh, ammo, just the is ammo. Two, two, yeah, just the ring ammo or two alone. is two, and the ring, that's another, that's four of them right there. In fact, a lot of the time, if you can replace that ammo with an Empodians, uh, that way you can get a quick yeah. magic proc on something like foil. That's a huge boost in enmity. Empodians is also a uh, spell eruption rate 10%. Mm-hmm. Which, it, well, I don't know. It would suck to use that in mid-cast. I would rather just use staunch or stunch <laughs> if you're me or folk. <laughs> Stunchy. So the hands are the nicest piece here. Yep. Uh, well, not the, not the nicest piece, but now we, you know, going from the I body to hands is nice because now we have a DT10 status resistance helmet piece, which is nice. So the only awkward thing, but the magic evasion's low. I mean, you don't need it, but the only awkward thing here is these are not terms mittens. Yeah, but think about it because I have a, se- a separate set for like Ongo or something where I'm not parrying. Oh, I know, and, and that definitely comes into play of not parrying and being able to resist status ailments and something like that is very important because, frankly, a lot of time you do want those those mitts, but a lot of times you just don't need them, and people don't have two different sets. And I, it's nice to be able to have resist all ailments increasing oh, on yeah. a job that should be resisting uh, ailments. Uh, yeah, I I do the I do the same thing. It's just it's going to be a harder sell to other people because other people just get terms mittens and use those full time. Yeah, even though they th- those be. are the O chain users, Fox on Runefence. Yeah. only have one tanking set. It's very unfortunate, but that does exist. Also, this is a high ack piece for a turtle set, by the way. Like with thirty three greatsword skill and fifty two ack and five haste on the hand slot. You, you know, where I want to use like, these on your rune Arabody. Oh, yeah. go. You know how yeah. nice to resist terror on Arabody. It would be nice. That's for sure. And I don't need to parry in Arabati. I don't need to, to definitely don't parry in Ongo at all. So I knew I we, knew we do with the physical attacks, but it's just not important. I knew the Niami legs were going to be a flash in the pan because of these. <laughs> I I knew these Aerolaz leg guards plus two were going to be so much better than Niami legs. And yeah, and correct. well, so the problem was plus one compared to Niami meant the extra defense and everything on them meant you used Niami yeah. legs, and I do too. But now that these have come back in the fashion, they are so good. They are the enmity. You already you still had to keep the Aerolaz piece because of the enmity, but now you can tank it again. 
The Incartata is up plus one, which is not a two percent parry, which is ridiculous. Twelve percent DT legs. Twelve percent DT legs in, in M&M. I like, need this to look at Rune it. needed. Rune is really locked into specific DT pieces it in was. order to hit fifty percent. I think that these legs in particular let you use better options elsewhere. That's why these legs open up body slot. Yeah, along with the the next and the body's enemy retention, which which uh, Paladin's been especially with these new Empyrean legs directly been getting over rune fencer so being able yeah. to open this body back up and keep your mp up without you know on the same piece uh is going to be nice the feet are stupid the feet are so good <laughs> the feet are ridiculous. Yeah. so so yeah the the, the hands the feet are magic feet. evasion 177 like, with dt and emity plus seven it does kind of i knew this set wouldn't and be like damage oriented and i actually don't care about the sets being damage oriented for this, but I did kind of want a damage oriented set for Rune Fencer and for White Mage, and they didn't deliver that. I wanted so this that, to stay tanking. I was happy with this. This set. This set. I really like good for this. Me. I like this set being tanky, but like the the problem I'm having with Rune lately is that Rune's gimmick of also being able to deal damage with a great sword while while tanking is starting to suffer quite a bit, and it's starting to shine a lot less. Well, yeah, because Paladin can parry a million, or shield block a million moms, get TP, and spam Savage Boy with Nagwin. Yeah. So you heard he were behind. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, there, there wasn't always a world where that was the case. True. And I was kind of hoping that it would get more for it. I do like that you have 103 accuracy between the, the two pieces down there, because rune accuracy can kind of lag behind a little bit. It in does. Sets. Um, and also it's 10% between legs and feet, which is nice, too. My my problem um, too was that Nayame is great for Rune, but when you have AM three up, that double attack is not not great. It helps, but and, it's just not. You, you, store TP would be so much more useful there, and Rune does not get store TP gear. You know what? They just couldn't give Rune Fencer a hundred and fifty magic evasion on this piece. They just couldn't do it. They they were like, you know what? We're going to continue. <laughs> Everyone else got run. like one fifty two. Yeah, or one fifty eight. Uh, we aren't going to give the the magic evasion job magic evasion gear like usual. The magic defense bonus in these pieces is actually a little higher than other jobs, I think. I get nine in the legs, eight in the feet. That's that's higher than that's you typically good. got. So the magic defense bonus yeah. is nice. I think SC is trying to give us more magic defense bonus to reduce the damage, but I mean, that's... Eh. You know, I do actually like that there is a place for wearing four out of five of this set in... Uh, yeah. You know, and you can actually take advantage of the of the set bonus, unlike most of the sets. So it is kind of cool that that's the case. I would never wear this head... Um, in anything except for swaps but i could see an argument for the body definitely like the last three though the 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 hands legs and feet are fantastic together and especially with all that dt like you have 32 percent dt among all the other shit that you're doing so that's crazy um so yeah wearing hands legs and feet is fantastic and will feel awesome um, while also retaining decent accuracy and you're getting something out of the set bonus. Remember when this uh, whole concept of absorbing damage brought Martel into the... Uh, he went and tested when this came up in the Discord a few days ago. He went and tested it. Oh, the yeah. TP of the absorbed image and actually had the yeah. new testing on that. And he, the mob gets no TP if it hits you for zero, but if it hits you for like a few absorbing damage, the mob actually gets TP. Yep. It's ridiculous. So yeah. Yeah, that's a thing again now. Not so it's care, actually... But- it's a liability in very specific like TP feed situations, yes. But then it's not going to come up with a rune going fencer. to that one though, so that works. Yeah, it's it's not really going to come up with a rune fencer. Like that would be, oh god, what do you mew with with a rune? It's like Aranus, yes. You would you could just take Paladin for that still. It's true, or you can just kill it. So what's cool too is since you're actually wearing multiple pieces of the set, unlike Paladin, and while you're tanking, 
uh, Palinum can have multiple, but not as many pieces. You're going to have another layer of checking here on top of, um, so you can stop it with a shadow ring. You can stop it with the set. Yeah. You can uh, stop it if it's an ailment. Anyway, you have multiple checks here now going on uh, that you didn't have before. To I'm putting shadow ring, ring in more and more sets. I am too. Yeah. Now that we get more DT, the shadow ring becomes more relevant. Oh, yeah. a lot of, that's actually a, a big thing for all these jobs. Wasn't touched on is how shadow that ring was, becomes more valuable. That was actually the the main thing that I thought about when I saw like the paladin hands and like when Martel was saying, "Oh, well, you know, this set looks bad." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I can wear shadow ring now." Shadow ring is really good for those people that don't. Uh, I think it's a ten percent activation, which is pretty high. On it's one like ten or thirteen, actually. Actually, it, yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, it's it has a weird rate, like twelve. Something like that, yeah. It, it it activates though. Like I watch it activate all the time when I'm thirteen percent. Yep. Yeah, and it's resistant. Like death, on on fetters, right. like you'll see the Zazuru hit you for like 80, 80, 80, 0, 80, 80 and like it matters. Um, oh, there's the third proc. There's water charm. The third proc. So you have water charm, you have shadow yeah. ring, and then you have the set. Can be three different different checks of proccing to reduce your damage to nothing. And I also like the fact that we are putting Enmity back into our Rune Fencer tank sets because I yeah, really hated that. taking it the, out. The Enmity was really lacking on it. I mean, I, I was one of the people who was arguing for taking it out because you didn't need it anymore, but I'm glad it's coming back because it should be there. Well, you do need it. It improves your ability to hold hate, and you just the swaps before yeah, the lame. Now but the, the argument before was that, was that Naomi was mitigating enough damage to where you weren't bleeding that Enmity. You yes. didn't need those pieces. Now that stuff's hitting you a little bit harder, they're like ramping up the difficulty on things. Like I, I definitely want the enmity back in the set, and I'm glad that we're able to do that now. Because th- ruin swaps before were really bad. You were using either the feet from um, from Shah. <laughs> yeah, the Ozzy's. The Ozzy's yeah. feet, which is just feels really bad now. They are. And now this eclipses those, and they're yep. such a better piece. The feet here, it's a huge help to ruin. The HP yeah. is low on them, which is kind of annoying. 38 HP is really low. That's actually very frustrating. But it's still... Your feed options before were really only like like 20 HP. So it's still In, in, a, in a world for where, for whatever reason, you can't wear Warder's Charm, honestly, the, the Aerolaz feet are pretty fantastic because they not only give you 177 magic evasion, but they also check the 1-8th resist here, which is, which is nice. Warder's Charm own. synergizes very well with the hands. Yeah, I mean, the Warder's Charm is great. Um, but what I'm saying is, is in a world where you don't have to, where, where you, where you need that next slot for something else for for whatever reason, um, you can actually just use the Aerolaz feet instead. Yes. Yeah, it does. It, well, yeah, the, pro- the thing with the water's charm for me is the, it has enmity and absorb. Yeah, I know. So, but, uh, what you could also technically do if you really want to, if you had some ridiculous set now with the extra DT, the engulfer's cape does the same thing as the water's charm. It doesn't stack yeah. with the proc. I, I know it's weird. No, it's it weird, weird, but it is the same absorption effect. There, there are times when I want to still wear the warder's charm, and I still I want. Yeah, and there, there's times when I want more HP. Like any situation where I can either use the 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 rune JSE neck, or I can use a uh, moonbow necklace, or I'm sorry, not moonbow, uh, unmoving collar. Um, I try to use those when possible, and on fights, I can think of specifically as like, let let's think of like key for example right like you want a elemental resistance like you want to be able to resist any of the attacks that are going on but you also want to be able to eat a fuller's if you have to yeah the feet and, are actually super important for that because yeah. you didn't have another elemental resist all option besides your belt definitely before. not a good one yeah. yeah your belt was the other option and mm-hmm. it frees up the belt slot now 
Even though that it, can still be the best evasion option, it frees the belt slot up for other things. There's nothing wrong with just still using the belt also. Yeah, because now now Flume feels less bad if he needed the round of the set. Because before it felt really I bad. I really hate Flume. I do hate Flume, but there's uh, you don't have other options. It has the yeah. MP recovered as well again, which synergizes with the body. Yeah. But if you needed to round out a set but keep Elemental Resistance and you had to use your neck for DT... And you couldn't, you know, couldn't get up your waist because now you don't have the constant all status uh, resistance on your waist there. The element that you need to force the, the the floor, the resistance floor there. At least the feet compensate for both those slots now. You can use those slots to, uh, I mean, you could technically could use the feet before, but they felt really bad. But now they feel good at the tanking again. If, if you're not need, using terms, of course. If we don't end up needing the DT in the head slot, does that mean that we're going to end up wearing Agu's head? No, because it's got bad defense and nothing else going for it. Yeah, but uh, it has magic evasion and stuff. So is terms cap. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I I'd have to look at it. I'm sure there's a different headpiece that a fencer could wear. I'm trying to think of like what really Naomi. is, is going to replace Naomi there if Naomi doesn't have to go there. Well, why would you want to replace it if nothing else? Because Naomi's got high HP and defense. Because uh, I'm I'm trying to think of well, Naomi has 156 defense and 91 HP. So if we're using if we're using staunch tathom and more magic evasion, these three pieces give us thirty five DT. So we need to make up fifteen somewhere. But why would you even? Why would I consider dropping the head? Yeah, it, the extra HP and defense there is is useful. Yeah. I was never really that excited about Naomi head. Actually, you get more HP on the stupid rune fencer head. So you you get more HP, uh, you get more um, defense and magic yeah. evasion. But the uh, you get 91 HP on the Naomi helm, and it's like 101 HP on the stupid rune Empyrean head, which is a weird slot to put it in. But it's nice for swaps, though, actually, when you're using Vivacious Pulse. I mean, I'm not, I'm not actually serious about the Agu head. I just don't think there's that many good heads to rune, there. Rune stuff. really lacks a lot of swaps. It doesn't have many things uh, to switch into. It's really gear-starved. Because if you're using... Well, actually, no. Because if you're using Adnoa, you're probably still using Naomi head, because that's another 10% putting you at 45. So you could use, like, 5% somewhere, I guess. I don't know. That's there's like really weird values still. I I this this I don't think still rounds it out, but it is nice. I just yeah yeah. But that was those were the sets. We're not gonna talk about the earrings yeah. because not only is this episode run over ridiculously fucking stupid long, but yeah, it has. The earrings have augments, and those haven't been really revealed or talked about yet. So yeah, we have no idea. Yet. We don't. We we're gonna find out later. So yeah, sure. And then we'll spend like five hours talking about earrings. I could say the thief one, even without any augments, is the best earring to TP in. So there you go. All right. Blue's got scale. Paladin's got shield. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they'll be covered later. Yes. Probably. So. Oh, God, I feel fried. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I knew this was going to happen because we've tried yeah. to do this sort of thing we before. We even skipped along some. Well, yeah, because some of the shit just didn't matter, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight in general? Yeah. Dark Knight's cool. I, I'm i being hard on it, but it's, you know, it's Dark Knight. I, I, keep, I keep trying to play it again, and I just can't. Yeah, I like how Warrior clips Dark Knight. Yeah. In terms of your enjoyment. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. I'm never gonna dance again. I suited up my Dragoon the other day. <gasps> and then I started writing the Lua for it, and I was like, I don't want to Acro do this. Gauntlet's got no rhythm. Fuck no, they're a copper voucher now. Never gonna evade magic when I play with Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done here. Feels bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're very done. 
So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Fox. Yeah, man. And uh, if you want to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But uh, well, actually, that's that's not wham. Anyway. So uh, send us an email at wtfinvonadeologygmail.com. Otherwise, Fox, do you have anything to add to this? No, we're going to leave now. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>